Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Welcome, everybody. It is the Pulp of X Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you Monday night. It's uh, September 21st. We got a shit ton of stuff to talk about. USGP just ended. Motocross the Nation's coming up. Lots of stuff to talk about. Getting a couple of good guys back in the studio, too. Excited about that. Nitro Circus is in town, folks. Nitro Circus is coming up on tour in a town near you. Go check them out, nitrocircus.com. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X-Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Hot Cams, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Two Under, Galfer Brakes, KTMPartsExpress.com, all on board with us tonight. And we're pumped, man. It's going to be a fun show. It's be a good show, damn it. So listen. You're out of your mind, dude. Uh, Dean Wilson, Red Bull KTM's Dean Wilson will be on with us. He got fourth overall at the USGP. He'll be on to talk about his race. The always fantastic Nick Way will be on. He was at the USGP also. He didn't bring me a water. We'll address that situation when he comes on. FMF, everybody. FMF Racing's been on the show for... God damn, three or four years now. They're, uh, they are the exhaust of Team USA this weekend. FMF Racing. Donnie Emler Jr. will be on. Always fun to have Donnie on with his support. Maybe he'll bring some free shit. I'm not, I don't know. Probably. Uh, looking forward to that. we got the X-Brown Goggle Tear-Offs, Race Tech emails, the BTOsports.com, Gabby Gibbs, Gabby Gibbs, Gabby Gibbs, and the NFAB question of the day all coming up on the show. With me in studio, a real couple of winners, people. Uh, first up, he's Dirt Rider Magazine, DirtRider.com, Kiefer Inc. Testing, uh, one of our favorites. He's back in the studio. Chris Kiefer, what's up, bro? Thanks for having me back. Glad to be here. Yeah, it's good to have you. Uh, your Dirt Rider 450 shootout just wrapped up. We'll get to that a little bit. Yep. Uh, what else is new with you? What's going on? We saw you at the USGP. Uh, you did not come all day Saturday. You only stuck around for the first two motos on Sunday. <laughs> Dirt Rider Magazine, folks, that's what they do. They go halfway. <laughs> they don't even go halfway. We give it 50%. No, I was staying for the first moto. It was hot as balls. I respect everyone that was yeah, out there. It was. Good I, God. The, the, the riders racing is, didn't look fun at all. That no. was gnarly. Right. But, uh, yeah, just busy typing the shootout now so that the work, the real work begins. Yeah. And uh, riding dirt bikes. Same old, same old. And uh, also in studio, it's been a long time since this man was in. It's been too long. He broke his wrist at San Francisco. We've been feeling his pain ever since. It's been a sad day for us when the seven deuce deuce went out. But he is back. He is back riding. He is back in studio. More importantly, he is Adam Entenap. What up, Steve? How you been, bro? Thank you for coming back in. It hey. has been too long. Oh, dude, it's been way too long. How's just... the wrist? How's the? You're, you're, you're back. You're back. Yeah, you're... no, I'm back. That's uh, that's the best way to put it. Yeah, the wrist. Uh, we had some complications and a little bit of the healing 
you know, as everybody knows, that navicular is one of those bones that it doesn't it doesn't like to heal, doesn't get the blood flow. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I had a um, had a pretty hard time with it. I broke my triquetrum in three places. Huh? Yeah, the there's a little bone That's in the outside of my wrist, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, I broke that in three places, and I broke the uh, navicular in two places. Dislocated the middle of my wrist and pulled the tendon off the top. They had to uh. grappling hook the tendon back on, put a pin through the triquetrum. Um, two worst bones to break in your wrist, but uh, nothing stopping the seven deuce Dude. deuce back so, on the bike, back yeah, on the track. You're back. You're yep. you're weak. You said you were before that you're like riding. Oh like my it's, god, it's gonna take a little bit. <laughs> it's gonna take a little bit for sure. Um, right. I'm glad to be back on the bike. I'm getting well, arm pumped like you wouldn't believe. Look, it's it's October. So you you ride a month, um, you know, outdoors and get you know go, get in the weight room, get the strength back, get all that back, and that's two months left for a one. You're good. Yeah. No, I. I'm pumped. It's, it's just enough time to where I can get ready for A1 yeah. and be where I want to be because, of course, I don't want to be where I was last year. I definitely want to be ahead of the game, and I I think I do have just enough time, and we're right here at the end of September and just kind of getting everything underway. And like you said, about a month about a month of riding and in the gym, I should be back to getting some good motos in and then yeah. get that training, get the testing going and be ready for Anaheim one. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit what you got coming up, what you got coming up uh, later on in the show and get more into what your deal is for 2016 possible changes for the seven deuce. Possible deuce. changes possible for the changes. seven deuce, deuce. Why do you have glitter on your shirt? Um, what, what, honestly, what I didn't take him anywhere. What, what I promise. No, if you got, I see glitter on your okay. shirt. I have dog hair. Let me, let me be fully honest. Yes, please, please. <laughs> it happened at Kiefer's house. Whoa. <laughs> hey, we, we promised not to say anything. I know, I know, I know. I was, just, on, the, I was on the table and just, yeah, it just dude, got all over ha- me. Heather is crazy. Yes. Yeah. She, yeah, yes. she is. Uh, she's gnarly. She was absent. No, you yeah. really do have glitter. You really do have glitter. Yeah, red you. glitter, right? Right. Well, that's oh, just you know why? Heather was making some crafts and stuff at house, and where we were sitting talking, she, that's where he was sitting. Great cover-up. <laughs> Great story. Great yes. cover-up, Keith. What a wingman. It's what all good. Heather, <laughs> call in, have my back. Promise. What a fantastic just, wingman. Just put it this way. I'm the pitcher in this situation. <laughs> well, so, soon you're going to be covered in red glitter and basset hound hair. Yes. So get ready for that. Yes. Uh, looking forward to having a great show, uh, all you guys. Uh, check out sponsor deals on pulpmxshow.com. Everybody we're affiliated with, well, pretty much everybody offers it, but some sort of discount. So you can check that out, and uh, you can go on um, on there and save some discount. Use the discount, save some cash, uh, buying something from one of our guys. So we appreciate that. And also Amazon, if you go on pulpmx.com, there's an Amazon banner there. Click on the banner. It takes you to Amazon. Just make your regular Amazon purchases. Kiefer? Uh, sex wings. You, whatever, whatever you buy. Yeah, yeah. whatever you Battery have, operated. Yes. They're called bobs. Hey, bobs. Kiefer, okay. don't forget about the glitter. And glitter. And glitter. <laughs> and uh, then we get a small chunk of that, and I'm able to uh, keep having guys like Kiefer and, and Seven Deuce Deuce uh, coming up here in the studio. Uh, taking your calls, producing the show, holding things down there. The proud owner of a pair of Michelin tires now. Whoa. Yes, that's right. Michelin coming on the show. Uh, the Devin Gibbs. Yeah, thanks for that, Steve. Gibbs, what's up? Uh, you know, killing it on the daily. Killing it on the daily. I forgot to tell you, uh, next week, More Cross Nations is next week. Yeah. This weekend coming up. Uh-huh. I'm leaving Wednesday. Okay. So we don't have any show on Monday. All right. But I want to have a show maybe on Tuesday or Wednesday. Could you do that? I didn't ask you that. I'm asking you now. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. I can find out. Whoa. I need to look at my schedule. What the Whoa. fuck are you, you ain't got shit going Dude. on. <laughs> I got work, brother. Oh, pimping. I got yeah. work. Well, I, want, I, want to to try fives, ha- I, I get in fives. Monday at 6. I hardly feel like I hardly think I'm going to be feeling. You're going to be blown out yeah, Tuesday, right. too. Well, we've done it before on a Tuesday. So hopefully we have Team USA, the winners, on. 
Want me to just come in here yes. Monday and take care of it? Yeah, sure. Come on. You can, I wouldn't you can know run what it. to do. Dude, like, me and Kiefer can dude, run it. Dry run. Here dude, we go. I'm an idiot, and I run this stuff, so you should know that. Right? You should be able to do it. I Kiefer, no you come in. I'll come in after work. We'll get it done. We'll do it? Yeah, we'll do it. I'll line up the guests. Yep. Okay. All right, cool. I'll be What's there the too. first thing you'll do with all these buttons? What's the first thing you do? Text I want to read your instructions that you're going to leave me. Oh. That's what I'm going to do. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, Motocross the Nation's coming up in uh, Glen, uh, France this weekend. Glen Helen USGP just, just uh, happening, and um, lots to talk about. But with that, uh, Kiefer, let's talk. Uh, you were there. Yeah. Um, initial impressions. Were you there in the original two, three years ago when they were here for a couple years? Yes. Same format, one moto. <laughs> you did the same format. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I'm giving you shit, but you did watch the Moto 2s uh, when yeah. you got home. Yeah, I watched live right. when I got home. Right. Um, one thing for sure, there was more people there. Yeah. There was more fans there because it was bad before. It was somewhere in between uh, AMA Outdoor National and what the bad turnout was three years ago. It was in between that, I think. I think yeah. they, they had a good turnout. There people on the hills. and I mean, yeah, exactly. At least I think Bud, the owner of – I don't think he totally lost his ass. Right. Just maybe lost a part of his ass, but right. not the whole thing. But so and, better attendance, yeah. Yeah, I mean, first thing I noticed and I was really impressed with, and I even tweeted it, is like, Fevra's the real deal. Like, I knew he was because he was an MXGP yeah. you know, yeah. champion. But, like, to have some real, like, American competition here – and for how hot it was, yeah, it was an impressive and, ride. And remember too, he had already won the world title. He didn't have a lot of Proved motivation. Nothing. You know what I mean? And, right. And he just, you know, he's yeah, he's legit. Yeah. And and you know what? Even Caroli, Antonio, you know, his first race back after a long time. Um, yeah. And he had he had good speed for about fifteen yes, minutes. Yes. He had the speed to match those dudes, no problem. Right. He just his arm is still weak. He's just back riding. You know. So. I mean, I, I'm biased because I'm a huge Antonio Caroli fan. I just think the world of the guy off the track, on the bike, you know, the guy's just a top-notch guy. So I'm a little biased, but I think he showed, too, like, I'm just as good as Fabra. Right. You know, I'm not up to 100% physically, right. but he was as equal, too. I thought Cooper and Josh Grant and all those guys. Yeah, he was know? running for about 15 minutes, and you could tell he threw the anchor out really hard after yeah. that. Well, and second moto, he said he overjumped thing, and his arm just fell off his bar. Oh, that was so gnarly. Yeah. I saw, oh, it. saw it. Was on yeah, TV. so okay, that yeah. single roller before they went up the hill yeah. after Talladega, yeah, yeah. he tried to jump over the braking bump, okay. and his throttle hand oh. blew off. <laughs> and luckily, he came right back on, yeah, but yeah, that yeah. was gnarly. Yeah. Uh, another thing that impressed me, too, was uh, the first moto, Geyser and... Jonas got into it, the first moto. Yeah. And going up the hill, swapping, moving over, stuffing each other for like a couple really Mm -hmm. good laps. And I was like, man, Geyser doesn't have to do that. He can let Paul go and just stay behind him and he'd be good to go. But man, he was, he wanted to beat him. I was talking to one of the Honda guys and I said, are you worried about like, like the American guys, Nelson, McElrath, Aldridge? Are you worried about like, say Geyser goes up front? Or say Jonas is up front, and then yeah. there's three Americans, and then your guy. And looking back, that was a foolish thing to say because the Americans were in another league, and we'll talk about that too. But um, and he was like, "No, no, no, that won't happen." Like Jonas and Geyser find each other every moto. Like yeah. they are so equal in speed. The Honda guy was telling me they'll find each other. Yeah, so they the, did. First, so the auto. world title will either be decided by them going. We were. This is on Saturday, dude. They'll either be first and second, or they'll be you know fourth and fifth. But they will be together. It was sick because so. they went up Mount St. Helens together. They're both trying to lean into each other going up the hill. Yeah, and they both there's like a little table like a double on top of Mount St. Helens. They both scrub in unison so hard to try to get to that corner on top first. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone was going ape shit down below. It was yeah. cool. No, it was good. Geyser ended up winning the first. First MX2 title for Honda since 1995 mm. when Puzar won. I right. didn't even know Puzar rode a Honda. 
Um, and first world title for Honda since 2000 when Bole did it. Wow, that's a long time. Dude, right? Honda. That's, what, that's like Rhino when Rhino was there, right? Rhino was there in 99. Yeah. Yeah, so 2000, Bole. Wow. So Honda wins that, and uh, Fabra impresses the hell out of you. Josh Grant rode great, man. Uh, third in the first moto, wins the second moto. Faber was coming. Yeah, he was. If he, he wouldn't have washed out, he would have got I him. I think he would have got him. Yeah. But uh, hey, whatever. Josh won, man. Right. So uh, and I and I thought originally thought he threw the anchor out the first moto, but I guess he jacked his foot up. Is what twisted I, his ankle or something? Right. Yeah. And uh, so that's impressive. He came mm-hmm. out and you know won. It is Glen Helen, and Josh does go fast there, but yeah. Whatever happens to him next year, which I don't know, but yeah. it's good to end on that note, you know? Right. Cooper Webb, what's your thoughts on that? Cooper, you... Cooper popped his cherry the first moto, I think, man. <laughs> yeah? Like, he was really aggressive, and he was charging back up yeah. to get back to first. Mm-hmm. And I think the heat was a factor. I mean, hey, it was hot, man. It was a, When I left, it was 106. Was it really? So oh, it was hot as balls. Is there, is there a, 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 a less fun place outside of hell? Uh, than Glen Helen at 106 degrees. Dude, you have no idea. Like, <laughs> Thursdays at Glen Helen, like, rough, choppy. Oh, I know. I've been there, done that. And Thursdays it's... at Glen Helen, when it's that hot, you're just, all you're doing is you're doing your motos, slugging down water, and trying to get out of there as fast as you possibly <laughs> just can. Just run, man. Yeah, just run. Just get in your truck, turn the AC on, and book it. Um yeah, so uh, uh, Webb, uh, I thought, yeah, you know, the, both him and Fabra set their fastest laps in Moto 1 with two laps to go. Like, they were pushing. Right. Yep. Fabra was like, oh, yeah, I got this. And then and Webb was like, oh, no, you don't. And, and, I was, and Fabra got him. But. And I was impressed with Dino, too, because I looked at the laps, and his fastest lap was yeah, the last the, uh, the lap end. of the second moto. Oh, was it? Yeah. The second moto, was it? Okay, yeah, yeah he was coming. Yeah. Um, hey, let's get to our regular caller here. Oh, he's got a Cooper Webb comment. Raining yellow. Hey, it's getting closer to the rain. It, but, it, uh, uh, the rain is coming uh, October 17th here in Las Vegas. <laughs> and I'm going to actually be in Disneyland. Are you really? And, uh, yeah, something came up. So, uh, Listen, I don't want to, you know, something. look, I know you're a huge JS7 fan and, and all that. But I'm not just saying this, you know, I really think he's going to win the Monster Cup. I really oh, do. Oh, yeah. We I, were I, talking I, about that, oh, too. Yeah. Like, who's going to beat him? No one. Right. Yeah, you're right. Dude, million he, dollars coming. I don't know, no, 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 that's going big. I, don't think, I think he's yeah. going to get the overall, he but can, I don't think he's going to win all three motos. <sighs> I don't know if JS7 could hold it together for three moto wins, but. He, he might. He's more mature. He's been off. He's ready to, he's ready Dude, to go. He is like, James is like, like a rabid dog, like Cujo. And he, what he does is he needs wins. Wins keep him hungry or keep him fed, right? I like yeah. your Pac-Man expression. Yeah. yeah, He has been in a cage, locked away, Cujo, with no wins, nothing to munch on. And, he and is, he's hungry. And th- that cage door is coming open October 17th. <laughs> is that the date of the Monster Cup? I don't even know. I don't 17th. know, but... Monster Cup should get you as the guy the, to pump no, this listen, up. Listen, the, the rabbit excited. dog's going to be out of the cage. <laughs> I'm excited. At 7.30 on Saturday, that cage is going to go. And, and the red eyes are going to light up and, and everything. And he just needs wins to survive. He, just, he has to get wins to eat. He needs to win. Oh, it's going to be over. That's what I mean. It's just going to be over. There's going to be some massive scrubs. Oh, massive. Then he's gonna have to be on the show. It would only be fitting. I reached out to him today in a text message. We're working on it, so uh, uh, well, we we'll go. see. Um, but oh, honestly, yeah. like if I'm Trey Kennard, Millsaps, 
Fucking get your money back. Don't even race. <laughs> Don't even race. That's fucked. I think Trey Kennard could be the only guy. Because um, I think Trey Kennard could hang it out. Like, Trey Kennard's one of those guys. Dunge is coming. Dunge is coming, but do you think Dunge is going to well, be super look, motivated? Kennard, Kennard was one, one fall away from winning a million. You know? There you go. I'm telling you, Cujo, bro. He's going to be slobbery, red eyes. Rabies. Slobber everywhere, teeth. Yeah. Just, ah, I need wins. Ah. Yeah. You know? I, I think I don't think Dungey will do it. I think I think Dungey's super, super fast. But I don't think I've ever seen Dungey do that great at Monster Cup. He missed well, the he Joker sh- lane. He only he... shifted in the air one time. With his hand. <laughs> yeah. 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 I feel uh, like they always have a new bike or something. But too. raining yellow, yeah. Um what do you want to talk about Cooper Webb? Hey, I just thought uh, I'm feeling good about him for uh, for next week. I thought I thought it was impressive, you know, to race against uh, those guys. And obviously, I mean, I'm sure he was nervous and battling with Caroli. And I don't know. I uh, I thought that was uh, the ride of the day. Well, that thing. that leads us right into the NFAB question of the day. That leads us right into that. So let's do that. The NFAB question of the day. Hey, by the way, Team USA, Justin Barsha, will be NFAB'd out uh, this weekend. Uh, and Thomas from NFAB stepped up. NFAB's on the, on the shroud, huge team hats, everything. This is a Justin Barsha, USA, NFAB collab. Is this wow. Justin Barsha, that's it? Yeah, uh, yeah. JGR, yeah, JGR. Right. Uh, So n-fab.com, made in Houston, Texas. Uh, Jeep, truck, SUV parts. Got a set of steps on my, um, um, on my ridgeline. I've never been happier. And um, what, what's wrong? Turn my mic up a little. Oh. Or my headphones. Up? Yeah, just up. I got no snare in my headphones. There you go. Perfect. Okay. So um, you were doing this, and I'm like, you got a screw loose? He's whining. He's crying. <laughs> um, so uh, uh, n-fab.com, uh, probably built in Houston, Texas. Somebody hit me up this weekend for a set of steps for the truck, but they don't want to pay for them, they said. Uh, yeah, an in- industry right. guy. Shocking that some industry guy wants some free shit. <laughs> he goes, he goes, uh, shit. he goes. Uh, hey man, I gotta get a set of those, and I'm like, yeah, I can do that. And they're like, he's like, yeah, like, like you think you give them for free? I'm like, yeah, probably. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit, I love it. Uh, uh, N-fab.com. Uh, so they they are a huge supporter of Team USA, Thomas Victor, and the guys down there. Um, so here's the question. Here's the NFAB question of the day. Uh, and so Rainy Yellow, I think we got your answer. Yeah. Cooper Webb's ride at the USGP. Mm. Did it, did it change? Did it strengthen your hope for Team USA or weaken your hope for Team USA? Like, like where were you at coming in, and where are you at leaving that race on Cooper Webb? Okay, I'll start. I'll say mine strengthening because I knew he'd be good. Yeah, he's a good rider. Four fifty. I didn't know, and he once you know how to ride a bike, you know how to ride a bike. It's not a big a deal, but he impressed me more because it was hot as balls, and he lasted longer than I thought he would, and he rode. Dude, first moto, I thought he was coming back to win that son bitch. So, I think it's strengthened for me that mm-hmm. he's he can he can run the speed of Fevra, and I don't really don't think it's going to matter if we're going over there. I yeah. know it's not our track, but I still think he's going to be great. Deuce, deuce. Honestly, I was kind of I was a little bit bummed. I thought Cooper Whoa. was gonna yeah. I was honestly Jeez. I. I thought Cooper was going to be a little bit more aggressive. I really thought Cooper would have took it, especially kind of seeing the guys lined up. Um, of course, February is like he's really fast. Obviously, I mean, yeah, and he's, he's gonna like be in sick. France. Yeah. yeah, and and it's gonna be in France. I think I think he's gonna do good. I think the best thing Cooper can do is be Cooper, ride fast, and just be consistent. I was kind of hoping he would have won Glen Helen, especially because it's it's like every test guy's home track. But 
he he's going to do good regardless. He's a great racer, and I think he's going to do good anyway. So you're a little down on him? A little bit. Okay. A little right. bit. Um, I've said all along, I think that, that Cooper Webb's one across the nations will either go excellent, where he battles Fabra, or maybe, maybe he loses, but he battles him. Yeah. Or it's going to be a disaster, and I think I'm I'm still on the – I'm just – I'm the same. You're neutral. I'm yeah. neutral. I mean, the guy's an awesome rider. He's phenomenal. But he, um, he didn't he didn't implode this week. No, 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 not at all, not right. at all. Well, that second moto, like laps two, three, did they show what happened on yeah, TV? Yeah, so he got you know that little the the very far end where they had that little that the kicker, kicker that, then it goes that, over, right? Yeah, yeah. He uh, got cross rider almost when he went off the track a little bit. He did a two twenty on the third lap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's what. Okay. Him and Dino got a little bit squirrel. All okay. right. Okay. Um. Yeah. So uh, there we go. Rainy yellow. Thank you, man. Right on, guys. And uh, you up, Adam, or good to hear you back on the bike or all that good stuff. Hey, I appreciate it. I'll see you right soon, on, guys. Keep all it right, real. See you. Uh, let's get to Cole. You there? No, wait. No, not sorry. Um, who's uh, Cole, what's up, man? What's up? What's up, Cole? What's going on, man? Uh, I had a question about some, about some gear. All right. Hit, hit us. Fly Racing. Flyracing.com. Nah, man, it's all about that Axo. How come you've never considered wearing that? What? What was it? Axo? Yeah. <laughs> Axo had a booth there this weekend. Axo, ah. they're back. Damn. Um, I don't know. Like they're not. A, they don't have a huge U.S. presence. You know who wore Axo was uh, Killy Rusk before he went to the uh, fly racing stuff. <laughs> Killy Rusk wore Axo. What? Why are you laughing? Because just fly racing so much better. It's superior to well, everything. Hey, whatever. I Flies mean, so fly. Fly so fly you can't even trip because you're just flying. You know what, bro? What? Go, go ahead, Cole. Go, Cole. I think seven gear is probably better than fly. Well, I don't think it is at all, so see you later. Um, <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, really, what was he, what was he offering? Uh, Dave, what's up, man? Hey, uh, what's favorite? Is he open to open class? I, I believe so. I just uh, I just sent a text to somebody that would know. I think Paul Lynn is MX1 just based on Paul Lynn's fast past, yeah, you know, and I think Fabra is MX3, which means him and Webb will be lined up again. See, that's what I'm saying. I think they should switch and put Webb on the 450 against Paul Lynn and put Barsha against uh, Favor. That's what I think Favor. should happen. Well, Favor. Here's, Favor. The, here's, Favor. The, here's the thing, though. Like, I, I don't. I, I don't think it matters, Dave. To be honest, like I, I can go. France is going to be tough either way, man. But here's well, Paul Lynn's still hurt. You know, he's, he's got knee issues. Yeah, so, yeah. No, you know, Coop's got a better good chance of beating him. Like you know, he didn't do too well there at the GP either. So well, you know. but a win's a win. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but like, yeah. like no, but I'm saying like if Barsha wins, if Barsha beats Paul Lynn, then great. You know, like, like it doesn't really matter. Like whoever beats Paul Lynn, Barsha or Webb is fine. You know, it doesn't doesn't really yeah, matter all that much. I'm saying is. I think Parsha has a better chance of going against Faber than Coop yeah. does, you know. Yeah, but here's the That's thing, Dave. Saying. Like, when, when, when Villapoto was leading the series and right. they asked him to go to Disney Nations and, and they said, hey, Ryan Dungey's going to wear the number one and right. Villo, you're going to wear number three, he freaked right. out, right? Yeah. And so, hey, Barsha, you're going to wear three, Webb's going to wear number one. There is a little bit of that going on. Yeah. So, I'm fine with, with, with Coop being... Like yeah, I'm fine too, right? yeah. I, You know, I just thought it would be a little, you know, they might take that into account, you know, maybe. But, yeah. Fa yeah. Fabra wears UFO gear too, by the way. Doesn't yeah. look bad, actually. No, it's not bad. Yeah. You know, the yeah, thing both, they might. Both, yeah, both uh, the Honda team, him and uh wear the same stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, thanks, Dave. Okay, man, thanks. Thank you.
I think maybe that that's a little bit of strategy by Team USA too, because they might think that Barsha's for sure going to beat Pollen, and maybe you know what I mean. Coop might not beat Pollen, and it'd be a better idea to put him against there. You know, I don't know. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of talk about a strategy, like like beforehand, and we we talk about it on the show and stuff. But they don't do a lot of that. Like they don't think like that. They just go, uh, you're the best rider. You're MX one. You're go. the next best. Yeah, I'm having a brain fart. Fresh okay. my memory here. They go off of uh, class scores, correct? Not overall. No, yeah, class scores. Okay, yeah, class scores. All right. Uh, question for you, Kiefer from Derek. Derek, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. What's what's happening? Seven two two. Welcome back. What up? Um, so I had a question here. I just bought um, one of the new 16 um, 350s, the SXS, and um, I weigh about a buck sixty with all my gear on, and I'm having issues with this rear shock and getting my stag set. I think I need to go down a spring. I just had, you know, I want to get your input. Uh, I think well, I don't know if I was the one that I talked to you before. That's weird for me because I'm like a buck uh, seventy, and I can get the spring rate pretty close. I mean. Uh, you, you're trying what 105? Is that what you're working with? Uh, I'm I'm trying to get I'm trying to get it to like between 100 and 104, but the I know the manual says 110 for that millimeter for the sag. Yeah, so I wouldn't and go I, that I much. Get, I can only I can only get it down to 92. Ooh, man, that's, well, that's, that's what, and that's what they come in and it gets loose at that point. Wow, that's that's really odd for me. I don't. That sounds weird. I mean, that's with all your gear on too. I assume, correct? Yeah, and I have a buddy that just bought the exact same bike, and he weighs about I think one ninety, and he's having the same problem. It comes with a forty eight. Uh huh. Rear shock, and none of us up here. I think there's like three guys up here that I all know that have this new three fifty, and none of us can get it. I think the closest someone got was like one hundred three. Well, the the last. We just had a shootout, and that was involved in our shootout. We had riders ranged from a buck fifty, just like you, to over two hundred, and we all got within one hundred four to one hundred eight. So, am I okay? I mean, all I'm doing is just doing the standard sag measurement and loosening it up and twisting, twisting the shock. It's pretty, right. ba- it's pretty basic. Yeah, you can't really mess it up. Okay, like, I just want to make sure there's not something I'm messing who's, up with. Who's who's checking your sag? Uh, just one of my buddies. But what kind of meter do you have? What kind of sag deal you got? I'm just using measuring tape. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe they're not very good at math, but... Yeah, no, <laughs> so he, I, honest... he's, he's, he's pretty precise. It is a, I, I trust... I don't let everyone mess with that, but we're going to have, like, three or four of us, all different groups that are all having the same issue with this. Huh, yeah, so that's... them up this week. Yeah, that's that's random. I've never heard of that, and uh, okay, just well, and only reason I say it is because uh, we just had a crap ton of people ride that bike over the past two weeks, and yeah. that's never came up. So I honestly wouldn't know. Maybe you should try calling KTM's. Uh, I know they have a helpline. Oh, okay. I would look into that and see if you can maybe ask them. Okay. Well, do you have any other tips about the bike? As far I mean, it's a it's a it's a sweet bike. I just put a, a, a K, uh, FMS flip on on it. Yep. But I don't think it really needs much else. No, I mean, the uh, only thing I had was I thought it was just a little bit soft for me, and I'm 170, so um, maybe, like you said, if you need to respring it anyway, maybe do the front also because uh, it is, it'll is it be kind of divey. Yeah. Um, right. and, I, and, right. I, and I always ran it on a standard map. I know your ignition switch is right there, but for me, I think uh, running it on standard map was always the best for me. Racetech.com. Use the code, bro. Save yourself some money. I was Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will. I'll look it up. Right, I definitely it, use a factory uh, the KTM Parts Express. That's for sure. You use that? Yeah, use KTM Parts Express. Uh, Pulp MX 15 saves you 15% on those. Hey, but enjoy that bike. That's a fun bike, dude. Oh, no, I love it. It's just I have an issue with that. So I want to just get your input real quick. So thanks, guys. Thank you. 
Number one online source for genuine KTM parts and accessories. Derek's going to use KTMPartsExpress.com and show should you. Pulpamex 15 saves uh, 15%, 35 years of experience in motorcycle industry. They are here to serve you. Uh, at uh, And they have the uh, the aftermarket stuff, too, that KTM makes. What, what's that called? WP? No, the, the hard, parts? hard parts stuff yeah. they make it. What is it? What's it called? It's called hard parts. Uh, yeah, they got hard parts. All right. Uh, and fly, <laughs> flyracing.com is bringing you Adam Entenap in the studio. Uh, flyracing.com stuff's bitching. Uh, check them out. 2016 stuff. Yeah, 2016 stuff's out now. Do you have it? Are you in oh, it? Oh, yeah. Are you already you in know it? Okay. I've been in well, that I stuff. didn't know just because you're back riding. Maybe you didn't even bother getting it yet. You oh, know? yeah. Okay. You, I had to get it. Like, Everybody true, knows right? yeah. the fresh stuff right. makes do you, you feel when you faster. First, your first day back riding, do you get brand new gear to put it yourself in? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're always on top of that. Are you back on the Sector Boot program? Oh, you know oh, it. Oh, Sector Boots. I, I am the Sector you Boot. You are the Sector Boot athlete. You yes. are. I know. It's yeah. You still run an oppos, black and white, or just solid both feet white? Solid both feet. It just depends on the day. Okay. Do you wear the red or the blues? What do you mean? The ones that you painted. Oh, no, I can't wear those. <laughs> no, we're not allowed to speak hush, about hush. those. What? Huh? Well, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> what? Was it Max? Who was it? JT? JT was tripping. Yeah, he he's was. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's like, I didn't have painted his boots. We said, dude, don't do that. I, he's like, we had to re- literally remove them and give him another set of boots. <laughs> <laughs> they literally did, too. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to paint these. You know what I mean? Sick. They're red. I mean this in the, in the, in the best possible way. You're such an idiot. Why? What happened? Did <laughs> you, you see You know them? why? You know why? Did you see Because them? they don't sell them like that. So how can you do that? Dude, they want to sell the boots for people okay, seeing this, Adam Antonetti in them. Yes, of course. Of course. I understand that totally. Right. But... Okay, so what about this? Is kind of my my train of thought here. I'm looking at the track. I want to hear this train. Okay, I'm looking at the track. Choo, choo, choo. Okay, I'm looking at the track. I see all these Alpine Star riders with all their one-off boots. Right. Okay. Then I'm. You know what I mean? If you have just a black and a white boot, it's not really sticking out at Supercross. Okay. You have a red There's boot. Serious shit going on with those guys. You know what I mean? You're gonna see that thing from the stands. Right. But like, I wonder what that is. But they don't sell them. But you're going to be like, seven dudes, dudes has got this sick red boot on. I'm going to go to fly and look at this boot. Oh, wait, and they're they, like, they oh, oh, they don't have it red. They wah, could wah, come wah. out next year and I better get mine now because I'm working on getting these ones right. And then but I'm going to get I the gotta, ones next I got to have his back a little bit here. Flyracing. I just thought about this. By the way, so fly racing bringing you Adam at the nap. You bring, show. you track them. With the red, fly right? gear, best out there. Okay. Bro. And it's, then they look at the flyracing.com thing and they go, okay, I want a sector boot. Hey. I'll paint that son of a bitch just like Deuce Deuce did, and I still have him. Or, hold on, let's even get more into this. No, you guys are we not. Go, no. We go we, red can boot. We, can we not get into this? No, can we're we getting into on? it okay. because we got the red boot, right? Then they go to flyracing.com, and they're like, dude, where are those red boots at? So they're all over the whole website. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, dude, this gear is sick. They got this all red gear. They got this red helmet. Oh, I don't man. see these boots, but you know I'm going to get this gear because it's so sick. That's true. Selling that's, Mathis. Wow. Well, that's gonna... what Seven Deuce Deuce is thinking. Uh oh. Merchandise sales. That means we got to take over the show. <laughs> hey, Seven Deuce Deuce. No, we're gonna we're, gonna, we're, we're gonna call Max from Fly right now. Hold on, hold on. We're gonna call Max from Fly. I right got now. in trouble from Max. Right, I know, so we're gonna get I'm, it going. I'm gonna try to get you on the start, on, on the uh, on the right road here. Seven Deuce Deuce. What type of paint did you use? Spray paint? No, it was um flexible plastic paint. Oh, so the plastic dip. Yeah. That's smart. Max. Yo. Hey, it's Steve Mathis. You're live on the air. What's up? Oh, what's going on, guys? Hey, so we have seven deuce deuce in studio here. Okay. Oh, boy. 
<laughs> I'm trying to tell him that you cannot paint the sector boot, and he is upset. He thinks that red and blue paint is fine for his sector boots. No, I did not. You're totally taking that out of context. He is a little. No, I'm a lot. Yeah, Max, a, a lot Max, out of context. He is not, Max, he is not allowed Steve, to paint his boots. Max, right? don't believe okay. him. Max, he is, he not, is not allowed to paint the boots. <laughs> Thank you. I told you I got. I'm, I shut your mic off. I shut your mic off. <laughs> um, you, He's correct. not allowed to paint the boots because the whole point of us doing right. something with the boots is to sell the boot we have. So okay. no, we cannot paint the boots. See, you see that, Adam? Okay. I'm going to turn your mic on yeah, but unless wait. you start yelling. Okay. I'm going to turn back Talk on. Talk slowly. Okay. All right. Stop yelling. Give Talk your point, away. Adam. Give your point. What, what was your point? Keep your composure. I, I already <laughs> told you guys that I got in trouble from Max for this. I know, but you, you're trying to tell us that you, you think it's a still a good idea that Max was wrong. No, no, no. He didn't say that. Hold on. Whoa. Everybody calm down for a second. Tell him what you thought while you're writing. Let me, okay. no, I'm a neutral part here. Yeah. Let me explain, Max. <laughs> Thank okay. you. He painted his boots red, right? Because in Supercross, when you're in the stands, you can't see what the hell he's wearing, right? He's far away. So he's like, I'm going to paint my sector boots red. So they're like, oh, shit, Seven Deuce Deuce got some red boots on. I wonder what he's wearing. Oh, dang, they're Fly Sectors, and they're red. I'm going to go on flyracing.com and check it out. Oh, shit, there's no red boots there. What do I do? I want to buy a pair of white ones and paint the some bitches red. And there you go. You got a sold pair of boots. Is that what you're saying? And then not only that, they want the red gear to go with it no. and the red helmet. Uh, Max, I'm with you. These so guys here's, here's, the, here's the conflict. Okay. No one goes on flyracing.com and uh, says, oh, there's white ones. I'll paint them red. Thank you. They go on there and thank say, you. oh, I wonder what the red ones are. And then they call us and try to special order them. Thank you. And we have to tell them no. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Max. Okay, we already confirmed that this was a no-go anyway. I know. I just want to I just want to announce you, that. He was just trying to say where he was we coming did, from. We did confirm this, and Adam was very, very good about it. He wasn't upset. Right. He understood. Yes. I, I mean, it's I'm, not that I didn't. I actually have these so-called boots. On the shelf in my office. <laughs> will you please take a photo of them for us? I have them. I will take a photo tomorrow, and I will. Oh, those I will look send good. It. Okay, can we Instagram it if you send it? Of to course we can. Okay, all right. Just since it's on the uh, since it's on the show and now it's a huge discussion, of course we can. Yeah, no, <laughs> actually they look bad. They look good, right? Dude, do they not look good? Adam's got a photo of them on his phone here. Actually, they, they don't. Turned, look they did turn out pretty good, but unfortunately we don't sell them, so you can't wear them. How did you get the fly black? Did you? Is that a sharpie? Uh, it was. It took me about. Probably six hours. <laughs> Jesus. But he did put some serious Let me see it again. But, wow. but as a fly racing representative, okay. I support everything that fly does because they're the best gear company out there. As, as we've been going on and about this. Thank so. you. Max, uh, uh, huh. I don't know what you're doing, but thank you for taking the call and, and setting Adam straight once again. We appreciate <laughs> no it. No problem. Thanks, guys. Thanks, buddy. See you. Right. Let me see Talk those. You see you later. Uh, seven Deuce Deuce getting uh, Max from flyracing.com. <laughs> So, oh god, I love those. Don't guys. paint your fucking boots. I'm not okay, painting right, my boots. Okay. <laughs> Although those do look pretty good. <laughs> I will say, dude, that. I will say maybe you should do that for a side job because that looks pretty damn good. I, I will say I thought they'd look jankier. Did, when, so did yeah. I. Right when you were talking about painting your boots, I thought they looked. Something you don't know about Seven Deuce Deuce is he's very artistic, <laughs> for real. Subway rap, bro. Subway rap. Okay, all right, let's get the show back on the road here. Pulp and Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Um, Nelson Nelson made a joke of the MX2 class. McElrath went uh, 3-2. Aldrich rode great first moto and then crashed in the second. But I think what it shows us, like, okay, like no slam against Nelson and McElrath. They're great riders. They are nowhere. They're top ten. They're top ten well, guys. No, okay, they're top no. Ten. Nelson can Nilsen, win. A mo- Nelson's one moto. Nelson is a podium guy. Okay, on a good day. On a good day. Okay, but he worked everybody. What I'm saying is Geyser and Geyser. Geyser. Yes. Geyser. You sound I'm, like I'm Ern. Ups, I'm or ups, Irv. Irv. 
<laughs> I heard Irv was calling uh, Geyser Charlie Dude. Designs Honda. I was tweeting it out when he what was opening ceremonies. I was like, holy What did he do? What, fuck. Do you remember any? Just butchering every name so bad. Oh, it was horrible. It. Um, so uh, um, I think that, you know, Ustream moves the guys out. Once 23 years is the maximum you can be in that class. Then you have to move to 450s. And I think what we saw at Glen Helen, like, okay, I've been watching a lot of GPs this year, and they do look fast. Hurling's as fast as shit. Uh, those other guys look really great, but when they put them on Glen Helen, like look at look at Fabra, look at Caroli, Paulin and Wilson were pretty close. Like those top MXGP guys, they're close to our guys or mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. MX2, well better? No, no, no. You know? Yeah, yeah, I know what like, you're saying. They, they had like a 15 second dude, lead. They wasn't even close. I mean, Chris Aldridge, uh, you know, he made the podium at Hangtown or whatever. Or yeah, Glenn, but, but he, he, they were working these dudes. Yeah, but okay, okay. Give it for instance. Wasn't there some races this year where Jeremy Martin was like plus twenty or something like that? Yeah, he's he's had big gaps. I, I don't, you think, know. Yeah, I don't know about plus twenty, but yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying yeah, though. Like, yeah. how do you know that that just wasn't there? Okay, but was it Nelson's day, McElrath's day? I'm saying it day? was because when oh, you so put all three guys or just happened to be on. Yes, because no. when you put Nelson and you put McElrath on a track that they know like the back of their hand, and they're like, oh, look it, Webb's not here, yeah, none of the competition's here, and these guys are squids, they're going to go out and rail like they never rail before. Yeah, but dude, they worked them. Yeah, they did. Like, they worked them. Mm. There was a big, it was like a local race gap. I tried to defend them. <laughs> Whatever, well, they got well, smoked. Well, what I'm saying is, like, this rule about moving the guys out is ridiculous. Like, yeah. you know, what it does is just, just kicks them out of the class, and you end up with a bunch of kids. Jonas is 18. 17. Geyser is 19, 20? Yeah, 19. 19. So you end up with a bunch of kids, and they're not quite on the level, but they're kind of giving rides. I mean, these guys are on the level. Geyser, and, and, and they're on the level, Geyser. Yeah. I'll, I'll get that right at some point. But um, you end up with a bunch of kids, and, and we saw Nelson and McElrath, Aldrich. I mean, those guys worked them. Even Max Ancy, he was a little bit back, too. And yeah. Max rides really good. And Ancy's 22. He's an older dude, yeah. you know, or whatever. So... And just, it's, it's, another, it's another rule. It's another reason that that rule just just was it rules janky. Like getting him out of class, it's ridiculous. And there was obvious. There was uh, twenty four, twenty five, yeah, twenty five, yeah, MX two guys. guys, yeah, really, yeah, that's it. Wow, that's like local. Yeah, well, yeah. in Mexico last week they had eighteen MXGP or something. Yeah, the only reason I got some more because they had some uh, amateur two VDF guys out there too, like our our two VDF, you know, privateer guys racing. Wow. So. Um, wow. All right, let's get to the phone. Back to the phone lines. Jay, you there? Jay. Yes. What's up? Hey, What's up, bro? Um, just what you were just talking about. Um, the Ansi and uh, Guillo. It looked like though they both had pretty bad starts because those guys looked like they were flying. Now I wasn't there and I wasn't watching the lap time yeah. on TV when they were showing them. They looked like they were. Really fast. Like, I was well, impressed by both of those guys. Yeah, Guillard's first moto was impressive. He did get a bad start. He came from the back, for sure. Yeah, he was ripping. But second moto, he was right there, and those guys just left him. Yeah, I looked at the lap times, man, and they, uh, Nelson and those guys were like a second, a little over a second faster than Guillo, Geyser, Van Donick, all those dudes. Which, I mean, I'm not knocking those guys. They're awesome. But, like, our guys, like Nelson, McElrath, and Aldridge, especially McElrath and Aldridge, I mean, they're eighth to tenth place guys in our series. They'll be better, yeah. but, you know. And so, you know, 8th to 10th place guys, that's awesome. They're great riders. But they worked the best MX2 guys. Yeah. They worked them. 
So I was a little bit disappointed in the MX2 quality of dudes. So that's all. Like maybe this bodes well for Jeremy Martin next week. That's true. You know, I mean, he's got to go against Mushkan. You know, yeah, 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 I think you're right. Martin's gonna be do good. Honestly, though, like with the little stuff that's kind of been happening with Mushkan or Musk, whatever you want to call him, his brother. Yeah, Yeah. that's. I mean, dude, I don't. If my if that happened to my brother, I'd be like, no, yeah, I don't think I don't think Marvin's in a great state for sure. No, yeah. So, uh, all right, all right, uh, Jay, thanks, man. This, this is his is Michael Muscan is it is it paralyzation or is it chest down do we know uh, what it yeah, is yeah he's a quad from right quad. now yeah yeah oh, right now um, I mean it's only three weeks or a month so things you know could swell the swelling yeah, go down yeah at some point you know they they thought you know a lot of guys would be that way and then the, the swelling goes down they get some movement right. back you know but uh, it's not good it's not good so really bad deal for uh, Marvin Michael Muscan his brother of course um you know I mean he's a he's race International race after international race, you know what I mean? So, um, all right, hey, let's get to the uh, race tech email segment here. Racetech.com, uh, it's fantastic, uh, company suspension company. Um, uh, you know, it was out if you follow race tech on Instagram, mm. the 800 was out testing race tech today Ooh. with Vince Freeze oh, on yeah. a Honda, yeah. on a Honda, on a Honda. Tony, Tony, Mike, and Jeff are at the USGP. Also, yep. did you see him? Uh, I didn't see them, but I saw plenty of Jeff last weekend because I raced against him. So we battled it out. Jeff, where? Alessi. We had a went to Transworld race, local oh, race. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I saw. Yeah. So yeah, it was a good. It was good seeing Tony and Jeff. Is there. Jeff racing again? Is he going to try to make another comeback? Or yeah, Jeff's going to race Supercross. Oh, okay. So he's just start getting back into it and racing. Right, okay. So. Uh, race Tech, uh, official suspension of Vince Freeze, Michael Lessi. And uh, they they Race Tech, they specialize in personalized suspension setup using the gold valve technology, 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Besides the Alessi and Freeze, Cody Gilmer, Ben LeMay, Privateer Proven, Race Tech. Uh, they've also got their seminars coming up. Check racetech.com for that. And uh, they're hiring. They're hiring multiple suspension techs. Entry level and management level positions are available. Uh, all professions, positions include professional training and experiences required. So, um, uh, racetech.com, if you want to pass on, go email Chris R at racetech.com for one of those positions and uh, get in touch with them. A lot of guys in the pits that are big-time factory-level suspension dudes uh, once started at Racetech. So, here's a couple emails. Ah, Mr. Motocross sent this in. Dear Steve, could you please, please, please listen to the first 15 minutes of last week's show and tell me what you think. You had Tyler Bowers, Brandy, it's Brady, uh, Brady Bowers, Gabby Gibbs, and yourself. You're just Gabby Gibbs now. That's your name, Gabby Gabby Gibbs. Uh, And yourself talking over each other constantly. The first 15 minutes was quite a shit show. It even made me appreciate Jason Thomas, who sometimes makes me shake my head when he tries to sound cultured by saying words such as per se, nuance, cliche, and genre. What's up with that, bro? Anyway, I still love your show and will continue to listen regardless. Uh, Gibbs, or Gabby, we got a lot of, when we'll play the voicemails later, we got a lot of hatred for our show last week. Mm. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, th- I thought it's it was different. a good show. I mean, whatever, it's different. But I mean, I can understand a couple of parts where, like, I mean, the Diana Dahlgren interview with uh, yeah. with Brandy, you know, or Brady. Uh, I mean, it was it was good. There were some good points in it. I mean, there was a time where I was like, yeah, this isn't that. I mean, I don't think anyone's going to like this, but whatever. It's something else. But I didn't think it was as bad as it like people said it was. People said it was like horrendous, and I was like, well, yeah. Br- I, I thought Bowers was a good guest. I Brady mean, was cool. She was cool. I mean. She yeah, didn't say know. a whole lot. She I didn't talk uh, the entire time. I thought well, Diane, I've been a lover of Diane for a long time. Oh yeah. I listened to the show. I lost it for. Her. 
Yeah. That's really? how that's how bad I thought she was. Why? What do you mean? I never really I don't know her, so I'm like, like I don't like, know whatever. her either. I just yeah. always looked at her, I just looked at her what she looked like and Dude, I was But just the way like she presented song. herself, like it was almost conceited a little bit for me. I was like, I wasn't into it. And there was a big debate on Vinyl MX about the last week's show, too. Like, guys liking it and, lo- and hating it, you know? like I, th- really? I didn't, I didn't yeah. hate it. I thought the show was good. Yeah, I just yeah, thought, yeah, her yeah. Part, thought her part I, right. made me a little bit less Dude, fun. I don't know the you way know, you hit, just said she, Diana, too. She hit me up on Twitter to come on the show. Yeah, for what? I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. See, that's what's kind of shady right. for me. All right, Chris sent us in. I've been reading your articles over the last few days, and they are great. Interesting content and insight beyond magazines of the time. Published about the bikes. Keeps me reading all day long. Thank you for pulpamex.com. You can slap me or toss us in a shit can if you, if you like for, for what I'm about to say. I will only say that since the content is so damn fantastic that possibly some of the proofreading may have been overlooked, maybe on purpose, to keep from looking like guys who clamored to sit at the front of the school bus. Either way, if you're interested in having someone proof and possibly straighten out a few errant letters, I'd love to help out. Uh, Either way, I'm going to read this like I'm on a toilet after a Texas chili fest and enjoy the ride, Chris. Wow. Yeah, we. I mean, we're just busy, man. You know? It's busy. I mean, I agree, though. Our proofing could could use work. Proofreading, you know? Yeah. uh, All right. One Lug Larry sent this in. Question for you two jerkies. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Who do you think the next non-factory breakout rider will be, and who is the first fill-in rider you would take out of the currently available riders? I so, an Alex Martin, let's say. See how A-Mart, Amart broke through this year? Won a moto? Won a race overall? Who's going to be the next guy like that? It says non-factory. I would classify Alex Martin as non-factory, even though he's on the cycle yeah, skater team. You know? I would definitely. So, I'd say Alex Martin was the guy this year for sure. But okay, sure. so who's the next guy? That's, I gotta think about that. It's too. I can't think on that quick. I gotta really think about that. You know who who is um. I got my guy. Who is that? Is it Nick Webb? Adam fucking at the nap. There you go. Boom. Seven deuce deuce. Fuck yeah. Is that what you're really going with? Are you really being true right now? Does he need to win one Supercross and he'll never lose his speed again? Is that what I was about to say? Does this deal go through? <laughs> he said he would. Does this deal He'd go do through? It. Um, Tune the fans in on what we're talking about. No. No. no, no I can't do that. That was too much. Um, no, they'll love it. I think... Uh, All right, my no, show. I don't know. My I, show, I, I'll tell them. I think... Uh, I mean, Alex Martin's a good choice. Uh, off the top of my head, like... It's tough to think about. Too. Who's, you, know, you, know who's, who um, you know who I would have said? Huh. I would have said the Milestone Assassin two years ago on the Honda. It wasn't impressive last year. And then he comes out this year, and yeah. I know he got on the bike late and everything else. Yeah. But I kind of was like, Nick Schmidt, like, what happened to your like gnarliness, your fire? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but there's got to be another Milestone Assassin out there. Why can't it be you? Oh, it's going to be me. You're kind of known already, though. Yeah, I know, but I'm not factory. No, you're not. No, he's not breakout no. known. He's not breakout known. Yeah, no. I yeah, yeah, okay, got, who's the who's the first fill-in? It's too hard to know because we don't know where everybody's going. Like, right. so that's too tough to. Know. You know who I think is gonna do um, is gonna be good if he comes back is uh, who's 57 on a Honda rides a light bike, uh, Australian Jackson Richardson. Jackson Richardson. That kid is sick at Supercross. I think if one of those Geico uh, kids get hurt. Blew my mind right there. I think if one of those Geico you know kids who, get hurt, okay, you he's know, a good feeling. I'm biased, obviously. But um, he didn't race Supercross this year, but he raced some Nationals. Um, right. God damn it. Yeah, that guy. He's no. good. He's fast. Uh, uh, the Australian guy, the Timmy Ferry helps out. We had him on the show. Uh, why, why is it? What, what, Australian guy. Somebody in the chat room. Someone in the chat room. Jackson's an Australian. Yeah, guy. Jackson. Rich, that's what made me think of this guy. 
Um, oh, dude, total brain fart right now. He, Timmy Ferry. What's his number? Uh, he's a three-digit guy. Oh, okay. Hayden, Hayden Melross. Got it. Hayden Melross. Uh-huh. Uh, made some top 20s this year. <laughs> like, who's that? He's from Australia. <laughs> I don't know who that is either. Hey, he's from Australia. Red Dog's been helping him. Um, he's, I guess, and like, look, again, I'm biased because I'm Timmy. I talked to Timmy. I'm friends with Timmy. Timmy said, this guy's legit. Now, he broke his leg, so he couldn't race this year. But he also got, he's got a ton of money back at him. So he's got, like, support, mm-hmm. you know? This guy could do something next year. He could come out, Australian dude, and he could come out and, and you know? Yeah, I don't know. Hayden Melross. Don't know him. All right. Uh, all right, that has been the X-Brand Goggle, or the X-Brand, the Race Tech email segment, racetech.com. Uh, email them now. Privateer Proven, LeMay, Alessi, uh, Gilmore, Freeze, all running uh, Race Tech. And look, Kiefer, we always talk about this, but uh, get your oil changed. Yeah, that's the I mean, how many bushings, oil, how, seals. How many janky jerkies are out there with suspension that oil is just dirty as shit? Yeah, it's bad. And people your think are it's gone. got oil in it, so it should Blame. be fine. No, dirty. dirty oil is not good oil. Just get your oil changed, okay? Just do that. All right, uh, racetech.com. Uh, let's go to, we got a caller on the line here. Uh, let me see. Uh, Ronnie, what's going on, Ronnie? How are you? Good, how's it going? Good, thanks for calling the show. What's up? Hey, I just had a question. Um, you know what you should do to make some more money here, and we can support more of the privateers? I'm ready. Is you, you, okay. So you can have, like, three or four random callers or somebody that sends something in, whatever it may be, come and sit in on the show and charge them, you know, a couple hundred bucks to sit in there and hang out and check it out and live in the life of Steve for the night. Well, we've done that. We've had guys in oh. here. We've de- we've do we've don't they've donated to the Bassett Bassett Rescue Hound Bassett Rescue yeah. in Vegas. Yeah. Okay. Bassett Rescue. But I'm talking about privateers though. Well, no Bassett. I, I yeah. The fuck the dog. You know. Give it to the privateers, right? <laughs> I'd, I'd rather <laughs> have Bassett Hounds on internet. Yeah. No shit. Huh? <laughs> no. Um. No. Jeez. But but Ronnie, we did the jersey thing for a while. Remember that? We, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, we uh, we auctioned off a jersey, uh, and then whatever number it brought in, we matched it and gave it to a, a winner of a privateer poll. You won it, I think, one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lieb won it. Uh, we've given a bunch of guys a lot of money, thanks to the guys like Weimer and Reed and these other dudes to donate their jerseys. So, I mean, I still think that's still a good idea. I agree. I just wanted to at least throw it out there and. If you ever do it, I want to be the first one on the list. But, so. but Ronnie, Ronnie, I get this a lot. Like people want to who are in Vegas because Vegas is a popular spot to hang out and vacation. Yeah, people, but but I'm going to let you in on a little secret, Ronnie. This isn't <laughs> right outside the lines, Dan. This is actually my house. Yeah, that is actually a little. That would be kind of strange. So, anyway, like, what if Ronnie? What if you and your creepy buddies come in, <laughs> like you know, Pookie's like you're, you know where we live, Ransack like the like, place. Right. like it's a little. You got to be a little. A little sketchy. A little apprehensive. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure you're a good dude, and you're not weird and everything else, and you don't have a mustache or anything. But, like, I just, I just, I don't know. Like, I know we could do that more often. I turn guys down all the time just because yeah, it's our I, house, it. you know? That's true. Yeah, it's like having a Stapleton, you know, did a Stapleton come by. It'd be a little creepy, right? That's funny. That's actually really funny. I know him, so that's actually no, a good joke. I, hey, Stapleton's gunning for you for you the, the World Vets. Me? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, he told me this weekend he's gunning for you. Oh, God. Yeah, cool. Stapleton. Oh, um, no, thank, right on, thanks, guys. Ronnie. Thank right you. Right, have it. a good show, man. I'd like to. I mean, I wouldn't mind doing it. It's not a bad idea. Like, donate, come in, sit in on the show. Like, people would dig that, and then you get to, uh, you know, give the money to uh, a privateer, you know? But, but it is your house. It's kind of weird. Ah, yeah. What if we were, like, it'd be different if we were, like, in a studio, you know? Yeah. I don't know. That is yeah. definitely a little sketchy bringing somebody into your own house. I'll bring them to my house. I don't care. 
You will. Yeah, you, you've, yeah but you've dude, you'll throw glitter on them and all kinds of weird <laughs> You've invited Australians to your house to hang out, and Heather's made them lunch. Yeah, Aussies are cool people, man. Yeah. They yeah, are. But there's no murderers in Aussie. No, 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 no at all. <laughs> what about murderous dingoes eating babies? <laughs> yeah, right. I know. He's not inviting dingoes. Um, I think that uh, it's a little weird, but we could maybe do something. I don't know. I, I don't know what to say. Um, I know we got a full place for... Uh, um, Aren't you helping Stanky? Monster Cup. What? Aren't you helping Stanky for the Monster Cup or something? Yeah, we, I got to give him $500, and so does Jim Hawley. Okay. And Daniel Bear's got to give him money. Lobster Claw Boy. So he's running Lobster Claw Graphics? He's running Lobster Claw Graphics, Pumplebacks, and he's doing the Monster Cup on a 250 two-stroke. Nice. That's um, sick. I'm $500 poor. Just for yeah, calling him out. he's doing a two-stroke, dude. Yeah, I think for you'll... fucking being Lobster for, Claws. Yeah, just for I think, I think you'll That's live. That's the fee. You think I'll live? Yeah. Okay, I'll do, I'm going to take it out of Gibbs' pay. I don't pay. know if this means anything. but I'm going to take it out of Gabby uh, Gibbs' pay over there. Yeah, I don't know if this I'm means anything, but this is name. show 227, and yep. if you flip that. Seven deuce deuce. Dude. He's <laughs> trippy, bro. Blew my mind. Twilight, Twilight Zone. Twi- <laughs> Will we ever make it to seven, to seven deuce deuce show? Oh, yeah. I don't think we'll make and it And I'm going to be on there. Well, I, of course. Hey, um... If you were at the USGP this past weekend at Glen Helen, W. Wheels was there. Did you go see John? I didn't, I didn't see John. I no. didn't go see him. Either. He was over there a little bit. But the TLD guys, Jesse Nelson and McElroy, they used W for their wheel needs. Mm-hmm. And they went 1-2 this weekend. I don't think that's a coincidence. And uh, Roman Faber mm-hmm. uses Kite Wheels, um, which is the same hub that JGR uses, which they get from WUSA.com. Uh, what? You're killing it, bro. I feel like you're on these commercials. Wow, these guys are, are supporting us. Yep. We got to do it. Yeah, you're just yeah, doing well, so well. You used to have W. Look what you have, look what happened to you. What happened to him? Broke his wrist. Oh, I'm Ooh. kidding. I'm joking. Wow, Whoa, bro, that, that was rad. Rad. Hey, if it makes you feel if it makes you feel any better, my little brother uses W. I saw a dude with a '72 shirt this weekend though. In the pits. Did you? Yeah, rolling. That's what's up. Yeah, rolling. You know what I'm saying? And what about that guy on Twitter that said you jacked him out of a jersey from your show? Dude. I don't even know what happened there. That's just bad communication. Okay, well, take care. He's of it. getting it. Yeah, I got it. it. I, he messaged me. Um, you, uh, we're gonna get back. We're gonna take a commercial break now. We're gonna come back. I want to find out internet what is up with you uh, for next year. Canadian Arena Cross, maybe, maybe in the uh, works. Maybe a brand change. Maybe, maybe, maybe a team change. Maybe. I mean, sh- lots of shit <laughs> oh, going on. Man. And uh, we're welcoming back Seven Deuce Deuce in the studio. It's been too fucking long, and he's here, and we Way appreciate too it. Too long. And uh, Chris Kiefer from Dirt Rider Magazine. Now you brought Jason Thomas's notes. <laughs> from the 450 oh, shootout. Shit. So yeah. we, we will get to the. Should we wait till he's on the line or should we just get to him ahead of time? No, let's do it ahead of time because this right. is fun shit. And uh, <laughs> I think we're going to get a. JT's in France, but I think he's coming on later on. So Sweet. Dean, awesome. Dean Wilson's still to come up, Nick Way, and uh, Donnie Emler Jr. So stick around. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. 
I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at Fly Racing USA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. Next show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX show. Use coupon code PULPMX when Placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Blighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MFAB has you covered. MFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, MFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Nitro Circus is stoked to announce its greatest ever all-new arena tour coming to 25 North American cities this fall. It's the most extensive run that Nitro Circus has ever undertaken. Hot on the heels of Josh Sheehan's groundbreaking world first triple backflip on a motorbike, Nitro Circus Live's latest creation takes things to a whole new level. Starring 17-time X Games gold medalist Travis Pastrana, the tour will feature unbelievable new tricks, record-breaking feats, insane stunts and the craziest contraptions ever plus a whole new repertoire of daredevil fun in all there will be more than 10 world's first each never seen in the usa combined with a host of outrageous new contraptions launched from the jacked up bigger than ever nitro giganoramp this is truly a visual experience never seen before Tickets are available now, and fans looking for the ultimate Nitro Circus experience will want to get their hands on the all-new Nitro Club VIP package. 
Just $99 each plus applicable service fees. These exclusive passes include the best seats in the house as well as a chance to get up close and personal with Travis Pastrana and the stars of Nitro Circus during an exclusive Q&A session. Nitro Circus! How's it going? My name's Chris Laredo. Patrick Barker. Scott Lewis. My name's Ben Shearmeyer. I'm a mechanic for Jason Anderson. Weston Pikes mechanic. Wrench on the number 10, Justin Brighton. I work for Justin Marsh. We are running uh, Galfer. Galfer. Galfer brakes. Uh, the best thing, yeah, is like cut around Galfer. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno proven and made in the USA. Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's Unleash the power within. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www 
www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Schwartz? Andrew Schwartz? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. attention let's talk about wheels wusa based in orange county california the nation's leading supplier of high quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport they carry the top brands like talon kite did excel as well as galfer and brembo brakes all the w wheels are built by the same guys that build chad reed's wheels whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels w can get what you need Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels just because you paid. $500 per set of wheels. You're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. 
John Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know know these these bars bars can take the the abuse abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Moto Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimura Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PulpMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys.
back, everybody. Pop back show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Uh, super, super, hella underrated Van Halen song, Seven Deuce Deuce. Yep. Yep. Never was a single. Never came out as a single. Was just on the album, OU812. Never really done live much either. They only did it live on this tour. They didn't really, they never busted out. It's one of my favorite Halen songs, though. Wow. Wow. Cool I'm story. blown. I'm blown cool away. Cool story, bro. Cool story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Dean Wilson, Donnie Emler coming on. Jason Thomas will be on. Nick Way will be on. I, I love really, that I guy. I never really got a confirmation from Nick Way, but I hope he, I can't. The, gl the glitter is, do, do, do this, because the glitter is distracting me. Is it on your face? Yeah. No, it's not. It's good. It, but let me see. Tutu. He, he wore Heather's okay. tutu. I just can't help but look at you and just think like boobs are in your face with glitter or something. Like, yeah. You know what? Where were you before you got to my house? Where was Heather at? <laughs> what the fuck's going on oh, over here? Oh, jeez. Christ, what's the matter? She was supposed to, to tell you, dog. She's not. She wouldn't tell me. Stay around the care for anything. Ten nothing, Jeff. Just kill the pain. Gone on my brain. We see the man preaching the word of God. Ten nothing Jets. See, I, I don't really like this Van Halen. Really? Yeah. Oh God. I like dreams. Stop looking in. Be your own best friend. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, hey, RoostMX, RoostMX.net, great company, been in business for a long time, providing graphics uh, for all the bikes out there, trailer graphics, custom wraps. They got a PulpMX se section on the website also, RoostMX.net. Uh, Christina and the rest of the crew down there are hard at work. They've been on our show. They're the graphic company for us, PulpMX uh, section on their website, RoostMX.net. Let's give away a set of graphics. Let's do it. Uh, third caller. Third caller. Let's do that. Third caller wins a set of graphics from RoostMX.net. Mike, what's up, man? How are you? Uh, hey, how are you guys doing? Good. You like Van Halen? Uh, yes. Okay, fantastic. Carry on. What's he, up? He won't hang up on you. Uh, I was just wondering, everybody's always saying that American tracks are so much different than European tracks, and I was just wondering, what's the difference? Uh, the difference is really in the prep. Uh, the American guys, uh, we like to... We like to water the shit out of our tracks and rip them up, disc them up uh, big and deep, and uh, generally speaking, you use one tire, and it gets ruddy, and it gets gets kind of, it's almost perfectly prepped, and then it gets kind of rough and gnarly. Um, we got our winner already, everybody, so ca stop calling for the graphics. We got our winner. Um, and the European guys, they leave it alone. Like, this weekend, Kiefer, what do you think of Glenn? You've ridden Glen Helen 8,000 million times. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was a different prep. Yeah, the only thing they prepped was the starting straight. And even what's weird is I go there a lot, and Talladega never usually has a berm in it. It's yeah. always like a hard pack all the way across. And this weekend, there was one big berm around Talladega, which was weird. Wow. Yeah, and i never seen that. Yeah. So, And I, I showed up Sunday early, like 8.39, and everything else was still ruddy and had some mud in it just from being watered, mm -hmm. and that's all they did to it. Um, it. So it's a little bit different. They kind of leave the track alone a little bit. I remember, uh, Mike, I went to a GP in Germany years ago and i walked the track on saturday night with josh coppins uh after the qualifiers and everything else and, and we, him and i walked the track and i said to him like hey are they gonna prep this in the morning and he's like <laughs> no this is it and like they threw some water down and all that did was get in the ruts and make it like puddly Ugh. like they didn't touch it and like i remember one time mike when i was at yamaha we went to Glen helen uh to test and it wasn't prepped per yamaha's instructions right and chad reed went home 
Really? Chad went home. No shit. He said, nah, this sucks. This is dusty and rough. I'm out. Really? That's great. So, I mean, I'm not saying that to, like, say F Chad Reed. He's one of the greatest riders ever. But I'm saying, like, the, the attitude of the American guys are, you know, they're a little different because of these way. And you got to think, these top guys, they got compounds. They got man friends to water the shit out of their tracks. They got discs. They got disced up. You know, Here, Here's tracks. the deal, like, like sir. Yeah. What, what's your name again? I'm sorry. Mike. Mike. Mike, yeah. You look at the Florida tracks that the guys ride on their private tracks. They're dissed and ripped, right? It's a different kind of rough than what we have here. Like at Glen Helen, it's dry, hacked, square edge shit. When you go to like big national tracks, it's a different kind of of rough. The bumps will kind of like they're not concrete, you know. It's rough and square edgy and bumpy, but there's some give to the bumps here at Glen Helen. You know, once it's bumpy. And then it gets baked over time, over the whole day, and it gets watered. They don't move. It's like a concrete brick. Yeah, but there's a difference, too. Like, like okay. with Glen Helen, it's these little chatter kickers. Yeah. You know, out of everything, it's like uh, almost like a, like you were saying, it's like cupped reverse almost to a point at the end of the day. And, like, at some of the outdoor nationals I've done, it's like they're bigger. They're, like, twice the size, a little bit more rolled over. And just like you said, they have that give. Right. So yeah. it almost it almost makes, like, there, there's where some, you can jump it. Right. There's some dudes that race nationals. And Trey Kennard, if you want to go back, Mike, listen to the Indiana Pulp cast with uh, Trey Kennard. He was saying, like, why do we have to over-prep these tracks? They're watering and disking and, like, they're, you know, why you got to keep doing that? And there, and even McElrath and Nelson mentioned that to me this weekend. Like, our tracks are always just so perfect, and it kind of doesn't make the riders adjust to anything else, you know? So, right. Um, all right, Mike, thank you for calling in. All right, yeah, thanks, guys. Hey, you guys give anything away? Yeah, you just missed it. Yeah, you just missed it, bro. I'll give you a key for ink. Sure, you want one of those? Sure. All right, stay on the line. Uh, Gibbs will get your information. You want a key for ink T-shirt, and you'll actually send it on, like, yeah. the 70s twos. All right, see you. <laughs> oh, stay on the line. God, dude. Uh, Dell, what's up, man? Dell, you there? Yeah, I'm here. How's it going, guys? Good. What's up? Thanks for calling. Oh, thank you for uh, answering the call. Um, got a question. I've noticed uh, there's been a lot of hype around the new Yamahas, all the power they got and everything. Um, but I've seen they've had a couple mechanicals between Weston and Cooper. Uh, my question is, are these motors being built to the point where they're getting a little beyond any reliability? Well, I think that's with any high-end 250 or 454-stroke, 450 really. Um, without knowing what went wrong with these dudes, it's hard to say. You know why? Yeah. You la- why are you laughing? Because there's no there's no manufacturer that's Weston Pike proof. Yeah, really, right? <laughs> that bike's um, gonna break no. No, yeah, you could be right. No, Dell, it's hard to say. Like, I don't think there's any more problems on the Yamahas than the other brands. I really don't. They're all pushed yeah, to yeah. the limit, you know. Um, so it just there's a it's a there's they're all made to be a certain amount of time, right? So yeah, anything could happen. And as far as just a stock motorcycle, Yamaha is one of the better proven durability, you know, motors. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I just seen, you know, a couple of mechanicals this year out of them and Yeah. But there was just not a lot of publicity out of the other mechanicals well, you got, you know. Muscan, that's a big Muscan name. mechanical last mo, you know, second last race of the year, first right. moto. Um, yeah. you know, and I saw um let me try to think here. Oh, uh Savachi blew up once, I think. Yeah. So there's some yeah, there's some guys out there. Thanks, Dale. Yeah, it happens. Right yeah. on. Thanks, Thank guys. you, man. Uh, Antonap, uh, before we get Dean Wilson on here, coming on the show. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, Gibbs, we got a winner for the Roost stuff, Roost graphics? Yeah, we do. 
Oh, my bad. His what? name was. Oh, yeah, we do. His name was Carl. Oh, okay. Congratulations, yeah. Carl. RoostMX.net. Yeah, he was really Carl. About it. Carl wins the graphics. Hopefully, hopefully he picks the Roost, the Pulpamex ones, and not yeah, just those the are normal sick, Roost, dude. Roost Especially the red ones for the Honda. I'd like to get a pair of that on my bike. We can oh. get you probably a pair. You never asked. No, um, I have asked. Oh, you have? Yeah, maybe. Uh, I'm not sure. I've asked for a lot of shit. If you ask during the show, though, and it goes in one ear, not the other. You literally could probably go back and find out. Hey, so you. <laughs> we won't, though. You coming back. Teddy yep. Parks again? Oh, yeah. Teddy Parks uh-huh. experience? The Teddy Parks yep. experience? Yup. Okay. TBJ, Fly Racing. Perhaps Suzuki? Perhaps. Okay. It's in the works We're, right now. Yeah, because we saw Suzuki, like Nick Schmidt, Smith, uh, Nick Schmidt switched over. Mm-hmm. Colin Cunningham got a Suzuki. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teddy Parks Jr. was on him mm-hmm. normally, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so Suzuki's supporting Teddy Parks a little bit. Is that we're, what we're We're at? hoping okay. next year, uh-huh. yeah. We, we have a plan in the works. We're kind of trying to feel everything out and uh, You're okay get with it going. switching to Suzuki if um, it happens or... I love my Hondas. You've been on Honda for a while. I, I've been on Hondas um, yep. ever since my 80 days. You mm-hmm. know, uh, the Honda didn't even make a 60, so you know what I mean? I well, they did in 1984, but... Yeah, yeah, but not when I was on one, yeah. but I've been on a Honda since a CR80. I went to a, a YZ85 one year, and then I've been on Honda since. Right. So, you know, I do love my Hondas. I do favor my Hondas, but as a privateer, it's, it's really hard to, uh, you know, pay that price when you have... $10,000, you know what I mean? $15,000 yeah. worth of bikes that you need yep. to get every year. So and the uh, Suzuki deal might be parts and bikes and yeah, yeah, yeah. we're hoping. I mean, cool. as of right now, um, they're working on bikes, but uh, if anything else comes with it, we'll be stoked. And if it doesn't, you'll be in a Honda again? Yeah. Most likely? Yep. Um, uh, definitely my choice. And the uh, Future West Arena Crosses we saw, you did the whole series last year. Yep. Um, you still got glare on your face. And um, <laughs> I, it's just the light is shining off the glitter. It's permaglitter. Um, are you, you going to be ready for some of those? Are you going yeah. back? What's the, what's the I plan? think I'm going to race the last couple arena okay. crosses, which should be cool. It's going to be in uh, Chilliwack. Um, always love the crowd up there. They're just Dude, they lo- and they love the seven deuce too. Yeah, they do, and yep. and I appreciate everything and all the fans up there. Man, Canadians are just awesome. They're good. Thank I you. must say, thank you. They're they're a good group of me? people. Yeah, no, it does. It's no, on no, your no, good yeah, days. It it, on your good days. Some of my best buddies are Canadians. Right They're good people. Yeah, he, yeah. He, guys, got race two Canadian nationals. They, they just seem. I mean, no offense to. Americans, but they just seem like initially nicer. Thank you. Initially, that is me. You are you're kind of like the opposite, though. I feel like some you're Californiaized. You, <laughs> you are way <laughs> Californiaized. That's perfect. Just because I said you broke your wrist because you didn't use W wheels doesn't make me a dick. I, no, oh, wait, no, no, yes, it does. no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let's let's reverse that. But, this is why it makes you a dick. I said, Steve, your commercials are just on point today, uh-huh. and then you go. You broke your wrist because you ride ride bad wheels. Yeah, zero to nice. ten. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. Me. That's me, folks. That's uh, that's me. I know everything. Classy Steve Mathis. Mm-hmm. And I, t- you, hey, I tweeted this out yesterday. Um, I tweeted this out yesterday, but like Roger Harvey. No, like, I read that. Yeah, he's like a big boss at Honda. Like I don't know him that well, but I know him. Say hi, interviewed him and stuff. You know, he's a good guy. Yeah. But I like go over and I'm like, congratulations on the title, Roger. Like it's awesome. You know, Geyser, Geyser, won it. And he's like, I said, that's your first world title like in a long time. And he was like, yeah, first MX2 since like in 95. And he's been in charge of Honda forever, huh. racing Europe. And I'm like, who in the hell was picking riders all those years? <laughs> like, <laughs> wow, what a dick I am. 
like he laughed. Like we laughed together. Uh-huh. But like, why is that the first thing I say to a guy? Like, why? just awkward laugh though. I guarantee, dude. He's like, he's like, just thinking in his mind, this team manager guy, like, just like this guy's a because dick. I mean, you like, assume like you're having a good time, and it's just joke, you know? People... Well, yeah, it's jokey McJoke, but not everybody is jokey McJoke all the time, right. you know? I need to, I need to like. And too, I love how Steve just points out your fault as soon as he meets you. Yeah, wow. You know what brutally I mean? honest. It's like. Let's all have fun here, you know? Let's all have some laughs. I do. I love right? that. I, I mean, love that because people are just way not, too let's tense. Let's not take this seriously. We're not curing cancer here. We're racing dirt bikes. <laughs> oh, God. You know what I mean? Truth. But, uh, uh, yeah, no, I, I, th- I thought it was pretty, pretty fun. But when I walked away, I was like, God, Mathis, no wonder why people hate you. You shouldn't think that unless he had a, like, a weird look at you. But if he no, was he laughing. Laughed. No, yeah, he laughed. Exactly. He's a good guy. He's funny. But, uh, yeah, whatever. Um, so, RoosterMax.net, we gave away a set of graphics. Thanks to those guys. Uh, um, also, to... Um, 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 Kiefer Inc. with the shirt giveaway. That's there nice. you I go. Like Dean Wilson coming up. Nick Way, Donnie Emler Jr. Um, and Atlas Brace, atlasbrace.com. Dean Wilson wears an Atlas Brace. He'll be on the show here shortly. Uh, redesigned for 2015, impossibly light and small. Uh, they got the RV too, even Carbon One, all Carbon One. And uh, RV was there this weekend. Good Did you to talk see to him? Uh, kinda. Why? What's that mean? I saw him mm-hmm. and I walked by him and I hit him with the water bottle. I said, hey, what's up, jerky? And, like, I hadn't seen him for a long time. He looked at me, like, and didn't say a word, and then just kind of looked down. Really? Yeah. Is it weird? Well, and then I said to, I texted Mike, his old mechanic, said, what's up with RV? Did I do something? And then RV told him, that big dick never came by to see me. So I don't know what happened. Dude, I know what it was, dude. What? You lost so much weight, he didn't even recognize you. I've lost any weight. It looks like it. Ah. You look good. I put I lost up more when I was mountain biking. Now I put it back on. Some you didn't it. put it all on. Though, no, not all of it. Yeah, but, no, uh, you look good. But uh, maybe he's just fucking with you again. I don't know, dude. So I don't really know where I stand with RV. But AtlasBrace.com. Do you you don't wear an Atlas, do you? You need to. No, you should wear an Atlas. Mm, I'm good. Rad oh. wheels are pretty sick, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, jab, so, jab. so you uh, so looking like Teddy Parks on a Suzuki, maybe a Honda, maybe Suzuki. A couple rounds of arena cross for you, and then a one all of them. You're oh yeah. yeah, it's all every single uh, one. Your brother Tyler uh, tore his ACL, right? Yeah, his ACL got hey, surgery two weeks before the. Okay, J- crazy that you brought brought him up. He's online right now. Who? Tyler. Tyler. In Canap. Oh, hey, what did you say? In Canap. <laughs> I fucked that up. Internet. Internet. Uh, <clears throat> T-Dog. What's up? What's up, bro? We were just discussing you. That's pretty weird. It was really weird because I was like mid-typing. Yeah. And then you, like, I heard you guys talk about it. I was like, this is really uh, weird. So Tyler Internet is on the phone. Brother of Adam. What up? Yeah. What are yeah. you doing, Paul? I'm at the gym, actually. Really? Why are you on the phone? Yeah. How, how's Infinite Sorrow doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? He just looks like freaking... Uh, <laughs> The guy from Adam, oh no. Russell Brand yeah he looks a- like a- Russell Brand Aiden Aiden what is it I forget his name in the movie yeah uh, what get him it? to the Greek yeah yeah exactly Aiden Snow yeah all this all this snow all this snow what's up um, all this what's up all this African child African <laughs> child <laughs> oh god hey um no, yeah how's your knee bro how's everything it's good it's actually good I've been working with a trainer and just been training hard for the last six months and then been doing some testing with keeper and dirt rider so that's been fun putting some hours there and then you know finally getting my brother back last week so yeah you know everything's turning up looking good for next year yeah right now t-dog has has a seven deuce deuce covered 
Not covered. <laughs> not if it's not if it's under five laps. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kiefer, how was uh, Tyler at the shootout? How'd, how'd that go? Tyler was really good, man. I didn't have a lot of experience with him before, uh-huh. but uh, I mean, I've known him just from riding and stuff around Southern California. But he impressed me. He stuck around with me, and you know, doing a dirt rider 450 uh, shootout, you know, photo slash video day is a long day. A lot of sitting around waiting yeah. for the photographers and. He didn't bitch. He wanted to stick around and shoot more in the evening. He showed up on time. He did Just what he was supposed trooper. to do. Yeah. How yeah. are his form filling out skills? He has really great penmanship. Okay. Um, I'd love to get this dude filling out some forms. <laughs> dude, I'm <laughs> really good. Dudes. I'm really good. You should see some shit that I write, though. All caps. Bro, <laughs> this bike is killer. This bike is effed. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Who's gosh. the better penman? Who's got better, like? reading and writing Daddy. skills i do oh you do okay. really uh, okay. so it's better than, he has pretty good penmanship you should see, i'm like the spelling's not the greatest but his writing is good i'm actually i'm actually i'm actually pretty good at spelling uh-huh. um i'm really meticulous on that plus my chicks on top of me all the time mm-hmm. which i appreciate but um Glitter. my penmanship is actually very well i have like a little bit of artistic handwriting so uh-huh. it okay. looks really uh-huh. really nice. nice hey tyler uh, i guess you can't really tell us which bike you like the best because Kiefer wants to keep it, keep it on the down low but Shh. yeah what do you think of the testing that's all that riding and, and everything else like did, did okay you you ride a honda right yeah did it change your mind at all the, the riding all the bikes did, uh it did open my mind up a little bit yeah i mean all the bikes are so good now that they have like a good base to work with right so it kind of you know you add a motor here or you add suspension here you know they're all really really good it is true Kiefer. people say like you guys your magazine guys are full of shit because you say all the bikes are good well, but it's true here's the deal i'm gonna be straight up honest with y'all yeah the top three that i figured out this year were far better than any other bike oh really yeah oh okay so, and you threw the 350 in there too. Yeah, I did because when I wrote it, I thought it was that good to be involved, and okay. it didn't. It didn't get last. I tell you that. So, yeah. No, so, the 350. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Um, no, that's cool, man. Um, yeah. So your knees good? You feel good? You're strong? Like it's it's good? Yeah, yeah. No, everything's good. I haven't had any problems with it. Just uh, yeah. happy that I'm riding again. Oh, check this out. You want to hear another little story? Yeah. T Dog broke his <laughs> chain. Probably like a month ago. Okay. And was out cold. Got a gnarly concussion. Dude, we were in the hospital. He didn't even remember he had a chick. Like every five minutes he was like, yo, I'm back. And then he'd wake up again and be like, I'm back. <laughs> and then like, oh, I'm back. What does that even mean? That, dude, he yeah. was he, he got hit. like. Where was he, he back to? Though? What was he back to? That's jump what I'm saying. Did you hit a jump and broke the, break the chain? No, he swapped no, out. Rollers. Yeah, threw some rollers. And, he, uh. and the chain got locked up and freaking uh. threw him over the front and slapped his head. Luckily, everything was cool, but he just got a bad concussion. Uh. Tyler, are you on the sector boot program? Yeah, no, I am. Okay, don't paint them. We had Max on earlier. <laughs> oh, jeez. Don't don't paint them, dude. Ty, were those oh. not sick boots though? Hey, they were the kind. <laughs> they were the kind. Um, uh, well, hey, Tyler, thanks. Uh, we got to run with Dean Wilson here. Um, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But thanks for calling in for sure and get us, giving us an all update. So yeah, yeah, no, I I enjoy the show and everything. So thank you. you guys are doing a good job. Yeah, thanks. It's good to have Adam back in here. It's been too long. Our our listeners uh, miss him and his uh, style. Um, yeah, no, exactly. So uh, we'll have to get you in, though, for sure. Come on in with him. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Dueling yeah, it no, out. That'd be sick. Dueling it yeah. out. Antonap Brothers. Oh, you, I like can, that. you don't even want to know. All right, It'll thanks. Be sick. Maybe, like, 
maybe like an hour and a half of just me and Addie just talking. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> cool. Um, all right, thanks, Tyler. Thank you, man. All right, you guys have a good one. All right, see you, man. Bye. That uh, That's Tyler Antonab, Adam's brother. So he's uh, coming back from a torn ACL. Kid's, and, kid's crazy, too. He's yeah. super fast. Well, the, the, the rap on you two dudes, literally the rap, is he's a better outdoor guy than you. You're the better indoor guy. Yeah. Is that where we're, yeah, no, is totally that where we're, true. That where we're at? On yeah, this? no, he uh, he rides off the back a little bit more, which tends to uh, help out with the outdoor thing. He just holds it wide open, dude. The kid's gnarly. Like Supercross, we're trying to slow him down a little bit and uh, yep. and kind of get him over the front, maybe get him to turn a little bit more. But he uh, he he's a little bit different than me. He'll, he'll hold it pinned. Yeah. Sometimes I'll kind of like – I try to back it off and finesse it too much sometimes okay. where he'll just hold it wide open through it. <laughs> uh, he's going to do TPJ too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he'll be yep. on the program. Will it be on the Suzuki program or will it be on the Honda um, program? I'm do not sure know? yet. Okay. All right. Um, uh, coming up here still on the show, X-Brown Goggle Tear-Offs, uh, BTOsports.com, Gabby Gibbs, Gabby Gibbs, Gabby Gibbs. And um, uh, we, did the race, we did the race tech emails and we did the NFAB question of the day. Dean Wilson coming up shortly here, Emler and uh, Nick Way. God, I hope Nick Way is not in his in – his, um, He's working in the garage again. Garage again. <laughs> like, seriously. What's the over and under on that? Yo, bro, I'm changing the tire. What's up? Hey, I, t- I, s- <laughs> I mean, he will. You know why he'll be in the garage? Because I told him, don't be in the garage. Yeah. So he's going to be in the garage. I Naturally. said, hey, dude, can you just. Working you know, on my game out in the garage. What's yeah, up, Mathis? Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm staying ready so I don't got to be ready or whatever the fuck he says. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm ready no. since I, you know, whatever that saying is. Um, so, yeah, we're coming up with a slight delay for uh, Dean Wilson coming up here. So Josh Grant mm-hmm. goes, doesn't have a ride for next year, goes 3-1 at the race, second overall. Does that get him anything? Or does, do people just go, hey, it's Josh Grant at Glen Helen? Well, I think, first of all, they're going to say Josh Grant at Glen Helen. Yep. Um, but I also I think it helps him just in case if something falls through that he could be a guy that still could be there. Uh-huh. And like we've always said, JT says it, we all say it. He is fast. He's capable of running up the front, up you know, in the front yeah. pack. Yeah. Just not consistent. So, would you rather have a guy you know with speed that could be there from time to time, uh-huh. or have a guy that's not have the speed and just be there well, constantly in tenth to eleventh? One thing I learned this weekend. Um, I'm. I mean, it's rumored. It's not. I'm, I would stamp this. I would stamp this, but some people may not want to stamp it. But uh, Monster is coming back with the Yamaha on, on a team. So Factory Yamaha is coming back, everybody. Nice. Uh, Chad Reed will be on the team, Supercross only, on a Monster Yamaha. His teammate, I, from what I believe and what I hear, will be Bogle. But I hear also from pretty good sources they're looking to hire another guy. Because three dudes. Three dudes because Reed, they want two guys for outdoors, right? Is this Reed's last year? I don't think it. I mean, I don't think. Depends on how it goes. Huh. Like, I don't think he's stamping last year at all. Wow, I thought he was. No, okay. no. Um, I thought I, that's what I heard too. I think it depends on how he does. Yeah. If he wins, why wouldn't you keep going? Yeah, but right. it's up to Chad. He's no, like absolutely. He's like one of those things where it's like one year he'll be, eh. Next year he'll be like, brat on the gas. Well, dude, he won a race this year. I mean, let's not, you know, let's not. So anyway, so from getting back to Grant. I hear that Grant could be in the running for that third spot on yep. the Yamaha team, and I heard Chisholm could be back in. Oh, Yamaha's yeah. always liked Chis. He's always Chiz liked him. Chis so. is and like Chad's buddy, too, right. right? Yep. And also, too, who, generally speaking, Chis has had some serious injuries, but generally speaking, Chis is steady. Solid. Lines up. He's number 11. He, you know, he finishes 11th. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, he's a solid rider, solid guy, um, good third guy, like, you know, good second guy on the team or whatever. And he's nice. He's a good dude. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
yeah, so from what I hear, that's that's going to be a go with with uh, those Reedy. bikes are going to be so sick. Reedy and Jimmy Perry back reunited. Lars is Lars is back in as a mechanic. Nice, so, nice. Yeah, Sars will be there. I like Lars. Um, yeah, Lars is a good dude for sure. And I think there may be some more, a couple more two two guys that could go over. Nice. So keep the same guys, Dino Dan, all those guys over well, there. Well, yeah, you still have Dino Dan, Bob yeah. Oliver, yeah. Uh, you know, Jimmy Perry will be managing it, I think. I think they'd be Jimmy to manage it, right? Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, so that's that's the and good. using spring forks. No, he's on air. Why? He bought air forks for the Yamaha, bro. What? Oh, you should see my text with him. What is it? What is going on? <laughs> that's uh, what I said to him. I'm like, I said, what the fuck, bro? You spend six months bitching about air forks. You get a bike that has spring forks, and you buy air forks for it. That's Chad Reed for you. That is Chad Reed in a nutshell. Holy shit. And I think all he replied back was emojis of laughing and thumbs up. So Fuck. That, that, that is confusing. But that's Chad Reed. <sighs> that's what he does. That's, that doesn't even make any sense. I even remember the whole Dude. spiel of Chad Reed just bitching and bitching about no, that fuck. I, I know. I'm with you. So, all right. Let's get to our, our first guest of the, of the show besides Tyler Intonap and besides nice. Max from Fly. Uh, fourth overall <laughs> this weekend at the uh, USGP, uh, former 125 motocross champion, Dean Wilson. What's up, Dino? Hey, not much. How are you guys doing? Good. Can you explain something about Chad Reed? Because you know him well. So okay. he hates air forks, right? Uh, tweeted about yeah. it, said it in every interview, hates air forks, hate air forks, blah, blah, blah. He gets a Yamaha with a spring fork production, <laughs> and he buys air forks from KYB to put on this, on this Yamaha. Can you please explain what, why Chad Reed would do this? I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Dude. I've been at Chad plenty of times where he's passed each suspension. He's pretty, pretty happy with the spring fork. <laughs> right, and and then I, I said to him, "Why do you have air forks on your Yamaha?" And I, as I said, these guys, he just replied with a bunch of emojis of laughing. So I really don't know. Oh my god, <laughs> that's Dude. funny. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, Vortex Racing. You can bring in Dean Wilson on the show. Email uh, Jake at vortexracing.com. Forty percent off. Vortex Racing. Uh, also, before let's get to some other business. Atlas Brace, a big sponsor of our show, Dino, for a few years now, and you run the Atlas Neck Brace. Uh, you like it? You enjoy it? It's a new model. It's it's pretty light. It's pretty small. No, I really like it because last year I didn't wear one, mm-hmm. and then um, you know Atlas sent me up to wear one, and I tried a couple of different ones on, and. Um, the thing that's cool about that Atlas is you don't really feel like it's on, so that's what I really like about it. For yeah, sure. yeah, a lot. And like some guys are saying, like uh, you know, some of the other neck braces, they they actually stop them from seat bouncing things and things like that, you know. Um, but the it's Atlas kind of restrict you, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, hey, uh, fourth overall at the USGP, I thought it was pretty good. And something that Kiefer here brought up that I forgot about was your fastest lap in the second moto was like on the last lap, which is a, which is impressive because it was hot as balls, bro. So good job. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy with how some things went, but I'm still like not super happy because I, you know, I, did, I feel like I should have been on the podium. I've been working really hard since the last outdoor. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like I came in, did the fastest lap and or ten qualifying, so mm-hmm. like I was feeling good, and then it all went wrong when me doing just a bad move was in the qualifying race. I I, I uh, laid up on the outside of the box. Uh huh. That was the stupidest thing I ever could have done because why? How they had it set up? How they had it set up is where pretty much if you have first gate pick, you line up on the first gate, mm-hmm. and. 
that would have been fair because when you go to do your hot lap, everyone rides right in front of your gate. So it's packed in more. It's a straight shot to the first corner. But the, I like that outside gate because it had a good like line coming out of the gate. So I figured I'll get a good start and get a good drive out. Mm-hmm. But the thing that the GPs did that I really didn't like was they never they soaked the crap out of the first turn and they never um, like they, they never groomed it. So you got a 50 foot wide first turn and we're using about 10 feet now. We're using about 20 feet of the first turn yeah. that was dry. So yeah. So off the qualifying race, I didn't have a great start, and then I go into the mud on the outside, come out, and then like I crashed in the second turn because someone got squirrely and hit me. Yeah. And then I got 14 in my qualifying race, which put me on same thing back kind of to where I was on the <laughs> outside right. of like really good stars like Cooper and Nagel and you know Carulli and like. They're really good stars, so I was on the outside of them, and it was the same thing. I kept getting pushed into the mud in the first corner. Now, I just feel like they should have at least groomed the first corner, so it would have been... Because the whole time I've ever raced by hand, I've never seen first corner pilots, and there was two of them yeah. there this week. Well, I was telling Steve earlier, Dino, I've, we've been there many Thursdays. You know, I know. There was a freaking berm in, the, in Talladega that I've never seen ever, and everything else was just mud above that. Yeah, so I just don't, I think there was no need for like don't get me wrong I really enjoyed the weekend and, and the mm-hmm. track and stuff but they just over like for both races going down the hill it was like riding down a river honestly like <laughs> everyone's trying to break and then you see their wheels wash out and then they connect again and pull it together and they're just trying to make that inside rut and it's just like right kind of a nightmare so so anyways back to where I was yeah. Uh, uh, the outside on the starting gate was really bad. My start sucked. Yeah. And I kind of pretty much had to come from behind each time. And the second more, I put on a good charge at the end, which was made me feel good. So yeah. I had good speed, good endurance, just bad start. So I kind of – I really wanted to be on the podium. So I'm not fully content with my weekend, but right. I'm healthy and safe. And well, we, it was okay. Seven zero two five eight six pulp. You got a question for uh, Red Bull KTM's Dean Wilson. He's on the line. Brought to you by Vortex Racing. Yeah, it, it seemed like all day long you were in a battle coming up from Marvin, Paul Lynn. It was just, uh, it, it was just you working with those guys. Every moto it seemed like every lap it was just on. The battle was on. You guys were coming from the back. Yeah, it was it was tricky, but once I kind of got my groove, like in that second moto, then I had like a little. I had no one in front of me except, like, Cooper that was, like, mm-hmm. I don't know how far ahead, maybe 10 seconds, and then I just started pushing, and I started, in, like, closing in on him, and then, you know, by, and I passed Brobyshev, and I was right on Cooper last lap, but mm-hmm. yep. I, felt, I felt good, you know, I was just, like, hitting my marks, and, and uh, yeah, I was super hot and stuff. Dude, I, uh, it was gnarly. You know. Hey, and you don't get I any, you, you don't get any bonuses for that. You got nothing, right? Or did you get something? I got I, I raced my heart and I got zero dollars on the weekend, but just like old times, <laughs> dude. It's yeah, a hun- it was good for me. It's a good building for me, you know. So yeah, I'm, I mean, you don't have a whole season of racing under you, you know what I mean? But yeah, it's 115. You know, it's, all, and- it's all good. I raced REM the weekend before and made the money, so we're all good. I saw that. Yeah, I was REM. Did Jody give you some lines? Did Jody give you some lines? <laughs> He wrote good about me, so I was happy about that. You know, he wrote a nice little thing about me, so I think that's always a good positive. Oh, if you race REM, he loves you. 
Yeah, there's a, uh, it's I don't know an about that, dude. Oh, really? Unless you're an affiliated magazine, they don't like you. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can right. suck it. Um, yeah, and again, your fastest lap was on the last lap, or maybe second last, but it was. I thought it was last when I looked at it. Yeah, that was the last. Right, that's that's impressive because yeah, yeah, it's hot as balls, man. It's the end of the day. It tracks the roughest part, you know. Hey, I got a question. Yeah. How's your how's your arm pump doing? Well, to be honest, first move, I pumped up a little bit, but then I just like, actually, Anderson passed me, and I was, and I just kind of didn't fight with him. I just kind of like let him go. Well, he passed me, then I just followed his lines, and he had way better lines than me. And then once I kind of started following his lines, I like got in a like, good flow, you mm-hmm. know, where when you get a bad start and then you're riding in a mud race in 110 degrees, you're kind of like. I've pumped up because I'm trying to pass guys. I'm getting roasty. Like, I'm trying not to lose my front wheel down the big hill, the big yeah. river. Yeah. <laughs> so, the river. By the end of the race, I was good. Like, I was right behind. Yeah. Holding off in Cairoli, but I just, uh, yeah. When? So, but when? I, I don't know. I feel okay, you know. Like, yeah. I, I've been working hard, and it's starting to show. So, I'm, I'm happy that I'm starting to come back. It, you know, it makes me feel good. So the surgery that you had, it didn't completely get rid of your arm pump. It just kind of diminished it more? Well, yeah, it, it, it helped a little bit, but it wasn't necessarily arm pump surgery I had. It was carpal tunnel because I'd be riding a road bike. My hands would get numb. Even riding, my hands would get numb. So obviously it, it helped. You know, my hands don't go numb anymore, which is good. Right. But, I mean, I still did pump up a little bit. So, you know, I think it's more mental. You get a whole shot, ride your own lines breathe and I, I think you're good but when you're kind of back in the pack and you're panicking and you just want to get up front and then you're just overriding the bike and then that a tendency to pump up you know so um what across the nations this weekend uh simpson's okay i saw his instagram holy shit there's that gnarly injury on his back yeah but, oh, but Simps- yeah. simpson's okay and all that and then uh, anstey anstey wrote all right so you ready yeah i'm feeling good i think uh this weekend was good for me so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really excited to go in there and you know i'm it's kind of always a fun race, Tag Nations, because um, it's kind of like a team, you know, a team race where, like, you know, I'll, you know, you go out to the mechanics area and you you cheer on your teammates, and mm-hmm. you know, the teams just kind of flop back and forth on possessions every time they pass someone. So it's kind of exciting. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to it. I think we have a a strong team and um, it's going to be solid and get good starts and and try and race up front. When do you leave? I leave tomorrow from LAX. Oh, oh I leave Wednesday. I leave Wednesday, but you're gonna probably shake the bikes down, I guess, right? At some point. Yeah, I'd like to try and ride Thursday somewhere. I'm not sure right. where, but I definitely like to kind of. I could. Uh, Alpine Star always gives pretty cool boots, and I'm not somebody that can just throw on a set of boots and race. I definitely need to at least a ride in them. Yeah, so you got, right. Well, Antonap yeah. paints his sector boots. He could have just painted your your A stars <laughs> and be done with it because Antonap uh, paints his fly boots. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, 702-586-Pulp. You got a question for oh, Dean Wilson. It. Dino, um, yeah, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be France and USA and Great Britain uh, in some order. I've Belgium guys, you know, they they don't have a strong team. Uh, Stribos is hurt, the cells hurt. They don't have as strong of a team as they had in the past. Like I, you guys could win. I mean, it's it's going to be tough, I think. It's going to be a tight battle between the three the three countries I just listed. Yeah, you never know. I mean, you really do never know, you know. Someone right. could just fall in the first turn, someone could get hurt, whatever. But I think our main goal just needs to be on the podium. That's the first step because mm-hmm. we've been fourth, honestly, about 10 years in a row. So we need to uh, definitely be on the podium, and we're all capable of it. So yeah. just, uh, 
yeah, write our best and work good as a team, and I think it'll be good. You had you had third in the bag till Simpson's chain broke last year. Oh, that would hurt. That yeah, sucked. we yeah. lost to you Americans by one point. You Americans? I'm Canadian. Remember when you wrote for Canada? Okay, that was sorry. awesome. What year was yeah, that? I, I won the B final. Yeah, 2009. He won I the B final. Do you like on Instagram how I've got I've got I got the, the British flag, the Canadian flag, and the American flag just in the perfect order. Oh, I didn't know. Th- everybody happy. Oh, you I, know. I didn't notice. I need to go look. I like that. I like yeah, you. Yeah. Okay. It's been up there for like a while. So, oh yeah. You know, keeping ah. everything afloat. Everyone happy. <laughs> but Canada's not even going this year. Oh, don't get me started. Don't get me started. Oh, they didn't man. like what Galdi did. They didn't like what Galdi did uh, as and a manager. I'm going to stick up for Galdi because I think Galdi did a great job last year. Right? So do I. The best part was all the booze that he got us at the after party. He was good at that, too. <laughs> um, hey, so I don't know what's going on, but okay, so you're training with Alden Baker. You're not training with Alden Baker, but you're back in with Alden Baker. You're good to go. Now you're not in with Alden Baker, and Tyler Rattray said he's going to help you next year. God, I can't keep up with the Dean Wilson training program here. What is what is going yeah, on? Yeah, who knows? What is happening? Um, well, okay, well, we'll start from last year, 2014, the year I trained with Rhino, right? Uh-huh. Um, before that, I was speaking to Alden, and um, it ended up working out. Mm-hmm. So this year, while I was injured, you know, I spoke to Alden and I, I was going to get stuff organized. And it, it was actually KTM was going to do a deal with them. Right. It was going to be like a KTM deal. And so I just um, was kind of going back and forth with them for a little bit. And then I'll remember that's exactly what happened was uh, I was trying to just get plans organized and, and get, you know, just make a plan. and. Mm-hmm. He pulled me aside at Houston Supercross the night Dungey won his championship, and he told me that, hey, it's, it's, it's looking all good. You know, we're going to have to work out the details, but it's looking good, mate, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. So I got a house in Claremont, you know? Dude, you moved you move to Claremont. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. And then, um, yeah, I guess he just, the KTM deal, it didn't end up working out. Oh, so, and then he only wanted to keep his four riders, which I understand because, you know, yeah. five would be a, maybe a little too much, but I kind of got the short end of the stick on that. So <laughs> I kind of was just patient on it. And then um, I've always kind of spoke to Tyler about training, but mm-hmm. I, I never uh, didn't really know what his plans were for next year. I didn't know he was actually retiring and stuff. So then I got speaking to Tyler, and you know, Tyler's been someone that's been on Alvin's program for a you know, four or five years, and yep. he knows it well. Mm-hmm. But he's also someone that's been very, like, a hard worker. And and um, ever since I've been teammates with him, he's someone that I've looked up to in training and stuff because, you know, he's just, he's like a warrior. So yeah. he's, uh, I think it'll be good for him. And, you sure. know, it's me, Justin Nelson, Shane McElrath, um, Sean Cantrell. I think that's it so far. So yeah. it's actually a really good team, and I don't think there'll be any more guys. So. I'm looking forward to just having a healthy, good off season and coming to the season strong. Yeah, that's nobody needs to stay healthy more than you for sure. We have yet to see what you could really do, you know, and we're looking forward to it. I mean, yeah. your speed is there, and um, Rattray's good. Yeah, he's gnarly. He dropped that in the press conference. So I don't know if you knew knew that he did that, but he dropped that he's working. Oh, for did he? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, huh? Oh, I didn't know that because I thought you were on the Alden program. So when he dropped that, I'm like, huh? Mm. What? Yeah, I, I thought I was on it as well. So. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you moved to Claremont. Clearly, you did. <laughs> Clearly, I was. I'm, I live in Bayou. The thing that's fun, actually quite funny is that I live on the lake, 
and him and the team, uh, all the boys, they cycle past my house every <laughs> single morning. Like, literally every morning, they, they cycle past my house. Hey, guys. Hey. So, uh, I'm just going to lay, like, a bunch of tacks across the road. And just, like, probably, like, a half a mile down from my house, and then they'll get a flat right in front of my house. Like, oh, man, you got a spare table. Like, oh, sorry, boys, oh. I'm going. <laughs> You're like, I do have a spare. I'll just keep getting yeah. a suntan up here at my swimming pool. Well, I like Alden. I, I, you know, I definitely like him. I don't know what happened. That sucks, though. It does suck to move. And no, that's all right. Yeah. I honestly don't have anything against him. I, I just, yeah. It's all good. I mean, right. it's what it is. But do you really need a trainer? Like, you know what to do pretty much. You're pretty much self-motivated. What is it about having someone like Tyler or, you know, Alden? or anything? What What is it that you need as far as being at your level? I, I Honestly, for me, I've always... Being a hard worker, like a lot of people kind of think I skive off and whatnot, but I'm not afraid to train, and that's kind of my problem. And Tyler's kind of, I've kind of obviously I've sat down with Tyler and told him everything that I do, and he's like, dude, you do way too much. So what I need is guidance, you know, like I need, I need, you know, to spend a little bit Tyler. He will read all my heart rates and stuff like that, where I, I always kind of, you know, I, I do too much where I'm, I may be tired. Maybe that's why sometimes I'll get injured. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. You know, you think sometimes more is better where sometimes it's not. So yeah. that's just, I think having a trainer, it's having someone that's got, you're going to have a nice tidy schedule, you know, on your P's and Q's. And, yeah. and, um, and you know, that's what gives you confidence. Because, you know, look at Dundee training with Alvin. I think that he's, he's always been, he's been a champion already, but, Right. He's got that confidence now that he knows he's doing everything correct and he's unstoppable. So, you know, I think um, it can give you a lot of confidence knowing that your fitness is good and you're doing all the correct things where I've always, you know, sometimes kind of second-guess myself because, sure. you know, um, no. sometimes maybe I've done too much or whatever. Yeah, no, Dungey's come out and said, like, hey, I did the work, but I never – had a schedule and never knew in my heart if what I was doing was right. And Alden gave him that confidence, like, what I'm doing is right. Mm-hmm. And he said in some ways he was doing less than he was before. Yeah. Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah, he, yeah. I think he said on the show, he said well, the pop show? I don't even know, but maybe. But, yeah. So, yeah. you yeah. know, it's one of those things. And that's the thing. Like, all these guys, Dino, all these, they work their balls off. Yeah. Because that's what you're supposed to do, right? And yeah. the mentality yeah. is work harder, better on the weekend. Yeah. Well, that's not I remember, always the case. Like three years ago at the at the RV's championship party, there's a little party in Vegas, and Nick was Nick Way was asking Red Dog what he did like when he was training, and Nick was like blown away by how little Red Dog did. This was like Red Dog's last year or whatever, you know what I mean? Or, or maybe you know, he's already retired. And Timmy's like, no, I cycled like two days a week and I just rested. Right. And Nick was like, dude, I, I, I cycle every day. I'm grinding it out. I'm grinding <laughs> it out. I'm Nick Way. I grind it out. Exactly. And, you know, and, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's all about keeping fresh. Right. You know, tired or, I like keeping know, it fresh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I could tell the enduro cross. <laughs> Come on, man. Why you got to bring that shit up again? <laughs> oh, dude, it was classic. Chris Kiefer enduro cross experience. Oh, boy. Uh, I, it's so sad that, honestly, like, 
I knew I knew I knew a red Sephora on the back was Jersey, but I thought it was just someone wearing his gear. I really didn't think it was him. It wasn't me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it wasn't. oh man, uh, Dino, thank you for coming on, man. I appreciate you taking time. Uh, you're flying out tomorrow for Disney Nation, so I know you probably had a jam-packed schedule. But so, thank you for coming on. Fourth overall, um, like I said, fastest lap at the end of the race. So that's cool. Disney Nations this weekend. I think you guys should do well. Uh, so yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you, and I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Good luck, you. man. All right. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Red Bull KTM Dean Wilson brought to you by Vortex Racing. Uh, Yoshimura Suzuki, James Stewart, Blake Baggett used Vortex. Uh, Babbitt's Kawasaki used Vortex. 40% off. Email Jake at Vortex Racing. I mentioned the code PulpMX2015, VortexRacing.com. So, yeah. What, what do you use, Vortex? He yep. should. I do, actually. There you go. I just got a call from the guys. They'll be on Vortex next year. Oh, I think I gave right your here. number. Yeah. I think they asked you for your number. Super cool dudes, too. Yeah. They're Steve, awesome. Steve, the Jerry Maguire of motocross. Well, people see, uh, the, people see the Seven Deuce, too. So they're like, I want to be part of that program. I don't know what's up with this guy. He's super weird, but I want to be part of that program. <laughs> That's what they say. I don't know anything about this guy. He seems that very... could be exact words, hey, too. Yeah. Uh, people need to be more happy like Seven Deuce, too. So Absolutely. The world would be a better place. It I really agree. would. I, I agree. agree. The media needs to be happy. I'm just trying too. to fucking type at home. This guy keeps talking to me. I'm like, fuck it. I got to get happy. <laughs> Actually, I shouldn't, say that. I shouldn't say that. I go into Kiefer's house, dude. And he glitter just everywhere. Looks, glitter there's everywhere. glitter everywhere. He's <laughs> <laughs> just got like bags under his eyes. He's like, dude, fuck. I go, man, I got to type I this. I got room. like this like 20 page article. He's like, dude, what do I say about this bike right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, I wasn't even there. We sprinkled a little seven deuce deuce in the new door. <laughs> yeah, sure. The bike was sick, bro. Um, BTOsports.com, oh, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Hot Cams, Works Connection. Works Connection, bro. Oh, the best. Right? The best. Damn. Dude, have you seen their whole shot devices? Everyone uses them, so I've seen Duh. them. Yeah, they're great. Gosh. Atlas neck braces, FMF racing, uh, Donnie Emler Jr. coming up, W wheels, guts racing, two under. You weren't, did I get you two unders? I got them on right now. Sweet, they're fantastic with a Joey pouch. Oh, my goodness. Galfer brakes, uh, ktmpartsexpress.com, nitrocircus.com, too. Check out Nitro uh, coming to a, uh, an arena near you. They're opening up in D.C., and uh, it's a site to be seen for sure, nitrocircus.com. Check them out. They're on tour. Uh, we're going to give away some tickets probably next week to Nitro Circus, and um, fantastic. Jolene got jacked. She did? Yeah. What happened? Dude, she ate shit. She broke her elbow and, like, oh. broke a bunch of facial bones. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, she's pretty tore up. She's oh, in the man. hospital, but she'll make it out, but oh, it, was, yeah. it was pretty dirty. Wow. Nitro have you seen one of those? Huh? Have nitro you circus? seen one of those nitro circus things? They're nuts. Nuts, huh? Big wheels and coolers and inflatable ducks and triple backflips and, yeah. Inflatable ducks? Yeah, they take anything down to super ramp. Triple backflips? Yeah. Wow. Um, all right, take a commercial break here on the show. We'll be right back. Adam Entenap and Chris Kiefer, Donnie Emler Jr. coming up, Nick Way coming up, uh, Jason Thomas from France at some point. Wow. Uh, we got lots more coming on. G- Gabba Gibbs, and uh, thanks for listening. We'll be right back. Hey, guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. 
We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX. When placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, I definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And, uh... I guarantee you guys need some springs. You need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Vince Freeze uses Race Tech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Race Tech? Omaha Zone. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. They offer a full line of high performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves, of course, the world famous gold valves as well. Race Tech suspension. Check it out, bro. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MFAB has you covered. MFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, MFAB Nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. 
Nitro Circus is stoked to announce its greatest ever all-new arena tour coming to 25 North American cities this fall. It's the most extensive run that Nitro Circus has ever undertaken. Hot on the heels of Josh Sheehan's groundbreaking world first triple backflip on a motorbike, Nitro Circus Live's latest creation takes things to a whole new level. Starring 17-time X Games gold medalist Travis Pastrana, the tour will feature unbelievable new tricks, record-breaking feats, insane stunts, and the craziest contraptions ever, plus a whole new repertoire of daredevil fun. In all, there will be more than 10 world's first each never seen in the USA. Combined with a host of outrageous new contraptions launched from the jacked-up, bigger-than-ever Nitro Giganoramp, this is truly a visual experience never seen before. Tickets are available now, and fans looking for the ultimate Nitro Circus experience will want to get their hands on the all-new Nitro Club VIP package. Just $99 each plus applicable service fees, these exclusive passes include the best seats in the house as well as a chance to get up close and personal with Travis Pastrana and the stars of Nitro Circus during an exclusive Q&A session. Nitro Circus! The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within usually safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility notice how we said usually the all-new line of atlas braces are 20 percent lighter have three times more suspension in them maintain the much needed flexibility and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less the experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at Atlas Brace to find out new and exciting things all the time. From Atlas Brace, we thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. 
Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty and go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. KTMPartsExpress.com Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is... Factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075 T6 aluminum 
and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track.
back, everybody. Papa Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. Fly racing. Get to use the code Papa Mech to save yourself at BTOSports.com. So whatever you're ordering, BTOSports.com's got it for you. Chris Kiefer with the Allison Chains. Ah, such good stuff. Uh, Seven Deuce Deuce, next commercial is your music. So I'm looking forward to that brand new Pulp Mex rap that you've promised. Yep. You there? Maybe not. What? No. not on. Okay. No, nope. you should be on. Maybe it's DQ'd. I think a dog stepped on your mic, maybe. No, you're not there. Internet, Mike, DNF. Oh, you know what? Adam. What's up, Watson? You put the wrong headset on. See the headset in front of you? And now you put, <laughs> and now you put him down right on the mic. Oh. Uh, seven deuce deuce. Just put screen. your mic on. God. I said I'm usually pretty good oh, about my studio equipment. Welcome back. What's up? <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to that new Pulp Mech song you work on. Though. Yeah. How is the rapping coming? You, you've, you promised also to a Subway Part 2. Yeah, um, actually, I have a lot of rapping in the works. Um, I appreciate all the fans that bought Rip It, Ride It, Swerve. Um, Rip It, Ride It, Swerve. We we sold um, about 6,000 copies of Rip It, Ride It, Swerve, which is pretty cool. I I bought my new Ranger Danger with that. Um, Coming out with a new... What? Yeah, got a new Ranger Danger. How much did you take home from 6,000 copies of that? Pretty close to all of it. Well, how much was it Rip Ride Swerve? What do you mean? 99 cents? Take 73 cents home? Okay, 73 cents. I was going to say, yeah, yeah what, what, um, what, what were you taking home from it? So. Yeah, so uh, made made great money off that, which was That's cool. awesome. Good for all the fans supporting you. That's cool. Yeah, no, it was because it kind of kept me running. My uh, my old Ranger Danger blew up. Didn't hurt really. New, bought a new Ranger. Yeah. Kiefer from okay, Proceeds not, of the Rap. Not new. Well, yeah, they don't make them anymore. I don't uh-uh. think it's paid they off. They do not. But um, it's paid off, and it's getting me to the track every week. That's so, awesome. So I'm stoked. Uh, Davey Millsap's coming back this weekend for the USGP. Pretty good second moto. Rode well. Um, he was not ready to race outdoors. He hasn't raced outdoors forever. Mm-hmm. I, I made a joke that it's been since 89. He said it has not <laughs> been since 89. But um, what do you make of his performance? Uh, first moto was about where I thought he was be. Yeah, he was rough first moto. He, yeah, he, he was, he, so. No, no, he was 11th. Oh, okay. And then he went. He ended up 16th. Oh, or he so. did. Yeah, he, he, uh, he lost. He got pretty tired near the end there. Yeah, that's so. funny you say that because I was walking out, going to the truck, and uh, I saw him. I'm like, hey, man, good ride. Let it hang in. And he looked up at me like it was death. <laughs> like it was just like, fuck off, man. Just keep walking. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Shit. Um, uh, yeah, it's, that's funny. He, uh, but second moto, like he, like they told him beforehand, look, like you, we know you're tired. You know you haven't raced out there forever. Just take it as a practice. Like literally, like, like he didn't even try to get a good start, he said. Just kind of like let it go like, right. and just rode 30 minutes at what the pace he could ride at. Right. And by the end, he was picking some dudes off and he got 10th. Yeah, good. So like it was good. I mean, you know. Um, it's good to I, get us, you know, under your belt like a race. Yeah, and I think for Davey Millsaps, just finishing that weekend was good for him. You know, he's been off the bike for so long. And, yep. And getting on that new bike and uh, just racing outdoors again is a, probably just a huge leap. So yeah, yeah. finishing that race weekend was just a good confidence booster. Yeah, I think and, so, too. It's good to, good, everything. good to see. Um, uh, so, yeah, we'll see what happens with, with JG um, and uh, his ride going forward from here, if he gets that spot on the Yamaha team or not. Would you hire him? No. 
Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I like JG. Yeah. Don't people, get me wrong. People, but like, he's not a fan of me, and I get it. But I still I just have a hard time pulling the trigger on, on a – Yeah. Could I hire him for Glenn Helen only? No shit, right? Right. The Glenn Helen series. You may got a Glenn Helen series going on. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't Damn, know. that's harsh. Well, I mean, it's a harsh it's world. It's true, so. though. No, it is. Well, it's sad. It's like he'll be faster than I ever wanted to be. Oh, but just yeah. like you're getting hired on to, to win, right? And that's a tough thing. Well, not only that, I think, you know what I mean? We explained that earlier in the show. You got to be consistent. And Josh Grant is just so far from consistent. He's either, you know what I mean, third or he's like 23rd, you know? Yeah, well, and, and they need somebody that's up there all the time. I'd rather have Josh Grant in eighth to fifth every weekend yeah. than third and then 23rd and then her or whatever. Uh, and yeah. then her. Yeah. Remember 386 Josh Grant when he was a rookie? Yeah. Fuck, Sacramento. Just yeah. fire, dude. Yeah. 702-586-757. Pulp, uh, give us a call uh, if you want to talk some USGP or talk some motocross nations. I know our next guest wants to talk uh, motocross nations a little bit because uh, he and his uh, company is uh, are just killing it when it comes to Team USA. Uh, FMF Zone, Donnie Emler. What's up, Donnie? How are you? Howdy, folks. Thanks for coming on. I know. I'm stoked. I can't. I, I actually feel bad, though, because you guys tried to call me three times. <laughs> and I was like, who the hell is this 702 number just blowing me up right now when I'm, you know, yeah. trying to watch football? Right. No, football. I, I know. I apologize. And we're, we're, we got it on, too, also. And, uh, uh, of course, I bet on the Colts, so I'm looking great right now. Yeah, fantastic. So. Yeah. Yep. You look great. Yeah, so I apologize. Anyways, I'm stoked to be yeah. back on. So, no, what's hey. Up, you've... What's up, Deuce Deuce? What up? Um. Yeah, uh, Seven Deuce Deuce is an FMF uh, sponsored athlete. So. It's great. Um, oh, I love it. Um, oh boy! It's uh, hey, uh, but what I was saying when we were coming in, um, killing it with the uh, Team USA FMF exhaust on uh, on on the team. So that's awesome for you. You got to be stoked, and you got a video coming out with on Verb Moto Yamaha and FMF. You're making like a little docu series of it. So that's good. Yeah. Exactly. We're really excited. I mean, obviously, this is the first time uh, for FMF that all guys going have been um, FMF pipes mm-hmm. or athletes so, and Yamaha. So, you know, we thought, what, what better way? We need to really document this and then hype it up as much as possible. I know everyone's excited, you know, to see the, the, the Americans hopefully go over there and, and do some work. So we are documenting the whole thing. Our filmer left tonight, actually, with the JGR crew. So mm-hmm. he's filming on the flight filming the funky French food that, uh, that the guys will be eating <laughs> yeah. and, uh, you know, practice days before the race, all that kind of stuff. Um, we dropped a video today, kind of a teaser video yeah. of, uh, kind of just what goes into prepping the bikes and showing them getting crated up and shipping them off over overseas. So yeah, mm-hmm. we're excited. Uh, I did the, uh, motor consternations one year as a mechanic and, uh, it was a shit ton of work for these guys and there's no money in it for them. And, uh, it's an extra race and, and everybody there, like every team, every country, it's a lot of work, man. And, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's a great race to be part of, but geez, these yeah, guys work that, hard. Yeah. That's, you know, I had to learn too, because, you know, you know, kind of be on the outside looking in. You just think it's, you know, everyone, everything's paid for. They pay for you to go over there and stuff. Oh, no. And you're talking to the teams. It's like, you know, Star Racing has to come up with now an extra budget for not one, but two guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, and then the cost of shipping everything over. And, and so, you know, we, we try to help out as much as possible. And yep. uh, the, the crazy thing is when you are putting everything in those crates, you know, each rider has two bikes plus everything. They have to be documented down to, like, the T-handle. Yeah. So when that stuff goes through customs, um, you know, if, if one thing's not not on the customs form, I mean, it's it's bad news. I mean, it'll hold yep. up for for a day. 
I don't know if you, if you remember, Steve, but when uh, when the Italians came over for Bud's Creek, yeah, yeah, they uh, they put like salami and cheese and like wine in there and didn't and didn't uh, document it, and they and they got popped, and the, their bikes like barely made it to the race in time. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, it it is expensive. I think that when we went, the AMA like said, okay, hey guys, uh, thanks for racing. Uh, we're gonna give you like seven hundred dollars for a rider and a mechanic, and that's all you got. That's your that's what you got. Yeah. It was wow. something you're like, like super low. Like you're like, oh you're like, hey, what about this? I think McCarty told me at the time when we went in '03 that Yamaha had to lay out seven or eight grand out of their pockets just for one round. Yeah. yeah, just just think nowadays with the exchange rate. I mean, we're right. up a little bit better than it has been, but that's barely beer money right there. Yeah, yeah, really, right? Hey, what about the <laughs> the lower sound limits? Uh, how was that? Just an insert? Is that how you're going to meet that, or did you have to go pretty hard for R and D? To do that? No, actually, uh, you know, with the Supercross now, it's uh, it's all FIM sound. So, you know, we've been doing it all year with uh, with Supercross. You know, obviously, uh, I the motocross. Were, I, I thought they were still lower. No, no, oh. I think their post their post testing's a little lower. Okay, like I think we give like two dB on our posts okay. after a race, and then uh, I think theirs is just a dB. But yeah, as long as you know everything holds up mm-hmm. and, and we're we're good, and obviously we. Went uh, did all the sound stuff this weekend at the USGP with Cooper and uh, the rest of the guys. So yeah. we are we're good. Plus, we've been racing over there in in Europe, anyways, with the World Husqvarna guys. So yeah, we're we're up to speed. We're you got it car. handled. Um, also, yeah. too. Hey, congrats on Nelson McElrath on the FMF uh, KTM TLD team. Yeah, I mean that was the crazy thing. I mean, obviously, it's Glen Helens where these guys ride every Thursday. Mm-hmm. And I was actually blown away. I mean, every time I go to Europe, I'm, the, the speed that these guys have. Obviously, we saw it you know, earlier in the season with Villapoto and stuff. And, you know, and then with Seth coming over here and just learning the track yeah. to practice sessions and then going out there and, and stomping us, you know, it's, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. No. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you've been to enough races over there. You know what it's like. These guys haul ass. Like, Savachi and his mechanic came over to me after practice. They're like, dude, these guys haul ass, like, after the 450 guys. And I'm like, have you seen the Disnations right. lately? Have you yeah. seen these dudes? <laughs> like, yeah, they're good. Well, I mean – yeah, I mean it's it's kind of one of those things. Either their tracks over there are either like really hard pack, it seems like, or like really sandy, obviously, mm-hmm. like Wommel or or that new one in Aston. And you know we don't want to deal with them in the sand. We know that. Yep. So now we have to figure out how to how to beat them on the on the hard pack. So I think the guys should have been like testing out at like Elsinore and stuff like that. Instead <laughs> of them on. I know uh, <laughs> it does. It looks hard pack. Um, how's how's FMF doing in Europe? I mean, obviously when you go over there, look, you guys are American made. Everything's made over here. Uh, you know, you're proud of being the American company. You go over to Europe. There's geez. You think over here, you got some choices for exhaust. You add all the choices over here and then you add all the Euro right. companies. Um, how, how does you, how do you do in Europe? How, how's it going? Yeah. You know, it's definitely a market that that's, you know, where we, we want to grow in. Um, we've been doing really well over the past couple of years. Obviously, we're racing over there at the factory level, mm-hmm. which has been great. And now, you know, companies like Parts Europe or Parts Limited has now Parts Europe over there. So there's yep. really good distribution channels for us. Uh, before, it's just hard because you got so many different little countries. You know, it's like it's like every state having its own importer for FMF, you know. So it's like yep. Arizona would have their own importer and then Utah would have another guy. <laughs> right. So, you know, it's just really Trying, it's hard to try to get all these people together to make a collective effort to do a good job. So, mm-hmm. um, but now, yeah, it's growing, and you know, the good thing is people want the brand and, and they love you know American companies. They really look up to um, to everything that goes on over here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's good. I'm excited. I mean, it's uh, I'm really excited to go over to France. I leave on Wednesday night, and uh, it's just going to be it's going to be awesome because yeah. you know the Euro fans are are so passionate and. 
you know, I got my American flag packed already. I got well, a chainsaw. I hope they'll let me through the airport <laughs> with my chainsaw. Well, I was going to so, say, I could picture you showing up in American flag overalls and a big American, like, Dr. Seuss hat. <laughs> I could picture you now. Yeah, I think I need to work on my outfit a little bit because I definitely have to come prepared. Uh-huh. Uh, so I got I got like a day to do it. So yeah. I, won't, I won't let you guys down. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, it should be, should be interesting. Hey, um, so you guys got a new two-stroke silencer out. Um, I always call muffler silencer. Like we're always weird. And so someone said to me, have you seen the two stroke silencer? And I'm like, wait, that's a muffler. And they're like, no, it's a silencer. It's for two strokes. Uh, anyways. And, uh, I know Michael Sleater helped you develop it a little bit. And uh, I talked to some other guys that rode with it. Uh, tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. You know, so we, we consider a two stroke, a silencer, not a four right. stroke, a muffler, but, uh, yeah, you know, for, for us, obviously two strokes is, you know, what FMF started with and it's, a passion that we have we still ride them you know i have a ktm 300 so you know we're always just trying to you know one-up ourselves or come out with something new so we decided to uh come up with a, a new 2.1 exhaust system and uh basically it's a little bit bigger in diameter helps with uh with sound and, and more packing volume mm-hmm. um we really did it for to start it off for places like europe and people that want to ride and be quiet and uh, then we kind of turned it into more of a moto look and yeah. it's kind of a downsize of our it's exact replica of our 4.14 four-stroke exhaust just downsized in mm-hmm. diameter so yeah it's got a really cool look and uh we're we're excited about it guys you know like michael sleater who ride two strokes a lot helped us develop it and we're excited yeah the uh i was talking to uh I was talking to peyton a couple maybe a couple weeks ago and i said how's it like two-stroke pipe sales and he's like yeah, they're they're picking up, um, you know, like their old Honda stuff, and, and obviously the Yamaha and KTM are still making them. I guess you're the same way, right? Like this has been an inc- like from ten years ago, sales have got to be huge, hugely up. Yeah, I mean, we we never really let off. I mean, unfortunately, you know, the industry made a big switch to four strokes, uh-huh. but two strokes, as far as the off road community and like enduros and stuff like that, is so popular. And then you have companies like KTM and Yamaha that are still making two stroke stuff, so. You know, it's it's we love to make two stroke stuff, and yeah. it's, it's a lot easier um, once once you can develop a good power. Um, it's a lot easier to make them. So mm-hmm. yeah. the four stroke yeah. stuff just takes a lot longer. Um, but yeah, I mean the, the two stroke market's strong, and uh, we're we're just still cranking. I mean, we make stuff all the way back to 1986. So yeah. when you when you got a guy that has an old CR 500, I mean, we're still making a pipe for that guy's bike. So. I think that's the important part is we never really let off. And I think other people did mm-hmm. and uh, they kind of saw recently like, well, what are we doing? We got to, so yeah. I, I would say for, for a company like ProCircuit, probably seeing a, a pickup would be them actually getting bit more involved. Doing right. Yeah, doing more. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, I, I mean, it's definitely a smaller market than, than it was, but yeah. it's definitely picked back up. Well, I was, he was saying like, they don't let off and I've been around a little bit and I've, wrote a lot of stuff of fms and what's cool is they will make a running change like i've i've wrote stuff that's a little different and yeah. they will they will notice like hey we need to improve it in a certain area and they will make a running change in their mufflers which is cool it's just really rare because i've been around a lot yeah. of aftermarket muffler companies and it's rare for them to do that and they do so that that's pretty cool well, that's because big d is on the dyno 24 7 <laughs> he's like oh i found a, a quarter of a horse doing this yeah <laughs> I think, uh, you know, with, with us literally doing everything in house, we can make quick changes like that mm-hmm. where it's might, might be tough for other people. Cause like once you have something that works and someone's making it for you, then, you know, you can, it's hard to make that switch, but with us doing everything and with having so many different 
brands of race teams going out, uh, you know, on yeah. the on the track. We learn so much feedback. So if we're developing with with a star racing, you know, or a Husky, yeah. we're we're taking those changes that we're tweaking with the riders, and then we're putting that right back into production. So well, I was gonna um, I was gonna ask you, can you give us an example of of uh, of like something that you learned from the Rockstar guys or TLD guys that you put into production? Is there, I hate to put you on the spot, but was there an no, example no, yeah, of something? Actually, yeah, like what happened? I'll, give us an example. Yeah. I'll, I'll touch base on what Kiefer was just saying. Like he noticed, you know, an increase in the Yamaha pipe. Well, you know, early in the year we were, we were running our production pipe that we were selling was something that the guys really liked for say Supercross. And then we came up with something better that helped it even more with sound Mm -hmm. uh, as far as, you know, not having to cork it up so much. So it had less performance. So we found something that worked better and that sound still had great performance. And then as soon as we got that stuff in production, you know, we got one Kiefer and he's like, whoa, this is like <laughs> unbelievable night and day difference. So yeah. that's the type of stuff like we want to keep, you know, just keep improving. That's yeah. what we do. We're, we're an exhaust company. We're performance based. So we, we don't sleep. We just, uh, we eat, breathe and, you know, live performance. Yeah. I've been trying to get your dad to do like a podcast. It's going to be pretty hard to get him down to sit. <laughs> hey, dad, you got to sit down for an hour. <laughs> yeah, I keep promising you that we're going to get that done. So I know. I mean, your dad. I, I mean, uh, listen. I, you know, I don't want to blow it out of proportion, but your dad is American motocross. He really is. I mean, <laughs> oh, seriously, seriously, like it's it's uh, it's insane the things that he's been part of and been around. It's nuts. That I think is the coolest part for for my job. I mean, obviously, he's built an amazing brand, and and it's you know, I handle all the marketing, so you mm-hmm. know, it's really easy over the years that everything that he's built, that he's got his hands in, you know, he's, he's got his hands in the machines, the the equipment. So I think people see that like behind the company, there's actually something there. It's, yeah. it's not just a company. It's not just a brand. There's, you know, there's a family aspect, yeah. you know, we still ride. He's so passionate about it. You know, he's going to Disney nations. He was at the USGP both days this week. Yeah. So it's just, it's, you, you live it. I mean, just like all your listeners. I mean, we love it. We follow it every day. Yeah. We're looking online. We're, we're listening to pulp. You know, it's, it's, it's just one of those things that it's a sport that people are just addicted to. And, and that's him. Yeah. No, I, saw I, him. I was going through some old shit in my house the other day, cleaning up and I found an old contract. One of my very first sponsors was FMF. Oh yeah. And it was 1997. Oh, yeah. And I got 60% off muffler the oh, pipes. Dial. And I was so freaking stoked. I was like, dude, I'm in, I made it. I got 60% off. I'm going to buy like six pipes. <laughs> yeah. I want to have one for my <laughs> desert riding and for moto. This is, and- this is how, this is what Donnie's like. Donnie seniors. Like I was working for Birdwell in 97. Donnie, you were probably running around. I remember you when you were 15 or what, 14. Yeah. I'm working for Birdwell in 97. We go there to pick up pipes. Okay. And this is, he's national number 88. No one cares about uh-huh. Birdwell. Okay. <laughs> right. We go to pick up pipes and silencer. He's pulling the old location on Harbor down there. We get some pipes. Your dad comes out and goes, wait, wait, I, 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 got a, I got a pipe for you to try. I found something on the dyno, KX250, it's way better. You got to try this pipe. And, like, gave us this cone pipe. Sick. And, like, we're, I'm like, this is just Birdwell. But your dad, like, I, tell me what you think. Tell me what you think. And he runs away. And we're just like, wow, like, this guy's, like, yeah. just hardcore, oh. man. And see, you that know? kind of shit goes a long way. When you, you think that you're no one and someone treats you like that, oh, you're like, like holy crap. Well, we felt like factory riders. We're like, dude, so Donnie rad. Emler gave us this pipe to try. Like, you know, he was just excited because he had found something a little better. All right. So that's a classic story. I love it. I love thinking about that. Oh, that's so cool. I love hearing stories about that. I mean, obviously, you know, I haven't been around 
very long, but uh, just when people tell me stories of yeah. my dad, back, especially back in the day and how, you know, yeah. same, same type of thing. You know, my dad goes to work every single Saturday. So he was at, at the <laughs> shop Saturday, actually called him. I'm like, hey, it's so hot out here. We're running out of, of umbrellas already. So he's like, don't worry, I'll climb up in the rafters and I'll get more. So he's like, <laughs> Puffing umbrellas like for the track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so, it so funny. All right, let's get but, some, uh, let's get some phone calls here. Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, Josh has a header question, a KTM header question. Josh, welcome to the show. FMF Racing's Donnie Emler on the line. What's up? What's going? What's your question? Hey man. So uh, I forget where I heard this from. Uh, maybe it was actually Kiefer, but uh, on the newer KTMs, am I? Is there any advantage to going to a uh, you know, FMF header over the uh, stock one, or am I just, you know, other than the weight savings, or am I just better off, you know, going with a uh, 4.1 slip-on, um, you know, to try to save some money? I actually saw this on Ver- on uh, Vital on the forum, um, and we were going to post uh, a dyno chart just to kind of show you guys, uh, and we haven't had a chance yet, unfortunately. But, yeah, you know that the slip-on's great. I mean, you're going to notice... The, the KTM mufflers, um, that's probably the biggest improvement that, that we can gain out of, out of our system because the, the KTM mufflers are, are made for European sound. So they're a little bit more cl- plugged up, I should say. So definitely you're going to notice the biggest difference out of a, a slip-on putting the muffler on. But there is a lot of difference, especially on the 350 with our, our full system. Uh, 250, uh, it's good, but it's not as a, a huge of an improvement as a 350. So... I hope that kind of answers your question. And, and going off with little D said too, I, I've tried slip-ons and headpipes, and more than not, like when I put a slip-on on, I will get more bottom mid feeling better um, on the track, and then adding a headpipe will get me some more mid to top, um, and even sl- sometimes in some cases slightly some better over rev. So just depends, I guess, where you want your power. Yeah, and I yeah, guess for it sure depends on the rider as well. Mid. You know, what's that, Josh? Sorry. Yeah, look, I'm I'm definitely like Kiefer said. I'm looking for the more you know bottom to mid power you know gain. Well, yeah, I mean, I always I always tell people start off with a slip on and see what you think, and you know, and then from there, if you want to you know upgrade a little bit, there's definitely going to be some performance gains. It's not going to be as drastic as the the muffler. Um, so start there and and then see what you think. Cool. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for calling. All right. Very good. Thank you, guys. All right. See you later, uh, Nick. Welcome to the show. What's going on, man? Nick, what's your question? Hey, what's up, man? What's up? Just wanted to see if I can try to win a pipe. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> Shocking! Someone wants some free shit. Oh. Like you don't want to? You just you just want to play? Like you just want to try to win a pipe? That's it. Well, that's what I told your boy Gibbs. Oh, Nick. No, we're not going to do that. So we've, we've established something here on the show. I know we have. That's your fault, Donnie. I know it is. Yeah, it is. We'll get, we'll give him a t-shirt. How's how's that, Nick? T-shirt. It's not pie, yeah, but it's not bad. All right, stay on hold. Uh, all right, <laughs> Nick, Nick gets a T-shirt. Congratulations, Nick. I love how I love how you can give them anything for free and they're stoked. It takes some balls yeah. to call in and be like, "I just want to win a pipe." No, it doesn't. No, it no, does not. No. I would really? just, no. I would never do that. I would never do. No that. shame. <laughs> no, come yeah. on. No shame. Really, right? Hey, uh, Donnie. Uh, but uh, following you on uh, social media, uh, you're going to be a dad. That's a big Crazy. deal, dude. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Another- Another little Emler. I'm I'm really really excited. Obviously, uh, a lot of my friends are are having uh, kids right now, and yeah. so it's like like one of those weird things where everyone's like, "Oh, just wait, everyone's going to get married," and then <laughs> everyone's going to start having kids. I was like, "Yeah, yeah," and then all of a sudden, it's like, 
oh my god, this is my life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, so, Hammer, Hammer just Hammer's kid is uh, pretty young too, right? Yeah. Just, just delivered. Yeah. Too. So you know, we're just going to continue these uh, friendships. We're like, man, it, I saw that he was having a kid. I was like, oh my god, I, if I want to be friends with Hammer anymore, because he's only going to hang out with like parents. Right, I got right. to have a kid. I got to have a kid, right? Well, congratulations yeah. on that. That's awesome. Another. I was like, babe, can we, can we just buy one, or do we have to? <laughs> like, no, we have to have one. Hey, can okay. my my dad can make us one. Just, he, can, he can weld yeah, us it's one. It's easier just to rent one. Just yeah. like baby yeah, said, right? My dad can weld us up one, I think, in a second. It'd be titanium and everything. Hell yeah, that'd well, be sick. Um, not, hey, Steve, are you going to uh, MXON? Or I what? am, yeah. I leave, I leave Wednesday okay, cool. morning. So um, we, should, we should try to get that podcast going with Big D when, when we're there. Oh, yeah, we could do that. I mean, but again, I, I mean, but your dad, I need time. I need your dad. Yeah, I know, like, I know. <laughs> we got to we gotta make time, and, and if, we, if we can do it, we'll all be in the kind of same camp anyways. Right, so because uh, getting your dad to stop and sit down is hard. I worked for him in '98 at FF Honda. Like he's nuts. But, yeah, I'll be there so I can kind of, I can kind of facilitate <laughs> it, rein him in a little bit. Yeah. You know, like how like like actors and stuff they've got facilitators like all right, right, to be that guy. Uh, well, so, hey, hey, thank, uh, thank. Hold you. on, I got a question oh, for okay, you. Okay, sorry. All right. Yeah. I, I'm curious to know, like, when you decide to sponsor a race team, Supercross team, so forth, how much do the sales go up out there in you know the consumer land? for that particular motorcycle because it seems to me like once you know pro circuit gets on kawasaki a lot of people buy pro circuit pipes or fmf yamaha they buy fmf so do you notice a or big KTM, difference ktm and fmf is one like lockstep with each other right yeah, do, yeah. do you see a difference when you guys start doing that yeah but you know what i think it's i think people think like just because a company sponsors a race team that their sales are going to go through the roof and i don't think that's really the right approach i mean yeah you got to have a little bit of everything going on right i mean you mm -hmm. got to have a great product. You have to have great race teams. You know, we don't even have to have race teams that win. We just have to have good advocates of our product. And then, you know, it goes as far as like, we got to be at Loretta Lynn's. We got to be at all the amateur races. We got to, you know, there's so many different aspects that people just think, Oh, if I had a company, I'd just go sponsor this, put a mm -hmm. bunch of money into a, a race team that's winning and I'm going to sell a ton of product. And I, I don't think that way, unfortunately, because you know, it all comes down to yeah. you know, relationships with, with media and magazines. And there's so many different outlets and, off-road riding. I mean, there's so much different stuff that you have to do. So if I put all my eggs in one basket and just went supercross and motocross racing, I don't think FMF would be where we are today. Yeah, it's a good point. It's all kind of like hand in hand, right? You take one away and everything's going to struggle. It's kind of like a, you got to do this and this and this and this, right? Yeah. And it, yeah. it's taken a while, you know, just to figure that out, but you just got to do a little bit of here, like you said, just a little right. bit of everything. And it starts, you know, you have to have good marketing, I think, and obviously mm -hmm. good product and Next thing you know, you're you're in business. Yeah, and, it, it actually. Sorry, to interrupt you. It actually like works out pretty good because your dad's strength is not marketing. Your dad's strength is in the dyno room, right? So, and you you're creative. You're you're a free thinker. You you've got these unique ad campaigns, uh, and you've targeted these different demos, and you do these different sh things with FMF. And then your dad is the guy in the dyno room. Like it's a, you and him. That's a nice synergy there. Like because you know. You know, could your dad do this, the marketing? Probably not. You know, you're a younger dude and all that, so it just works out really good for FMF. Yeah, I mean, I think the cool part is that he, you know, he gives me freedom and to do be creative, like you said, and mm -hmm. have a different thinking mind. And I think a lot of people try to market their products. We try to do it a little different. We're more yeah. like image based and um, try to have just really good quality. And so it's exciting, yeah. and that's why we wanted to come on here and promote this new video series. So if everyone can go check it out at uh, vermoto.com or, or follow us at FMS73 on you know all the social media stuff, yeah. we're, we're going to be dropping 
three videos directly from the event. So we're going to be giving you guys pretty live time of, you know, behind the scenes action. So yeah, just ask everyone to follow it because we're trying to make something cool for you guys. It's like a little behind the scenes, something that you generally don't get to see. So uh, we'll be we'll be doing that and broadcasting live, and uh, okay. we'll uh, we'll keep you guys posted. Barsha just yelling in the camera. Barsha just scaring everybody, yelling at things. So that'll be interesting. I, I also think it's it's pretty bitching that you know they still support off road racing. Unlike you, Mathis, I like oh, off road racing. Stop it! Stop so, it. I think that's really cool, and that's a strong outlet for them is off-road racing. And also, it's cool to see Little D with, you know, I don't, you know, Caselli Foundation is still out there a lot. And for me, that's that hits home. So I think it's it's just a great company. He's a good dude. I think him being on board more, it really has enhanced FMF. So I think it's a it's a cool deal. Right on. Well, well said. Thank you guys very much, and thanks to Paul and all the listeners. I mean, you always have a blast and. Yeah. I apologize. I didn't, I didn't give a bunch of pipes away, but uh, <laughs> I think... Uh, Christmas. Yeah. Maybe we'll have you back on for Christmas. You can be Santa Donnie exactly. again. Um, Santa Ambler. Now, you've been... Uh, uh, the thing is, four years for you. You've been one of our first guys on the show and uh, always supported each and every year. So, uh, love that about you guys. Um, always um, always behind us on the Pulp Show here. So, it's awesome. Thank you, man. Yeah. The cool thing is you guys continue to grow and you can't yeah. do it without the, the people that support companies like yours and and uh companies like fmf so yeah. let's keep on keeping on yeah perfect thanks man we'll see you in france all right guys all right take care later donnie emler jr everybody good guy i've known that i've known that guy probably since hey, i was very very young as soon as i was saying it i forgot you switched from FMF. dude i was like what the fuck are you talking he used about? to yeah. run fmf yeah, no, I ran I FMF forgot. for a long, Yoshi, long, long, Yoshi. No, I know. <laughs> Yoshi's pretty good, Like, too, literally, but... as I was saying it, I'm like, wait, he doesn't use it. How do I back out of this? Well, and then I'm not going to burn the guy out. No, 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 it's my fault. Strike I, two, yeah. Mathis. I just remember you used FMF for a long time, and then you switched. So. No, and you know, and, and going back to that, you know, he was talking about his little factory dream with the sponsorship, and, and they were one of the first people that hooked me up with something sick. Yeah. I remember when I was at Lake Whitney, they gave me these pink FMF front fender stickers. Those are sick. And I still have a pair of those in my room to this day. And yeah. I just felt so factory. I mean, they're just. They were. I used them with uh, the PJ1 team. They were sponsored by FMF. Um, and Birdwell, of course, two years at Birdwell. Then I worked at FMF Honda in 98. Yeah. And then I. Uh, did we use They that? support big boards, too. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so I mean, those stories that I say, like about like Donnie running out with a with a cone pipe, that's God honest truth. He's, he yeah. found some horsepower and he wanted us to try it, and I'm like, but we're just Birdwell and me, like what? But he was just pumped. And dude. too, they're just it's good in general. Like I was at the amateur nationals and fully crunched a pipe, and they just gave me a brand new one. Oh, that rig, that support rig that used to be on the road. God, they went through some stuff because I was working for FMF Honda, and that thing would come back and park with us, and like I saw the boxes and boxes of. As shit that, that everybody ruined. Yeah. Dave Ty was running that thing for a bit. Oh, he was? That was maybe after that, though. Yeah, yeah I think that was after that. Um, let's get to uh, Kyle here. Kyle, what's going on? Thanks for listening to the show. What's happening? I don't know much. I was trying to call in for Donnie and oh. uh, tell him that a great place for uh, FMF to sponsor would be on internet radio shows. But uh, <laughs> I have something I want to want to go over from uh, last week's episode. Yep. And uh, for all months we've been going over the whole Gibbs, Lindsay Dungey thing. Yep. And your creeper status kind of went up when you asked uh, Deanna Dahlgren what the monster girls wear up their skirts. I think so, it's rad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that might have been a little creepy, but 
earlier, before we went on the air, Brady, Bowers' chick, was talking about what she was wearing uh, under her monster skirt. And so I was surprised that they have, they, they, it's built in. It's like, right. a, it's like well, a girdle? Everyone's interested, for sure, so, what's up there. So I know but. it sounded creepy, but like it was all a conversation where she brought it up earlier, and I was like, oh, really? Like, you don't just wear your panties under there? Like, not, you know, that's Bro, what I just Bro, come on, thought. you don't have any, you've never had sisters or anything, huh? No. Yeah, no, I mean, come on, we all know that. They're not just going to wear panties under a, uh, it's a, a two-inch skirt, It's a skirt, bro. I don't know. A two-inch boy one? shorts, they can wear boy shorts, right? I don't know. Yeah, but that's uh, underneath of a two-inch skirt. What if it's something skirt. we don't even know about, something, something we never even heard of? Like <laughs> See, old school. Keeper's <laughs> on to something now. But, uh, no, Kyle, you're right, it did, it did sound maybe that, that Tad uh, Gibbs creepish. Um, yeah, that, I literally cracked up out loud at mm-hmm. work, and... Uh, and I've waited all week, and I've told all my friends, you know, I'm going to call in, I'm going to tell them, you know, and give them a hard time. Yeah, no, it. I get it. I get it. Only because I'm telling you it came up before the show that Brady brought it up without me yeah, man, yeah, but, saying anything. Yeah, but you know what so. is creepy, Steve? What's really creepy? How you just take a photo of JMB without you, like, in the photo with him and, like, posting, like, oh, my God, look, yeah, I'm sitting next to JMB. Something creepy about that. That's it's a, a little creepy. That's a dude. What does like that if, have to do with anything? Because I'm not, I don't want to bang JMB. Like, you want to bang Lindsay Dungy. I just that want, doesn't have anything to do with taking JM, a photo of JMB. another person, dude. It's, <laughs> it's fucking JMB, man. Like, yeah. they don't get any greater who's, than who's JMB. Photo, then, oh, my oh, fuck. Oh, shit, dude. Dude, hey, dude, come on. Thing? Take the headphones. Can I say one other thing? Yep. Bounce. Okay. Uh, you need a ride home? My ultimate, my ultimate vision for the Pulp and Max show would be for you guys to have a show like Dave Despain's uh, on Mass TV where we could, you know, sit and watch the live I've been, yeah. I've been told I have a face for TV many times, so I hope that it comes true. I don't know about that, but you definitely have a product for it. They, uh, they filmed us. Hey, we, we did a pilot a couple years ago. I don't know if you were listening back then, but uh, no, I wasn't listening back then. Mav TV came up here with GoPros. And they gave us a little, they filmed our show, they, they cut it, and they, they presented it to the president of MAV-TV for a possible, like, one-hour pulp show with cameras. And it was immediately shut down. It, ne- it never got anywhere. I was telling everybody that I was going to buy a Lambo with my residual money. Wow. Um, I think it, it's, it's better over, I don't know, you can, like, interpret it how you want it. Like, I don't think it would be any better if we had cameras in here. I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, if you had a camera on Mathis's face sometimes where he hears what listeners say and then you just see that dumb look on his face, that would be funny, dude. It could be. Yeah. I mean, Mathis's faces sometimes are just ridiculous. We could count how many cups of coffee he has during yeah. the show. <laughs> I'm, I'm, deep, I'm deep in thought. All right, Kyle. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Radio, bro. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. All right, All right, with that, let's get to our next guest. Uh, we've been keeping on hold. He's been hearing this whole thing. Hot Cams, unleash the power within. Hotcamsinc.com. Check out a discount code. Uh, Hot Cams 2015 saves you 30% on Hot Cams. They get you the extra power you need. Uh, they are the leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts. Hot Cams. Uh, welcomes our next guest on the show. He's a regular on here, and we love having him on. V27. Boom. Nick Way. What's happening, boys? Nick, what up? Kyle said we should be on Mav TV. What do you think of that, Nick? I don't know. I mean, I guess it makes sense. It's not really on cable. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. Where is Mav TV? It's uh, it's on TV. Oh yeah, two fourteen. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I mean, I shouldn't say that because I do. 
I, I watch Map TV quite a bit, and well, it, and cool. I wish it was. I wish it was like a more popular network because they do have good coverage of the national production. Yeah, good on Lucas Oil. But good on need, Lucas Oil for for stepping up. Yeah, they, they need HD. It's bullshit without HD. They have HD on. Yeah, uh, oh my gosh, HD. they have it's HD so on uh, Directv. Directv has HD. No, Directv doesn't. Oh, I, no. I have Directv. Oh, because I used to have it on. Uh, I'm Dish. I used to have an HD. I, I, I lost it though. I think I think Dish has the HD map. And holy Jesus, is the is the it's not the cameras I've been told. It's the channel. No, no, it's the channel. Yeah, everything's yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. And then you get the NBC uh, broadcast. You're like, holy shit, I could see a rut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, uh, the track looks really good on Mav, and then it looks gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's uh, funny. Nick, welcome to the show. Thank you. You're at the USGP. Okay. So, walking around the USGP and checking things out, you went, by the way, you never brought me my water that I said, bring, bring me back a water. You never did. But um, what do you like about the GP setup? What would you take to a, to a U.S. national? Anything? Do you like? Is there something they did that that you liked, or something that they didn't do that you'd like? Like what? What about the different things that they do? Uh, I mean, there's quite a bit of stuff that's different. Uh, the, all the scaffolding and such is just really makes me want, would make me want to just invite a lot of friends. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> like you know, like it has like the second story to the mechanics area and that like. Uh huh. Honestly, there wasn't a lot of people up there. It would just make me like feel like I didn't invite enough friends to fill up my mechanics area. Every own little <laughs> VIP area and shit. Yeah, yeah. Everybody able get a smoke machine, little little stereo. <laughs> it did. I mean, I could speak for I could speak for everybody. I mean, if I had a full house above the pit board, I'm feeling like I'm. I'm probably going to try a little harder. Not that I wasn't already going 100, but right. I, mean, I feel like I feel like it's going to give me a little bit more mojo. Yeah, yeah. you might find that 101. And do you think the, the Americans should bring those giant pit boards over? Yes, <laughs> a humongous pit boards. Yes. I know. Well, Alexi had one a few years ago. Oh, he did, didn't he? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did. Remember that? Yeah, but I do. I do. I do like those because it's you know for someone like myself that may have a bit of ADD, it's a bit. It's a bit quick. It's a bit of a quick glance to really get much out of it. <laughs> May have a bit of ADD. Um, I like the wash base. I love the That's wash. That's badass. Like, hey, come, hey, big sponsor, come to the nationals. Help, check out my team. Um, check out the riders. Maybe dump some money into my program. Oh, I'm sorry, you just stepped in this muddy puddle that some jackass mechanic uh, made washing his bike. I hate that about the nationals. Like, I don't. You know, I I just think it's it makes it so cheeseball. Rivers running through the pits, mm-hmm. spectators like stepping over the mud. Like I, I don't understand these guys, and they do that in the GPS. There's a separate section. You go wheel your bike over there. You go wash over there. It's all all the mud stays over there. I like that. It's a good idea. We should bring that to America. I thought it was some sort of environmental deal, which I I understand, I guess, but not necessarily. I go on my own because you know, like, right, right. like anything anything goes out there, you can kind of just drop your own. Let it rip. <laughs> drop your drop oil. Dig that hole. Dig that hole, man. Dig Just that dig hole. a hole. Drop the oil. Put well, some in. Like let it right. rip. Yeah, but you're right. It does make. It does make. I didn't think of that, but you're right. The, the pits at the nationals are always muddy, and it's definitely from washing bikes next to the truck. Yeah, that, I mean that does make sense. I get it. Like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a guy walking around, like gonna go see people or running, doing goggle business or whatever. <laughs> Step in a big puddle of mud. Oh, hey, what's up? You know, I, I've been a victim of it, Steve. When I was a mechanic, washing my bike, you know, leaned over on a stand, and I think the people are getting a little too close to me, or I'm not happy with Tim Ferry's moto or whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna spray a little high. 
Yeah. I'm going to go, go away, people. Yeah. I'm going to spray them. Yep. And, um, you know. I, I spray high all the time. So, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, Kiefer. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think the oh, wash bays are shoot. terrific. I think the two-lane things are great, too. The the pit lanes are good. Yeah. A lot of people up there. Well, but. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was. I mean, I felt sorry for whoever was underneath us. I mean, it's kind of like, yeah, well, you're going to get on some bunk beds and Steve's going to be on the top. I mean, like, I'm probably not going to go on the bottom. <laughs> or, or how about just, like, it's open grading, so just sand and mud from your shoes. Just, hey, what's up? We're going to drop this on you. Drop this on your head right now, you know? Oh, or what man. if, like, I wanted to poop up there or pee? Whoa. Like, right, right, right down on those people below. I'm not Another saying, reason why you're not going on the top bunk. <laughs> I'm not saying I would. That was a little gnarly. I'm not saying I would. But yeah, but you thought about it, technically. I did. Hey, uh, Sinjin's online, too. He has a Jimmy Albertson question. Should we take it or make him wait? No, let's take it. He's always good. Sinjin, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Well, I have two questions. Okay. Not just Jimmy. What about Nick White question? Do you have a Nick White question? No, but he can chime in. Okay. Okay, so the first one, Grant. Where's Grant going to go for next season? I don't know. We were talking about that earlier. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Monster, um, Monster I Yamaha. To, I'm... There's a spot on this Yamaha team. They want I three. Bo- I heard. Bo- I could have sworn you tweeted Bogle was going to have that. Yeah, but I heard there's another spot. There could be another spot there. They need- Chad's only doing another supercross. Three. Chad's only doing supercross. They're going to need another guy for outdoors. Nick Way Racing. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So then now the more important question. As I heard recently, to my surprise, Jimmy's going to be riding 250s. Is this correct? Yeah, I, I didn't know that either, but I was told the same thing. I think he's an idiot. I don't know what he's what? doing. Okay, I don't know if I would go with idiot, but Kiefer and uh, Seven Deuce Deuce and Nick Way, what do you, what's your guys' take on that? Hell no. Maybe idiot was a little strong, but I would not do this. No. 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 Bad idea. You're making le- – the only way you could do it is if somehow he's getting some kind of Here. salary. Hey, I know why. Why? You remember before he got hurt? He was riding that 250F around at home. Was he? Oh, yeah. Okay. He was riding 250F, and he was like, dude, this is the most fun I've ever had in a long time. I remember that. Okay. So here's what I think. I did the same dumb move, too. I was like, dude, this bike is rad. It makes me want to go ride and have fun. You know who else made this move? Jason Thomas in 09. Right. Did not work. So I want to go race this thing. I'll probably kill it, you know, because it's 250F class. I'll, I'll probably do pretty good. So they, that's, his, that's what his thinking is. Is like, hey, I'm having fun. I can ride this thing good, and that's why I want to do it. Let me break uh, it down. Let me break it. Okay, hold on, Sinjin. Sinjin. Hey, Sinjin, Nick Way is going to break this down for you. Right, I want to break it down. All right, so you're Jimmy Albertson and you're Josh Hansen, right? You got, you got X amount of dollars for a race team. You want to spend all of it, or you want to spend half of it? I only want to spend half of it so I can keep the other half for my British wife. Boom. Well, you're racing eight times, you're racing 17 times. But you're more, more, more motor parts, though, and all more maintenance that end. Not a lot, but a little bit. Yeah, but you are making twice as much money in the 450 Thank class. you. You're also making I, totally actually get, more I, than I, twice. I totally, I totally get it. Yeah, way more than twice. I, yeah, way I more than twice. I get that. Sure, too. But I think so, so, wait, so you're getting, so you're getting, getting a couple hundred thousand. Sinjin, like stop, stop talking. Stop talking, Sinjin. Nick Way is talking. God. Say you're getting like two or three hundred thousand for sponsorship or whatever, right? Yeah, so then yeah. obviously it, it, it makes a big enough difference to where, all right, well, it makes a little bit more sense. Plus, I don't know, I don't, I don't know the severity of his injury that he has right now. Maybe he's thinking he won't be ready for January. I don't know. It never works for four fifty dudes dropping down. It doesn't usually work. Okay, let's try this right now. Okay, Ivan he Tedesco. Re- That's true. He is right. He went back down one championship. What? No, he never. 
No, he, he never. Yes, he did. No, he did not. Yeah, I thought he, he was a 450. He tried a 450. No. No, yeah, he no, did a he couple didn't. races. No, he didn't. He rode Yamaha Troy, and then he got picked up by Mitch Payton. Well, but you know who did? I swear he no, did. No, you know who did? Grant Langston. But he was also, Grant was riding a piece of shit KTM 250. Hey, so let's say Jimmy does it. Where does he go? Where does he finish? What I do don't think? know. I didn't just see the coast. I don't even know the coast. I, need... I, mean, I say to start 5 to 10. Oh, yeah. St. John yeah. says 5 to 10. I say what you do is you go, you pick a coast. If you're Jimmy, you fake a foot injury and ask AMA to go the other way if it's not a good one. <laughs> <laughs> this coast is too strong in A1. May I, may I ride east? <laughs> oh, I hurt my foot. I'm out. All right, you see, guys are well, hating on it, but maybe he wants a fresh Jimmy start, and he's going to kick ass. Fuck you guys. All right, see, see you, Sinjin. Thank you. I'll Hi, fight Sinjin. all of you. Hey. Sinjin went from angry to now defending Jimmy that we're, we're losers. I, I kind of think he was against the 250 idea. But then at the end, I think he was for it. I think at his, sure. at his point in career, just go where you have fun, man. Yeah. Dude, there's no money in 250s. None. Zero. Zero. Yeah. He's not making any money plus, now. Plus, I would assume plus I would assume Jimmy would ride both. He would probably ride 450 on opposite coast anyways, whatever. I, don't know. I think he, he has the potential of doing well. Right. We all remember Jason Thomas's drop down on the lights class. Nick, <laughs> Nick, are you coming back next year? Hell yeah, he is. I mean, I'm working on it. How's that Honda treating you? Uh, I've heard it a few times. All right. What are you just, just doing? Some, I was doing some testing for show. I had some new parts on the on the the work stuff or the air, the air stuff. Don't get him in trouble, Kiefer. I'm not. It was an open practice day. He's fine. Oh, it was? Yeah. Okay, all right. Don't, yeah. don't blow nothing out. I'm not blowing it out. I know better. The last thing we do is need, need Nick Way to not come on the show anymore. No, he's just, it was open practice, man. Okay. Yeah. yeah you got testing to do, Nick Way will do it. You got, <laughs> if you have testing to do, he will be there. Uh, he asked me about Solva Forks this weekend. He saw Solva Forks. He was like, what's those all about? <laughs> Sol- oh, Solva. I, I, I didn't know they were such a thing. I just thought that there was like maybe someone that... Did suspension named Solva. I don't know. <laughs> You're like, hey, could those get me a couple seconds? <laughs> uh, whatever, whatever it takes, right? Um, what was your biggest surprise from the USGP racing wise? What did you? What were you surprised with? Anything? I was surprised. I was surprised on how competitive this TM450 was. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no shit, right? Was, was it you who posted that picture? Yeah, dude. I'm looking at this bike and I'm like, there? dude. Does this thing move forward? <laughs> no, they're unique bikes, but they're, I mean, Tanalia killed it on a team. Dude, it was ripping. No, he, well, he wasn't there. I don't know, weekend, whoever was riding that yeah. wasn't that bad. I was like, holy no, shit. No, they've had some good no, riding. Like, no, honestly, like, because I asked Dean, like, when I got there, like, how's it going? I was, oh, I was pretty good. I rode good yesterday, but that qualifier, the big. Some Guanari guy, which is the guy who rides the TM, crashed in front of me or something. So I'm like, so you're telling me the TM hole shot you? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I mean, I guess. I'm like, right. Oh, God. That's a, that's no, the that, thing? That is something hard to admit right there. <laughs> TM worked me, worked me to the first turn. caught me on that hole. Oh, man. And then uh, when I went to the GP years ago, we had Coppins on an Aprilia. We had um, uh, Leoc on a TM. There was a Husky there, which they weren't even around then. Mm-hmm. KTM, the four Japanese bikes. I think uh, I might be missing one. Kajiva. No. Hooserberg. <laughs> there was no. I don't think there was a Hooserberg, but I might be missing another one. I was like, I love these GPs, man. It's, just, it's got everything here. Yeah. Coppins is on a twin cylinder Aprilia. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, I know it was pretty good. Um, yeah, someone in the chat room said Beta. I don't know. If Beta make moto bikes? They make uh, off-road bikes. Yeah. 
Oh, you know who makes make those two stroke bikes? You know a guy in a guy in Finland on a Sherco beat JT <laughs> in one moto. <laughs> no shit, a Sherco? No way. Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, beat JT. That's some impressive. guy. They uh, their KTM uh, suspension and motors, and then yep. uh, different their own frames and shit. Mm-hmm. So, Sax shocks. Wow. JT or Nick, what about a Sherco next year? Have you approached them at all? I don't know, but um, a lot like, oh, ten years ago or whatever. Husky posted like contingency, and it was a million dollars to win. <laughs> it literally was. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, because I said something to to Villa because we were like training together all the time at that point, and he was like, "Dude, I think if there's a couple mud races, I'll just race when it's muddy and it's be on. I'll just chill the rest of the time. <laughs> <laughs> just get some huskies. Just chill. Get a get a. Uh... Imagine that though, just." Throw a leg over a husky one weekend and just pull a mill. Travis Preston won. Yeah, I don't think it was a million dollars for his one thirty-five Supercross win, though. <laughs> hey, uh, Travis was over at my house last night for dinner, oh, and won? he was like, "Hey, you going to pull?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Who's on?" I'm like, "I don't know." He's like, "You know what? Tell Steve, man. Like, I'm not walking around. You know, no one knows me for what I've done. Everybody knows me from the fucking pulp show. He's like, that's <laughs> bullshit." Yeah, I like that. I like to hear that. I like to hear that. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, never mind his 135 Supercross Championship. It's, yep. it's pulp. Um, I'll never forget that pass on Sorby. Or was it the opposite? No, Sorby on him. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Sorby put him into the... I, yeah, yeah, that was so gnarly. I'll never forget Nick Way and Unadilla. What uh, happened? My front, my front flip. Yeah, that was dirty. That's good. Time. Wait, yeah, that was... Uh, Unadilla. Yeah. Go circuit. <laughs> That was that was not yeah, like, my little my little dude's pretty good at like uh writing my name now. So he gets on the computer and just straight to YouTube somehow and then he just <laughs> types in my name looking at videos. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Dad, you kidding me? You kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Did it look like someone put a broomstick in your spokes? <laughs> it really did. No, I rem- I remember exactly because I did I like I rode good that first moto and I think I came from the back and got like third or fourth or something. And at that point, it was like basically like where's Ricky? Like you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. Like it, it was kind of a free fall beyond him. And uh, I saw I was like maybe fourth or fifth on the start, and they had like the tabletop going into a corner at the end of the straightaway, and I wheelied the braking bumps before the tabletop. And when I wheelied the braking bumps, I was up, the bumps must have been bigger because I, well, I was kind of getting nuts because I jumped. A couple, it was like halfway through the first lap when I saw Ricky wasn't in front of me. I'm like, oh, it's on. <laughs> but wheelie, I wheelied these breaking bumps and it blew my feet off the peg. So I was kind of like laying on the, oh, the handlebars yeah. I took off the tabletop thing and it just like soaked up all my feet and just like ejected me front foot. Yeah, that was yeah, good. It was, it was a good one. Yeah, oh no my doubt. goodness. No doubt. Hey, uh, the and, seven I, d- and I vividly remember, I vividly remember like coming back through the pack and I got up to like fifth. Oh like yeah! After being like yeah. way, like, yeah, and but then I couldn't hold my head up anymore. As I had whiplash so bad, I fell back to like twelve or something. <laughs> I was like, I seriously faded after that. I, I and I remember hold. coming back, and my crossbar pad was all bent. And like the next couple of days after, I couldn't even pick my head up. Like, right. <laughs> Dude, you know, serious when you got a commercial before your YouTube. Oh, is it on YouTube? Just the crash. It's got the commercial before oh, it too. Crash only. Michael Craig's leading. Oh, Mike Craig! Oh, Mike Craig! Mike Craig got a cheater bike. Oh, 
<laughs> shit. I didn't think it was that big. Oh, it's big. Uh, Google Nick. What's, what'd you Google? Nick Way Unidilocrash. Okay, yeah, there you go. Oh, my Dude, that God. was big, Nick. That, that was, was so hey, when I, like, I remember. I remember when I, when I came back, like, when I flipped around and was like, I, I'm back in the air, so, like, you can kind of see where you're at. I was yeah. like, you got to be shitting me. I am so high right now. I'm dead. <laughs> Watch so- this. Watch on the right, Steve. Yeah. No, I... Uh, JT right in front of you. Oh, was that JT in front of you? Yeah, JT on the Yamaha 39, I think. Yeah, how, yeah, yeah. how about the guy next to him just looking up? He doesn't even <laughs> look at the fucking track. The guy's just looking yeah, up. Yeah, no, I, I thought someone stuck a, a broomstick in your spokes. I remember going, oh, my God. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then you came back and Mitch said, why didn't you Why didn't you finish? Or why, why didn't you, uh, why'd you fade? Mitch was like, I don't know, bro. Probably. <laughs> yeah, like slow-mo. Probably, right? Um uh, what else? Uh, Motocross Nations this weekend? What are you thinking? I don't know. I've, I've seen that track before. It doesn't yep. look like it'd be super fun, that's for sure. No, not really, right? Oh, yeah. man. I just hope everybody's bike, just, nobody's bike blows up before that drop-off thing. <laughs> I know, really, right? Stop looking at the crowd. Yeah, I'm done. Focus on Dude, the Dude, it was in slow-mo, too. <laughs> So uh, gnarly. Like that part when he's in slow-mo and he's just looking straight down at the ground. That's uh, right. Hey, Nick, oh, uh, Seven Deuce Deuce might, might be riding yellow next year. He's, he's on the fence. Could be on yellow. Why Why the switch? Uh, just because um, free bikes, honestly. We can, get some, we can get some real talk right now. So it's you're going to get some help from or So the privateer the journey, te- you can get Yes. You can get help from Suzuki. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, they're going to step up. Supposedly. Suzuki. And isn't there a 250F Suzuki team from somebody? Mm. Dirt Candy, right? I'm Get, not sure. I think getting bikes. Suzuki, bro. Yep. Suzuki seems to be stepping up this year. Doesn't Suzuki oh. seem like a too small of a bike key for, for 70s, too? So aren't they kind well, of? Well, so is a Honda, though. Yeah, Honda is, too. That's true. Yeah, but what bike is big enough for the 70s, too? Well, I the Honda's asked. way smaller than the, than the Suzuki. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Suzuki's bigger. Yeah. Oh, Honda's okay. like the smallest feeling bike. Um, a little birdie told me he had McGrath covered, dude, at the Cowie intro. I heard, uh, he, yeah, I heard that you were getting under his skin because you had a better lap time. And he had to go out and like try to beat your lap time. Oh, I just saw um, the one, the Team Green truck driver who I've known forever. He drove one of the trucks out, and he was like in charge of working on McGrath's bike. And I, they were always doing lap times. I'm like, what are these guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, so like- I, so I threw one. I threw one down, and then. Yeah, because we had we had to shoot a cover with him. He was supposed to shoot a cover, right? Well, he was yeah. telling the guy, was telling our photographer, he's like, "No, no, I can't go yet. I got to try to beat Nick's a second, a little over a second, better than me. I got to get it down." Dude, I mean, honestly, I mean, look, I love the king, but uh, Jeremy's forty-five years old. You, yeah, no. Did he Nick really Way, Nick think Way, he was going to beat Nick? Nick, Way? Nick Way was top tenning Supercrosses last year, so uh, yeah, I like McGrath. I like Nick to beat McGrath. Yeah, I, right. I, yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't think that's a big surprise. It's still impressive, though. It doesn't matter when you say you can be faster than McGrath any time. It don't matter. Yeah, I guess. But I true mean, story. Yeah, it's Nick Way. We're I mean, about. I mean, he might have been. He might have been uh, spicing it, talking about one second. <laughs> I uh, I'm kind of thinking so too. He he. I had to write something today for him about McGrath, and uh, yeah, that's a good guy, man. Guy, he's a good. Dude. He's a good oh, dude. He's a super good dude. And I and I honestly, I listened to the, the Slink thing with with Watson. Yep. And obviously, Slink has a lot of negativity going in some areas. <laughs> Clearly, right. And and dude, it's so it's so like you can't find one person, not one person, who has something bad to say about the guy. No, no. 
McGrath, you mean? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, the guy. I mean, McGrath. Because Slink was basically like, dude, I, I like, like gave my, I, all the effort in my body, mentally, everything to try to beat the dude, and I couldn't muster it, and I really wanted to just hate him. And just smash him into the stand and then win. Yeah, but I just couldn't because he was just too nice a dude. Yeah, that's coming from Mr. Negative, Brian Swink. Well, um, I was. I mean, that's what, that's what I picked up from it, dude. I was I working. Mean, it's just, it's just cool I was working for Ty Birdwell, and I'd see him, and he'd be like, "What's up, man? How's Birdie? What's up?" I'm like, "You're not gonna talk to me, McGrath. I'm nobody. I live in a van." Yeah, you know. And he was cool, dude. Like, and he was the king of the. Yeah, like you know, I, like that was the first year that I raced pro when he was like right in his prime there, and they had the Friday practice at Supercross. Yeah. And I remember it was, uh, and it was, uh, for whatever reason, they had 125. It was factory practice, right, Steve? Something right, that. yeah. So 125 and 250s rode together, obviously. I don't remember. So there was like yeah. this, yeah, it was. Okay. It must have been because I was on a track with him at the same time, and he, like, I pulled over and was looking at this, like, triple in this rhythm lane, uh-huh. and it was, like, kind of tricky because the takeoff was super flat, and it was, like, up the triple onto another big jump. Right. And he was, like, He's like, you got it. Just come off that one, hit it clean, and just give it everything you got. And I'm just like, mm, I don't know if I got it. And I came around, I hit it the next lap. I'm just like expressing he was going to be sitting there watching me, like making sure I hit it. Right? <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I got this. Right? I'm like, and I was like, wow, that's pretty. I mean, I've seen him. I saw him at the airport and such because you know back then, like, yeah, you everyone would be on the same plane. It seemed like, yeah. So that's all I knew of him. I just seen him around, and obviously just his new kid. He stopped it, kind of giving me a tip on the track. I was stoked. I was like, "Who does yeah. that? Dude wins every weekend." Right. right. It was like hot out. It was one of like I think it was in at the Chicago race or something. He had his jersey cut into like a half tee, pretty much. Like he was just having a good time out there. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Yeah, he cut the sleeves and he would it was cut like, like a baby doll tee out yeah. there. That's no, so the guy. Rad, the guy was dude. just. The guy was just like. Yeah, like I said, just he had time for me. I was a scumball, dirtbag, dirtbag mechanic, and he just always had a nice thing to say to everybody. Man, he's always handled it well, you know. So uh, well, I just think he just genuinely had was having like a, a great time. He was having a phenomenal time. <laughs> he wasn't training that much. He was going hard for ten laps and then have a sue on the off weekends. Like it was <laughs> pretty much. It was fantastic. <laughs> That's um, funny. No, uh, hey, you got into some of those old podcasts. You were texting me asking me for which podcasts were good. You were driving from yeah, Michigan. Yeah, I've never even, like, I mean, obviously I'm not quite the spring chicken, so I'm not super uh, up on how to listen to these podcasts and such because, you know, right. you're the only one I know who has podcasts. And I haven't really been super motivated to listen to myself in the past or whoever. I didn't even know what you did before. Right. <laughs> but I had some time, you know, when I was driving from DeWitt to Marietta. So I'm like, how do you work this podcast thing? You're like, yeah, yeah, there's a button on your phone. I'm like, get out of here. Where at? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I don't have one. You're like, yeah, you, you need this. it's right there. It, you have one. You just, you don't know it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Got it. Cool. Right. It's purple. Hit it. And then hit search Steve Mathis. He's like, oh, yeah, I got it. That's I got, a, yeah, it's good driving. I got it. So Dave, yeah, no. yeah, Dave Arnold. And uh, did you listen to Dogger one? Did you ever listen to Dogger one? No, I mean I've heard enough stories. Yeah, about the dog, and I, I saw the MX files on TV, so I kind of get the gist of his story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's get to some phone calls here. Uh, Sam, Sam, you have a KTM question? Yep, you're talking about uh, Seven Deuce, which bike would uh, would fit him? Yep. And uh, I was wondering if you guys have heard about the uh, Too Tall racing kit for the KTM's, and if you've used them at all? Because uh, I'm six seven. And just installed one this year, and they have—it's been an incredible 
change in riding. What is it? Like a finally, seat foam and handlebars and risers and legs. It raises the subframe seat tank up and back two inches. Oh my god! So it has extenders on all of it, and I was, I was uh, definitely doubtful when I bought it, but I thought I'd try it because I've tried everything else. Yeah. And and it's it's crazy. It's like a bike finally fits me, and uh, I just was wondering if you guys had ever heard of it. Anybody's tested it? I know, like Racer X, I think did a test. Yeah, once. I've heard of it. I read about it. I never saw. Or don't know anybody. I don't know anybody who's six seven and rides a dirt bike. So, yeah, um, is it a game changer? Bluff. Is it a game changer? Is it a game? It, changer? it is. It is so much a game changer. Like I went uh, from geez, from mid pack B to uh, to winning motos, which I've never done in my life. Whoa, that is literally my a game man. changer. Wow. My man, yeah, way to so go! Way to go! Within wow. two weeks, within nice. two weeks, of changing to it. And I think this, this is something kind of, that... This is the spec change I'm looking for. We're on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick needs a spec change just like this. He needs this. that mid-pack to that win. <laughs> right. Dude, that's yeah. where I'm at. This is the spec change I'm talking about. I need a two-tall kit, damn it. So, so what does this two-tall kit totally consist of? We have a higher subframe. He just said it. Yeah, I know. We have a higher subframe. And we got a, there's a, like a, a rubber block that goes under the tank. Between the tank and the frame, I rate a KTM 250 two-stroke. Uh-huh. So there's a there's a two-inch block. It comes in two stages, but I got the bigger stage. It has um, uh, brackets that raise the subframe up and out from both by the shock and where it connects on the frame. And then it has all the stuff that goes along with, like, a bracket that moves the pipe down so the pipe will still line up right. Um has some radiator brackets to hold the shroud, bottom of the shroud on, because that's up, and uh, and then handlebar risers that go up and out. So it's a it's a cool kit, and I think uh, I know it's been like one of those things for tall riders is how do you get comfortable on those things, and it's 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 so much so much huh. easier to ride and a lot wow. a lot more fun actually. So. I just thought I'd uh, throw that out there. You know, this seems like so, some this, this seems like something for Dirt Rider magazine, Kiefer. Right. I just don't know anybody that would fucking test it. Six seven, yeah. six five. What's Benny Bloss? Is Jeff Benny Bloss? Is Jeff Is Jeff Loop doing anything? What's he doing? <laughs> yeah, right. I remember that guy. Yeah. Let's get Jeff Loop on the line. Jeff Loop. Uh, I, think, th- I think Jeff Loop breaks Loretta's. I think. Really? There we go. Hey, thanks, Sam. Thank you, man. Yep. Yep. Nice no to, problem. Nice to hear. Mid pack B guy. See. No, B, he said. He said B. Yeah. Oh, I did. To winning in two weeks. Oh, wow. With this two-tall kit. Jeez, that's sick. Honestly, I was, Nick, Nick, I, was, I forgot to ask him what his name was because I was just, I was wondering the whole time if he could slam dunk. There yeah, you go. You got to be. You're 6'7". You're dunking. Uh, I, Nick's actually. If he's 6'7", he better be dunking. Right. right. Nick is ordering this up that's on BTO right that's now. He is, huh? He's ordering this up on BTO You can right get now. it on BTO? Get the pulp code out. Nick's not even 6'7", but he's going to try this. <laughs> he will try it. Dude, if... <laughs> I'm saying yeah, if it can yeah. take him from mid to winning, I'm saying it can take Nick from at least mid to podium. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, he's not even that 6'7", but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, no. <laughs> um, I do remember when I first started riding 80s and, like, 125, when I was small, and I just felt like my bike was shredding. Is it just, like, a psychological thing? Like, if I'm feeling small on my bike, it's just all of a sudden it feels like it's ripping. Yeah. Um, I was always too tall for my 80. And I didn't like no it. No way, really? Because you were like 17 on it? <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, feeling like, I got to get off this thing. I can't move. I can't corner. I'm hitting my knees against the you know clutch bolt. Like, it all hurt. Yeah. <laughs> my clutch dad, bolt? My dad put 80. Oh, the like, bottom. Yeah. My got dad it. put quad bars on my 85. But, I mean, just straight <laughs> ape hangers. 
Like I have pictures of me just like <laughs> like sitting on my bike like I'm riding a chopper. That's awesome. so oh, funny. Jesus, dude. Yeah, I had the same thing on um, when I at the very end when I rode 82 because like I don't know why I rode them. I don't <laughs> think I rode them that long, but Renthal made me some like tall like they were pretty yeah. tall. Whenever I turned the handlebars to the left, the throttle would go a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> my dad made some extenders too for the cowie handlebars a little like taller bars like bar mount you know he mm -hmm. made some extenders like aluminum extenders you'd put in there did you have a bar snake no i didn't have a bar oh snake. yeah you know i had I, uh, bar snakes i actually yeah. blew i was racing uh and i was in the lead i think i'm probably in the lead i dominated back then but um <laughs> i blew my shock reservoir my kx80 completely off on the bottom no way yes oil a hot oil all over my leg and everything did That's you still you win? Just pounded it out, no, so. dude. No, I'm stunned. I got hot oil everywhere. <laughs> you're the, you're second generation innovator on the on the uh, parts. Thank you. you. You lowered the radiator game. Your dad raised the bars. Ah, absolutely. No, it's a Mathis tradition. Speaking, speaking of blowing shocks, though, I don't, you probably didn't know this even happened when you were my mechanic. I broke my I broke the shock shaft at Glen Allen one day. Yeah, that was weird. You didn't you eat shit because of it? No, it was like it just came to a complete skid, and then I'm like, "What happened?" And oh. I see my my see my shock spring bouncing down the track. <laughs> oh, shit! I'm like, "What?" I wasn't there that day, but I remember you coming back and telling me about. It. I was working, of course, like a slave when I worked for you. I was working like a slave all hours, and then you came back and told me that. Yeah, I remember that. I probably I probably called you on on your bag cell phone and let you know. Yeah, you're like, "All right." I'm out here. Dude, I remember cool. we used to, hey, we used to stop we, we used to stop at that <laughs> breakfast place in Corona on the way to the track and you would get an egg sandwich or whatever, like a uh. toasted egg sandwich. And then you like you I'm always like, dude, I'm so hungry, but I got no money and you would never buy me an egg sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> I gave you bon I gave you good bonus money. You did. You no, you did. You gave me good bonus money. But I remember early on I didn't have any money when I first started working for you and I didn't want to uh uh waste my money on an egg sandwich. Uh, and Nick was like, mm, "Tasty good. egg sandwich." Good. <laughs> and then we were head to the Supercross track. I love it. Um, good right, stuff. Hey, thank you for coming on, Nickway. Always a good time, of course. Um, all right, boys. I talked to Jeremy Deegan about mountain biking with you, and he said that it's pretty gnarly. I'm probably not ready, so I'm not coming down there mountain biking with you. That you're not ready? He oh, said, dude, I've been I've been getting after it. He said it's a gnarly. He said it's pretty pretty gnarly. Some big jumps. I'm like, I'm not ready for that. Monster so, Cup. Uh, I don't think I'm racing Monster Cup. Damn. I'm, I'm basically just working on getting enough support in which it so where it makes sense to race. But I've uh, I've been training a bunch and I've been riding a fair bit. Obviously doing I did I did a couple days of testing with show. They got some new parts. They've always helped me out a bunch. So are you uh, you wouldn't happen to be coming to California anytime before Supercross, would you? Yeah, yeah, I'm out here now. I'm out, I'm in I'm in California most of the time. Oh, you are. I'm uh yeah. I'm probably gonna start riding up at Castillo's if you want to ride some Supercross. Hit me up. Oh, all right. Why would why would I gotta fix, I gotta sort some stuff out before I'm going anywhere to ride going right. into 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 Rocky mode. Why would Nick go to Castillo though? I don't know. Oh, okay. Different track. Yeah, I guess right. Yeah, yeah. Right. you, you never go know. Milestone every day. You never know. And plus, yeah. it'd be cool to just ride with Nick Way. <laughs> yeah, it would be. <laughs> um, Duh! Come on, guys. <laughs> Before he, before he goes Rocky mode, he's got some stuff to sort, sort out. Oh, I love it. Um, 
All right, NYK, thank you, man. Appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk soon. I'm going to Motocross the Nations uh, this uh, this weekend, so don't text me because every text coming in is uh, 25 cents. So oh, you just have a, have a safe trip. Please get some more photos of the TM and anything else. Actually, I'd like to see a photo of it. I saw when Favre was pulling off the track there, he had some crazy wells in the top of the swing arm. Can you get a photo of that? Sure, I'll work on that. Yep. All right, All right cool. See you, buddy. Later. Bye. All right, Nick away, everybody. <laughs> Classic. I mean, you could just talk to him about anything. I know. You can yeah. throw anything out, like anything. He's got it. He's got it on lock. So he didn't really sick. want. He told me he didn't really want to talk about next year. Like, oh, he oh, did. I should have told you guys that. Oh man. No, I didn't tell you that. Because just because he has nothing settled, so he's like, let's just talk about the USGP and yeah. all that. Oh, I didn't know that. No, I know. I should have told you that. It's my bad. It's not show prep. My fault. Okay. All right, take a commercial break here. Uh, last one of the night. DJT uh, is coming up. He's in France. We got a BTO Sports. Gabba Gibbs. Gibbs, you got your questions picked. And uh, X-Brand Goggles, did you get those questions from uh, What's-His-Nuts? Okay. And uh, we'll take a commercial <laughs> break here. Pulp Mech Show is in by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. See ya. Hey, guys. This is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. Next show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX show. Use coupon code PULPMX when Placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MFAB has you covered. MFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, MFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. 
Nitro Circus is stoked to announce its greatest ever all-new arena tour coming to 25 North American cities this fall. It's the most extensive run that Nitro Circus has ever undertaken. Hot on the heels of Josh Sheehan's groundbreaking world first triple backflip on a motorbike, Nitro Circus Live's latest creation takes things to a whole new level. Starring 17-time X Games gold medalist Travis Pastrana, the tour will feature unbelievable new tricks, record-breaking feats, insane stunts, and the craziest contraptions ever, plus a whole new repertoire of daredevil fun. In all, there will be more than 10 world's first each never seen in the USA. Combined with a host of outrageous new contraptions launched from the jacked-up, bigger-than-ever Nitro Gigantoramp, this is truly a visual experience never seen before. Tickets are available now, and fans looking for the ultimate Nitro Circus experience will want to get their hands on the all-new Nitro Club VIP package. Just $99 each plus applicable service fees, these exclusive passes include the best seats in the house as well as a chance to get up close and personal with Travis Pastrana and the stars of Nitro Circus during an exclusive Q&A session. Nitro Circus! For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. Hey, guys. It's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett 
Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with Factory Riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PULPMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Enticknap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's Unleash the power within. How's it going? My name is Chris Laredo. Patrick Barker. Scott Lewis. My name is Ben Shearmeyer. I'm a mechanic for Jason Anderson. Weston Pike's mechanic. Wrench on the number 10, Justin Brighton. I work for Justin Barson. We are running uh, Galfer. Galfer. Galfer brakes. Uh, the best thing, yeah, is like you've got to run Galfer. Do you own a KTM like Anders Short? Anders Short. Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Mo- Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Race Tech. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is... 
Factory. Hey, 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 hey. W Now that I got your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California. The nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need, cool colors, better strength, they've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like arena cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is, simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Please, y'all think I'ma let my dough freeze? Oh, please, you better bow down on both knees. 
Who you think taught you to smoke trees? Who you think brought you the ODs? Easy E's, Ice Cubes, and DOCs. The Snoop Deal Double G's, and the group that said, Motherfuck the police. Gave you a tape full of dope beats to bump when you strolled through in your hood. And when your album sales wasn't doing too good, who's the doc that he told you to go see? Y'all better listen up closely. All you niggas that said that I turned pop or the fur flop. Y'all are the reason that Dre ain't been getting no sleep. So fuck y'all, all of y'all. If y'all don't like me, blow me. Y'all are gonna keep fucking around with me and turn me back to the old me. Nowadays, everybody wanna talk like they got something to say. But nothing comes out when they move their lips. Just a bunch of gibberish. And motherfuckers act like they forgot about Dre. Nowadays, everybody wanna talk like they got something to say. But nothing comes out when they move their lips. Just a bunch of gibberish. And motherfuckers act like they forgot about Dre. So what do you say to somebody you hear? Welcome back, everybody. Funk Mac Show is in my BTOsports.com. Fly Racing. I think we can all figure out whose song that is. Hey, that is a incredible disc. Yeah. That, yeah. Is that the first one? That's, or that, the no, that's the Chronic. The Chronic? Yeah. No. Oh, wait, never mind then. You think an Eminem song? Eminem album? Yeah. No, that's the Eminem show, but that was an amazing CD, yeah. too. Yeah. But, yeah, no. This honestly, was the first time Eminem was really on anything, though. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. The one, uh, the first Eminem was pretty good. Is he, that still, whole, is he still rapping? Like, what's his yeah, deal? Yeah, he still raps, but I think it's like, I think he's like, I'll throw out a single to take okay. a vacation. Yeah, you don't really, <laughs> like, his last one was uh, that I'm Not Afraid, right? Yeah, well, no, he made a couple was since just then. A, oh, did he? He made a new one called Phenomenal that he made for a movie. I think he's just doing more, like, yeah. um, movie stuff and right. and stuff. for. And and, uh, and what about your rapping, for real? What, what's going on with that? Are you coming out with some new stuff? Um, I am. I'm coming Obviously, out. Obviously, with Supercross coming up, you're, you're pretty busy, but. Well, no, it's it's kind of one of those things that helps me out in two ways because I have the Supercross coming up, and you know we always as privateers we're always looking for some money outlet for yeah. Supercross, you know. And yeah. I sold um, around six thousand copies of Rip It, Ride It, Swerve, and yeah. um, we're looking to make a ten track CD sold for ten bucks. And uh, if I can sell anywhere even close to six thousand CDs, which would be amazing, um, that's about sixty thousand dollars that I could. Uh, race yeah. for Supercross. Well, put the so. Pulp Show anthem on there. Yep, put the Pulp that. Show anthem. Berluti, Berluti. Yep. Um, have a bunch of new songs that I'm really, really excited about. Kiefer got to hear one of them today. Um, yeah, was good. I, I'm, I'm pretty stoked. It, uh, the CD's coming out great. We're going to do a few more things in studio and then um, release that Dude, in the beginning of I November. Wanna, let's do a collab. All right, we can do a collab. Right? What'd you call a it? Collab. What'd you call a collab? collab? Yeah, a collab. Let's do a colon. Let's do a collab with my colon. Why don't we do a Pulp and Mac song with you, me, and Seven Days Deuce? Yeah, we could do it. Can, It'd be hysterical. Uh, lay, you get me some tracks to lay down, and I will. I will. I have get the fresh so, funk. I will get the fresh funk laid down to you. I can't be so white on it. You got yeah, don't dude, pronounce no, your no, your words so much. No, this is the thing. You're is that you totally rice. can. It's really? sometimes it's just completely hit or completely miss. Like you'll make some stuff where you I I didn't even think it would be nobody would even want to hear it. Yeah. And people are like, "That's my favorite song." And you're like, "You're crazy." Really? You yeah, know? I and get, that's and a good like one. like Brass Monkey, like I mean that's awesome stuff, but like guaranteed back in the day those they some were people laughing were when like they made it. Or, what? Or even the yeah. B, the Beastie Boys probably were laughing when they were doing it. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, what? What? You know, it, yeah. I'm I'm not saying Math is going to be a star rapper. Yes you are. <laughs> but it you, could you just never know. Right. You never know. All right. Uh speaking of you never know, you never know when where Jason Thomas will be in the world. It's like where's Waldo? <laughs> He's in France. JT, what's up? Just press it up waiting on you to get here. 
What time is it there right now? Uh, 6.40. Okay. Ooh, right. get some baguettes. You've been, you've been texting a little bit, so you're obviously not sleeping much. <laughs> no, I've been up since like 3. So. Oh, geez. Are you going to be at Charles de Gaulle when I get in, or what's the deal? Uh, I will be, yeah. I'm going oh, okay. to get the car. Okay. And, uh, well, right. I don't know. I'll be there either way. Yeah. Well, we got to go that. Pick me up at that terminal that's got Starbucks in it. I think that's like number one. Um, Why don't you give me a little more information than that? Yeah, I will. I will. I, I got to get your upgrade looking. That's uh, good. Solid. Locked in. Boom. Well, You're in. on the way there. Nothing on the way back yet, but on the way there, okay. yeah. 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 So uh, I'm pretty stoked about that. Although, you know, it's, the, it's United. It'll allow me to complain a little bit. Their upgrades, it's four across. Like, it's 2-4-2, two, two, which, right. like, so I, I don't have an aisle. I'm in the middle. Like, I'm, I'm first, I'm second in, you know, which, mm-hmm. I, listen, I'm not going to complain. I get to lay it flat. I get movies. You know, it's a full, nice little capsule you're stuck in, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to complain, except if you want to get up to go pee mm-hmm. or stretch or walk, and the dude next to you is sleeping, yeah. like laying flat. Give me a dick. You have to step over him, like straddle him with your cock and balls over top of him Whoa. to get to the aisle. Like Kiefer's chick. Whoa. What? <laughs> what? Damn, dude. This <laughs> Glitter. Is... Glitter. No, but what I'm saying, like, it's kind of, I don't like that setup. It needs to be offset. That is a little harsh. What the hell Just happened? wake him up. Wake him up? Hell yes. That's kind of messed up, though, dude, Fuck because it. you could be out cold and, like, I, some, no, some guy I have, just. I have woken up to a dude straddling me. Like trying to get out. Well, he had nothing to do with the flight, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just don't. I don't like Jeeper. the way they. I don't like the way they do that. That two four two. Like again, I'm not going to complain. I'm in first class. Right. But, You're complaining a little. You know, I just. I just think the setup's a little weird. So, does uh, that plane have first or is only? Business? No, the one I have is business and first. Yeah, it's got both. So what's yeah. better? Well, business. There's no way to, for you to get to first. Uh, no, isn't that business up front? The very front? No. Well, some United have like a real first and then business and then normal. Okay, Delta well, only has business. No, so I, I don't know. No, yeah, you not this plane I'm on going over has uh, another cabin that's better than mine. Right, right. Um, There's that, no way to get to that though. No, no, I don't think so. Uh, that is only three across the whole width of the plane. There's three. So what, like, what's better? Right, yeah, like, what is better about it? What's better? Is yeah. There, there, there's no seat. You have a little. You can lay flat. Okay. But I'm saying from where you're at to the next level. Oh, uh, it's wider. It's more comfy. Oh, okay. um, I guess, yeah, I've never sat in that. Food's better. Yeah. Is food better? Yeah. Food's also better? Yeah. They they always step up everything. Like, Delta's kind of getting rid of that, but yeah. the more you go up, I mean, it's it's a lot of stuff doesn't even matter. It's like you get, like, brand, champagne, and all that stuff just, you know, yeah. people that care about that. I was crap. telling JT, though, like, and we've talked about this a lot because we're both kind of flying uh, gurus, more JT more than me, but, like, if you're gonna give me a lay flat bed in one of those capsules, like you can fly me to Australia, I don't really give a shit. Like it's you're just laying there and you've got music, movies, whatever you want, good food, like whenever you Sick. like. Like it doesn't really matter to me. Like I'll fly wherever. Really? Yeah. Still in the same spot though. That's what's yeah. Sucks. Whatever. It's yeah. just okay though. Like it's so. You just have like a full service deal though. Like it's like oh yeah, I'll take a little of that. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, I'll have some more of that. And then what movies you got? Okay, yeah, I'm gonna watch that. Yeah. And then, like, nice. if you and you can plug in, it's plug-ins, so you plug in your. Never charge. have a battery dead. Never have a battery dead or anything. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's 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 not just a little better than Coach. It's eight thousand no. times better than Coach. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it's so much better. Are you a Wi-Fi guy on the plane? Uh, United does not have Wi-Fi usually. So really? yeah. Um. Anyways, all right. Hey, look. Uh, so you're. What are you doing? Fly racing stuff? How's that going? Yeah, I went to. Uh, 
one of my distributors, well, I'm not international anymore, but one of our distributors had uh, their 40th anniversary like celebration deal, and they had a booth and uh, a bunch of dealers there. Oh, cool. Okay. So I went to that uh, because our international guy was at the Interbike Show in Vegas. Yep. And uh, so I filled in and, um, yeah, basically went to that and did a presentation for them. And then uh, I really could have came back probably Sunday. Um, okay. But then I would have just turned right around and, and flown all the way back across, so I didn't want to do that. Right, so, right. Yeah, I flew to Paris, and uh, there's some dealers here in town um, that I'm going to go to. They were all closed today, so well, yeah. yesterday, so I'm going to yeah. go this morning and check them out. The rep will take you around, or we have to find these places no, yourself? We're, we're, we're in, in between distributors right now, so oh, okay. I'm right. just going to go wing it and try to basically do some recon and see if anybody speaks English in there. We, uh, we had uh, uh, Max on the show earlier. We cold called Max oh, yeah? because the seven deuce, cool. seven deuce Deuce was telling us again about how bitching his painted boots were. So we had to call Max and set Seven I'm Deuce. I'm pretty deuce. sure you brought it up. Did Would we you, post those yet? Because those well, were sick. But y- we had to t- explain to Adam again. And we're not allowed to painting our boots, and Max had to also JT, explain to him. This, this, he's blowing me out right now. Nah, I just think it's funny. <laughs> I have a question. They look hey. pretty cool. They're on Max's desk, like they're up on his like. Yeah, no, that's, that's what Max said. I got them hey, in my hey, office JT. every day. JT, quick question. Yeah. Do I have permission to do that to my fly sector boots? I mean, I'm nobody, dude. No one gives a fuck. Uh, did you buy them? No, he got them from... I mean, Adam Inknab bought them and gave them to me. Seven oh, well, dudes no, gave we, we kind of we got them authorized through Max and a whole different deal, and we did it like a little giveaway deal for... It was yeah. complicated. Yeah, no, no, I, I don't... Honestly, like, I really don't care. It's just, like, Adam's one of our, you know, representatives, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I we, mean, they're sick. They're had, sick we, in general, we but those that Adam did were pretty freaking sick. We <laughs> had to explain to Adam the whole, you know, he understands no sponsorship and how that works. Like, you told me how he did yeah, yeah, honestly, the color options. Or, you yeah, guys dude. are killing me right now. <laughs> so do whatever you want, Gibbs. I don't care. Hey, cool. and uh, uh, Adam's back. put the signs in it. Adam's back riding now, too, so. Seven deuce deuce. Yeah, I saw that. It turned down apple pie. He did. Yeah. He turned out apple pie. That's how serious he is right Ice now. Ice cream and Strong. apple pie. Hey, yeah. thanks for that, dude, because I so. had to eat that, and I'm not feeling too hot. <laughs> um, <laughs> JT, so USGP on the weekend, you watched it. Uh, I did. Middle of the night. More or less confident in USA after that, watching Cooper Webb. Like, wh- where are you at on that? Did, did, he, did he do what you thought you did, or what, what he thought he would do, or what? Uh, yeah, I was, I was happy with how those guys rode. Uh, I don't know. I was a little weirded out by Cooper's first few laps of the Sycamoto. Right. Yeah. I wasn't sure. I, I've ridden that track late in the day, like r- trying to race, and there's no way I would want to do it again. It's just so scary with the shadows. So mm-hmm. I don't think it was that, but maybe it was. Um, but it was right. strange because he didn't really fade. He still got third. You know, he got around, uh, who did he pass the end? Bobrashev? Yeah. At the end? Yeah. Uh, for third, so it wasn't like he did terrible or was tired or anything. Yeah. Uh, but it was just strange first few laps. Uh, but I thought they did well. I think it'll be a different story when we go to Arne this weekend. Yeah. Uh, because you know when you go to anybody's home country, which we saw with the USA, yeah. um, guys rise to the top. So I think we're we're going to be in for a really tough fight uh, well, come this weekend. Uh, Lynn was worse than I thought. Faber was better than I thought, and Muskan is worse than I thought, but Marvin's also dealing with his brother right now. He's not up maybe 100% where he wants to be. But So right. I, France wasn't quite as strong, those three dudes, as I would have thought they would be. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I just know, and, and I'm sure you do too, how this race goes for motocross nations. Yeah. 
and man, the, the home country guys always step up, and you just get rides out of people that you you know maybe with Paul in you expect it because of last year, but yeah. these guys always seem to rise and and put in their best performance of of the year. Flyracings.com, flyracings.com, flyracings.com. Jason, Jason Thomas on the line. I really screwed that intro. Yeah, you was, did. I, but it's I, all right. Then I just went with it. Then I just Fly, rolled, flies then, awesome. Then I just rolled with it. Okay, so um, uh, fly gear, best out there, bro. So recently, JT, last week you did a um, you did a dirt rider shootout, and I think you're going to get your full page. Dude, more than that. Thank Fuck God. It. Thank We're God for that. Going to do a little JT interview sideways. So interview. Um, we thought it was. We wrote a little story on Pulp Mex about the day your testing day. Uh, Tyler Entenap too was out there. We had him on the phone earlier too, but. Um, so Kiefer brought in some of your notes from the testing. <laughs> so we're gonna read. Oh, a, here we go. Yeah, we're gonna read a couple of things that you had to say about these bikes. You rode a KTM 350 and all the new 450s. So Kiefer, are we allowed to give this information away? The, well, just what I'm gonna read, I think it's, it's safe. It's okay. Yeah, we're not. Okay. Yeah, we're not gonna I want people to go by the issue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. it's nothing like that. But no one's buying it. We have anyways. a just so the listeners know, we have a full sheet that the it's riders. It's a lot of work. Yeah. So right. there's there's eight pages here, right? So one each for each bike and then an extra page just for quotes and things that we want. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this box, it says, you know, end of the day, give us two quotes for any two bikes in the shootout, you mm-hmm. know, make them good, make yeah. them awesome. So as I was typing, you know, and I'm blown out typing, I'm like, fuck, this is gnarly. Right. I come across JT's notes, I'm browsing them, I'm like, okay, it's good, you know, good writing, you know. Like, yeah, no, uh, he, he graduated college. Bro. Yeah, yeah, no, it looks good. And then I'm, I flipped the last page and I freaking start laughing so hard it just kind of makes my day a little bit better i'm like oh good a little injected some humor yeah. in here but uh here's jt's two quotes that he used for everybody this is the ktm 350 quote that he used this bike is like lance armstrong in his last tour de france still legitimate weapon but missing a bit of juice and has half the balls of its big brother <laughs> that, that, that was good I mean, it does that's a good one of, it, it's true it's relative yeah. it's relative yeah. and then the suzuki 450 jt's interpretation is it's like being married to pamela anderson sure it's still a great ride but it's also Due for another facelift, <laughs> which again, this, it's true. It's, yeah. So these are some of the uh, things that we have, and JT had the best ones. But it's bummer that I'm not won't be able to use that in Dirt Rider. But uh, <laughs> no, really, oh damn. <laughs> but I thought it was it was it was fun nonetheless. Yeah. The Lance Armstrong one. Yeah, wow. that's good stuff. Yeah, I mean, you're still and you're still you're you're porking Pamela Anderson, which is kind of cool. Let's yeah. Just yeah. say. Yeah. But she's not Fuck exactly it. the red bathing suit Pamela Anderson anymore. She's but, not Baywatch anymore. Right. Right. So you're you're like happy, but yeah, it could be a little better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, which is like, which, understandable. There was one quote that said, uh, "Hey, uh, <laughs> Hey Suzuki, uh, 1999 call. They want their 450 back. No, <laughs> you know, but you know, wow. you know who stands up for that? Ping still stands up for that bike. He likes it's it. It's a good bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good it's bike. A good it's just bike, dated. Yeah. You know, they haven't changed it in no. a while. That's what they're saying, dude. And they gotta stop with like, hey, this year we got a black rear fender. This year we're yellow. Ooh, we're back to black. Yeah, Ooh, I'm over yellow. this two tone fender shit. Yeah, just keep it one color. You know what? what is it this year? Yellow confused. or black? Yeah. It's black, I think. <laughs> yeah, no, I it's, it's, oh, I sorry, confused. it's black. You can't tell that. That's one of the things. I was confused why they keep saying that it was all new. Like, wasn't, or maybe it was all new, and I just it felt the same to me. I don't know. <laughs> no, see, I think you might have got it confused. The 250 is all new, which we will ride Wednesday. But the only thing that they changed on the Suzuki this year, which 
they mentioned in this little thing they had for us is the brake calipers shaved 10% to, for less weight. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? That's what but you're maybe telling it was the, Maybe it was the 15. Didn't they change the 15? They changed one of yeah. Yeah, the 15 had some different and stuff on frame, the frame. Frame, frame different, was yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Cause, you know, cause Tony it still would, feels so similar. Yeah. Yeah, JT, how many years did you ride that thing for, right? A lot. Like, Four, and it still felt like the same bike when I got on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Which is not bad. Right. Don't get me wrong. It's not bad. No, it's no, yeah. Not, did, it doesn't did, have some of the cool stuff that the bikes have, you know, today. Did, did Tony call you looking for one of those frames last year? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> They're on Honda. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw that. Um, what else from the GP, JT? What surprised you? What disappointed you? Or what, what did you take away from it? Uh, some of the stuff was just funny. I know you didn't get to watch the the broadcast, but the Villapoto Paul Malin kind of uh, back and forth was pretty funny. To I got me. some tweets about it that it was really bad. RV was not good. I don't think. I just don't think RV wanted to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that would be my synopsis of it. And uh, just you know, typical RV. He's not a. He's not like a like a real student of the like history of the sport right. in any way, yeah. like Red Dog kind of. <laughs> yeah. And uh, him talking about his own races, like he had no idea what track he was at, what happened. You know what I mean? It's just so <laughs> funny to me because I'm I'm just the complete opposite. Right. Not only would I know every every race he's been in and how he did, but I know all my races, you know, like yeah. incredibly well. So just my recall was totally different. So it was, it was really funny to me listening to him talk about it. <laughs> uh, but uh, just – yeah. Some of their some of their analysis uh, would be completely different from each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Malin would would think one thing, and RB was just kind of like, uh, "No, that's not it at all. Uh, this is actually what it is." You know, right, just, right. like both of them were incredibly good riders, so it's not like either one yeah. of them are yeah. clueless when it comes to this stuff. But their their perspective was totally different. Right. Um, we were had Nick Way on the phone earlier, and uh, somehow his Unadilla crash got brought up, and we were watching it on while we were on the show. And then Nick was like, "That's JT right in front of me, <laughs> 39." Yeah. yeah, and the funny thing is, I had hole shotted, and he had already caught me. It was like the end of the first lap or something. <laughs> and he flew over the bars. Um, yeah. All right, let's do the uh, let's do some expert goggle tariffs. Let's do it. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. <laughs> X-Brand Goggles. EKSBrand.com. Uh, X-Brand Goggles. Uh, save uh, 20%. Uh, Pulp Mex 2015 is the code. Goggle of champions everywhere. If you don't wear X-Brand, you won't win. Brock Tickle, Freddie Norn. Freddie Norn was at the GP, by the way. Did you see him? No, I didn't. Uh, Nick Way, Kyle Chisholm, Kyle Cunningham. Gary Sutherland. Jesse Wentland. Gary Sutherland. Ricky Brabeck. Ricky Brabeck. I mean, Ricky Brabeck wears x brand It's awesome. <laughs> uh, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. They're 15 seconds on the clock. 15 seconds, JT. I don't care what country you're in. And uh, and uh, here we go. The best of the best. Time, time zone difference. I, I, there's no way I can keep up. Brady was uh, – uh, you were – no, wait. I forget what we're talking about. All right. Last week's show, something about your time. I, I don't remember. Time. He was actually uh, what, you're, what you're thinking well, of is yeah. he was on time and was under 15 seconds, and the girl that was enforcing it blew the 15 seconds. Every oh, question. because she was stra- she said that JT, yeah, she was on, yeah. trying to be point, and JT would just go ramble on and on. Exactly, right? And yep. then she rambled on and on, and JT got right. to the point. All right. Okay. Seven deuce deuce. Yes. How much weight have you gained since breaking your wrist? Five pounds. You know that. Yes. All right. How much, how much do you weigh? 
212. Really? Oh, yeah. Huh. Dude, you don't look that big. No, like Supercross, though, like during Supercross, I probably weigh 202. Huh. Okay, go ahead. All right. Kiefer, what has been your most awkward Pulp and Mix fan experience? Probably with himself. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had any. Everybody's been cool. I love it. No, no. What about nothing weird? If unless you count the dude in the back of the woods in BC as a Pulp Mex fan. Yeah, I think he was a <laughs> distressed to, fan. Telling you to pull off or whatever, whatever that <laughs> you was. You suck. Go home. You, you suck. Go home. Yeah, but didn't you laugh at that when you were going around the corner? Yeah, I don't care. I think yeah. it's cool. All right, he Steve. made the he made the thing. So yeah, he made the thing. Steve, mm-hmm. coolest factory part you saw this weekend? Oh, um. Mm, I mean, it was on the U.S. bikes, but uh, those titanium Honda factory tanks are, are something else, man. Sick. <laughs> those are bitching. Ooh, that is sick. Maybe the TM. Mm. The clutch the clutch cover on the TM looked like it had f- air fins for cooling. That's sick. Couldn't quite figure that out. Mm. They're using KYB forks. All right. Okay. All right. JT, how does Grant turn his speed on and off like that? I don't know that necessarily turned it on and off. It's just at that track because he really didn't turn it on any time during the outdoors. So, you know, he was, don't get me wrong, he wasn't slow. He was getting, you know, 7, 8, 9, 10. But Glen Helen is just, that's a spot. Uh, everybody, I think everybody has their tracks where they rode a lot growing up and they can go faster there than most people. So that's just, that's it for him. 25 seconds. It's like Dowdy at Southwick. It's like Dowd at Southwick. You're just mm-hmm. like, all right. Yeah, everybody has their spot. Uh, the Castile Ranch for the Seven Deuce Deuce. You know it. Right. All right. Uh, seven Deuce Deuce. Which privateer had the best season this year? Ooh, that's so hard, though. I, can't, I, I can honestly. Probably, um, you know who did pretty good outdoors was Jesse Wentland. Hmm. He did good outdoors. Max Brown Goggles. Minnesota. Oh. Kid. Minnesota. He did good outdoor. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say he did very good. He's super dating cross. a Canadian girl. Is he? Oh, yeah. Smart. You all Canadians stay connected like that? Hmm? Hmm? Hmm. Kiefer. Yes. Uh, was the Glen Helen track prep better for the GP or the national? National. Okay. Steve. Mm-hmm. Who had the weirdest riding style in Glen Helen? Or at Glen Helen? Not in it. Um, the Euros are ride like Americans now. They really do. They scrub. They attack. Bernardini. The, George uh, Joe Bay. Yeah, the, the the days of like Philip Hartz or or um, what's his nuts? Um, Barbashev's kind of still kind of. You think? Yeah. The Dikers, he wasn't there. Oh, but, yeah, the Diker wasn't there, yeah. but yeah, the Diker rides weird, but then again, he's tall. Yeah. Yeah. He's, what does he need? That too tall kid or whatever? Too, too tall kid, yeah. yeah. Okay. JT, how can they structure or schedule the USGP to get more US riders to race it? Uh, don't put it a month after the season ends. Be a good start. And um, include it into the national schedule. Oh, can you imagine? That'd be but awesome. That's, yeah. that's not gonna, never going to happen. So. No, exactly. All right. Uh, last question for you, Seven Deuce Deuce. Who has taught you the most about making a career out of moto? Ooh. Mm. That's hard. Like. Taught me, yeah. I would say... I mean, it depends. Um, The Pike School of PR. Honestly, honestly, (laughs) Mathis, not even even trying to blow him or nothing. 
uh, like without without actually teaching me anything, I think Mathis has taught me more than I could ever ask for, and not only that, but giving me a lot of opportunity. But just um, you know, and watching uh, Weston's a prime example. You know, you you have to train and you you have to ride hard to do it. And then there's the whole opposite side, which is the Steve Mathis part. You know, where you have to promote, you have to expose, you have to. Um, blow shit way out of proportion to make people, you know what I mean, want to see it and want to know about it. And if you don't have both ends of that, then you can't, I don't think you'll have a successful career like you could. Don't listen to Weston when it comes to, like, what to say to people. (laughs) I listen to Weston when you ask him, how do you go fast and what do you got to do to do good? And Weston will tell you exactly how it is. No you know what I mean? No icing on that cake. No, no. Just raw cake. Raw cake. How'd you like that move? <laughs> yeah, raw cake. All right. How'd you uh, like that, Seely? Yeah. How'd you like that, Seely? <laughs> uh, Kiefer. Yeah. <laughs> Final oh, question. shit. That was good. Or how'd that work out for you? Yeah, 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 yeah that was yeah, that work. How'd that work out for you? Uh, <laughs> Kiefer, which 2016 bike has the most improved? Uh, KTM 450. Was that the la- answer for last year as well? Well, you're not counting the dun- the, the factory edition. So, yeah, the KTM for the SXF. Okay. Uh, Steve, final question for you. Which series do you think makes more money, the American MX series or the GP series? Mm, yeah, I think Giuseppe is getting richer on the GP series. I heard something. I heard something from the weekend. Um, so the flyaway races, each team gets a travel stipend, you know, to help them fl- with the flyaway races. But it's not that much, but it's something. But uh, Giuseppe says that you have to use the, the Ustream Travel Agency to get the travel stipend. And a lot of teams are pissed because they'll, like, make the guy stop four times, you know, to save money on tickets or whatever. Like, you know, and guess who also they think owns that travel agency? Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Giuseppe. Really? Yeah. Longo Air. Yeah. He, he owns the travel agency. He makes you use the travel agency. And then he saves, Then he you know. Kind of screws you on your tickets and stuff, like wow. for traveling. Was he there? Oh yeah, I didn't see him. Antonovich got a got an interview with him oh, from really? Transworld. Yeah, nice. had to. Uh, there's motorhome. There's motorhome with you know guards, security guards, and he went in. Holy fuck! Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, it's just it's just, uh, dude. I don't know how these men. I don't know how these teams just don't revolt. Like, dude, we're not going to Thailand. I don't care how much money they pay you. Right. You know, we're not going to Qatar. Yeah, it's gnarly. You know, so I don't get it. All right. Final question, JT. What's the best meal you've had thus far this trip? The best meal so far? Um, Lust far. What? Lust far, as Corey Moser spells it. Oh. Uh, well, I went to that uh, Zoop and Moto celebration thing Saturday, uh-huh. and that was pretty incredible. Like, it was full catered, like, pretty big deal. I mean, they spent a lot of money on this party, so I. There's no way you could beat that. I mean, you, it was you mean pulp horses fans? and all kinds of stuff. You mean pulp fans there? Uh, not there, no. Oh, but okay. there were some there were some serious VIP people there. Some high ups from KTM and oh yeah, yeah, pretty high rollers. So uh-huh. none of them will listen to pulp. All right, that has been. I'm sure we'll see a lot of motocross nations. Oh yeah, we always do. Yeah, yeah. X brand goggles are choice of champions everywhere. Adam Entenapp's going to wear X brand next year. 
No, you're not. That'd be so Knowles, sick. Knowles would get so bummed at me. Oh, God, he would. Hey, Knowles just bought, oh, me, Nova, Knowles bought me dinner on Saturday night. Thank you, Johnny Knowles and Scott, Scott Motorsports. Sick. Old Spaghetti Factory. Wow, oh, nice. Yeah, we went big. What a nice guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I love John. He's a great guy. Great goggle company over there. Uh, X-Brand goggles. <laughs> uh, Trucks of champions everywhere. Oh, shit. Uh, you name them, they wear X-Brand. Name them. Go ahead, name them. Um, Frederick Norn. Yeah, boom. Wow. X-Brand. Chad Reed. Factory Honda. Championship? Chad Reed. I'm sure he's won a Swedish championship here and there. Oh. Here or there, I'm sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robert Lind. Not anymore, but used to. No. Also another fast Swedish rider. Um, I got a pair of X-Brands. Chad Gores. Chad Gores. Dustin Ooh. Pipes. Oh, Pipes. I'm not kidding you. Last year or the year before, Pipes was wearing a pair of X-Brands that were probably four years old. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's awesome. I'm like, Pipes, here. Don't ever <laughs> wear those. <laughs> what kind of band was it? Like the old school one? It was, dude, yes. It was uh, so old. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I don't know, dude. They're good. I'm like, Pipes, don't ever wear those. So uh, that That's has awesome. been the X-Brand Goggle Tear segment. BTOsports.com. Gabba Gibbs. Let's do it. BTOsports.com. Gabba Gibbs. Gabba Gibbs. Gabba Gibbs. Gabba Gibbs. Gabba Gibbs, Gabba Gibbs, Gabba Gibbs, Gabba Gibbs, Use the code PulpMX at BTOsports.com to save money. Go to sponsor deals on PulpMXShow.com. You can always save money there uh, with all of our sponsors and uh, BTOsports.com. Proud sponsors of the uh, BTO Sports KTM team with uh, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, and... Davey Millsaps. Davey. Davey, Davey Millsaps. Davey Millsaps. <laughs> Davey Millsaps. Um, Davey Sinister actually English. rode pretty well, JT, in the second moto. He did a good job. Yeah, he was coming from the back. I don't yeah. know what was going on with him and Dino's starts. but Well, no. The, um, I know. I talked to Forrest Butler. They said he faded. Davey got pretty tired in the first moto. It's understandable. He hasn't ridden outdoors forever. The second moto, they said, hey, uh, Davey, who cares what you do at the start? Just do 30 at one pace, you know, like you were testing, you can ride. And so Davey kind of let them go a little bit and then just put in his motos. And he actually ended up doing all right, you know. So he was more treating that second moto like just a 30-minute moto. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back it down a bit and go the same speed. And then next thing you know, he's in 10th place. So Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah. So, all right. Cool. Okay. Um, Let's go. These questions submitted to at Gabba Gibbs, or at the Pulp Mech Show, I mean. Gabba Gibbs goes to him at Devin Gibbs 27 Picks the best ones, and uh, let's, us ha- let's us have it. All right. Uh, Josh wants to know, was the USGP a good indicator of what we're going to see at the motocross of the nation? A good what? Indicator. In- indicator. Indicator. Indicator? Indicator. Um, That's not what I said. Did uh, I say that? Yeah, you did. Whatever. Screw you guys. I don't care. Um... Yeah, I mean, uh, it's going to be – there's no – I don't see any country – it will be USA, France, and Great Britain in some order. I think it will be France, USA, Great Britain. Like, that's why I think it's going to go. And what we what would we see? Dean Wilson, fourth overall. America, two, USA. three. France, first. USA. France, first and fifth. USA. You know? So. USA. Now you're sounding like JT over there. <laughs> you never see. He's okay now, but the first couple of years he gets very upset when USA loses. Very upset. Oh, so run. mad. <laughs> what is Dungey doing? <laughs> what is Dungey doing? Look at him. Uh, Look at him. <laughs> Dungey hasn't had the greatest motocross nations. <sighs> um, yeah, I mean, I think it's an indicator. Sure. Yeah, I mean, Muskan wasn't good, but. JT, what about the lack of depth in the MX2 class? We touched on that earlier. Those guys, I mean, look, they're fast. Uh, Paul's, Paul's, Jonas, Tim Geiser, uh, uh, Anstey, 
Guillard, 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 Guillard. I thought it was Guillard. Switzerland guy, right? Switzerland, Switzerland. Yeah. They're fast. Yeah. They're fast, dude. But like, and not slamming McElrath or Nelson or even Aldridge in the first moto. That's not our elite, and those guys worked them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's Glen Helen, though. I don't think if you do, you know, yeah, okay. they rolled into Twitchenthal or uh, definitely not like Walmo or somewhere next weekend, that would go the same way. I really don't think so. Yeah, you think that's more of a Glen Helen thing? Okay. Yeah, I, those guys ride there all the time. Yeah, they're, they're practicing. So. That is like the spot. Right. All right. All right. Uh, let's see. Chris Korn wants to know, uh, I switched from a 2012 CRF Honda 250 to a 15 YZ250 and having a trouble making the switch. Any tips on making a two-smoke more like a four-choke? Go well, back guess, to the 250. I guess he wants more bottom end. <laughs> Kiefer? So he has... It's, he, went he, from a, he went from a 12 Honda 250. Two-stroke or F? Yeah, they didn't make to it. To a YZ250 two-stroke. Correct. 15. Yeah, you're just going to have to learn how to ride again because I did the same <laughs> shit. Because once I got back on a two-shock, I'm like, holy shit, yeah, this mean, is really, a lot harder than I thought it was. Dude, that's, they're not fun. <laughs> no. To me, I'd rather ride a four-stroke. It's just a lot easier to ride. But you mm-hmm. have to be aggressive all the time, ride the clutch, and rev the shit out of it. Okay. Yeah, you gotta, you just, then just, your foot needs to just be up and down, up and down. Yeah. I hate that freewheeling into the corners, too. Yeah. I love that consistent motor drag just a little bit. Yeah, which is crazy thing. because when people first started riding the like, four ah! the motor drag dro- drove them nuts. But that's I mean, what, that was they, heavy. They were yeah. more extreme. Yeah. yeah, they were more extreme back then. But it, I love that little bit of consistent because it, it'll put that thing into like a perfect slide. If you can just get it right, it's yeah. almost like it's like a perfect consistent break. Oh, you get some more traction. Too. JT, yeah, any, any advice too. for uh, what's his name? I don't know. I deleted, deleted the question already. Rev. Shift. JT, any For advice? Part? Clutch the fuck out of it. Did you not hear the question? 250F guy to go into France, 252 stroke, dude. Oh, busy sorry. Eating some um, I would say don't do it. <laughs> Slow, <laughs> it's too late, man. He got his bike. It's too late. It's late. I don't know. I mean, two, two strokes are fun, but. I wouldn't want to race. Find a ton of sand tracks and ride them only. No, you know what? You I think you know what a two-stroke's for? I think a two-stroke is for when you have your four-stroke all dialed in and you just want to go and hear a two-stroke once in a while. Then you throw it in the back and you ride it five laps and then you put it back up. Yeah. And I think that's it. Or you go in the hills. Yeah, the hills the, might be fun. Maybe I, some trails. There's a lot of good, great off-road two-strokes that are almost as good as a four-stroke on the trail. There you go. But Moto-wise, it's pretty tough. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. We got Brad. He wants to know, seven deuce deuce. If you could pick any team to ride for, what would it be? Um, I would either pick – there's two that I've Let's say, wanted. Let's say one 450, one 250. I'm never riding a 250, so let's just throw that out of there. Okay. Um, <laughs> Honda, Team Factory Honda. I'd love to ride for Team Honda. But um, the people that I've always wanted to ride for, honestly, is uh, JGR Yamaha. Just because I uh, I seen the facility with all the tracks and um, how they can manufacture like physically any part, and I feel like maybe they have a little bit less limitations to what they can do and what they, you know what I mean, and what they want to do. But mm-hmm. honestly, I think any of those teams are like absolutely amazing. But love Hondas, and then I just love that. Um, everything's in-house at JGR. Hmm. Okay. 
let's see. Tyson Stagall wants to know, asks, uh, do you think RV would ever do the Legends race next year or any year if someone asked him? And if you could pick one more Legend to see in the race, who would it be and why? I say no on the RV thing. I say <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Even if he did, wouldn't he just spank everybody, don't you think? Yeah, but I say no RV and Mike Brown. Mike Brown? He's still racing now. Doesn't matter. He's a legend of <laughs> he, motocross. He's racing the Bulgaria Supercross. Oh, is he? Mike Brown. Really? God. He's still making money. He's gnarly. <laughs> he's gnarly. He's a gnarly guy. He's gnarly. Um, I say no, and I'd like to see the bomber. Bomber. JT, have you seen the bomber ride much? Not lately, no. What about RJ? Rick Johnson. RJ's wrist is jacked. Like, he can't really moto anymore. Really? He rides, but he can't, he can't From moto. His, that was the same thing that I did, right? The yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, back then, there wasn't quite as good uh, good Yeah, bone stimulators. Yeah. Dude, it's so lucky. JT, did you see the bomber ride, though, back in the day? Like, like when he was building Chad's tracks and stuff? Uh, yeah, because he moved to uh, Orlando for a while. So, he would be around riding. Eric, Eric With, Kehoe. His kid was uh, Adam Bomb, right? Kehoe's got uh, sick style. That was what they called him? I don't know. Yeah, that was his sick. nickname. You know, Mark. Mark <laughs> right, Mark's nickname was the Bomber. You know that, right? Right. Okay. Yes, obviously. Yeah. Okay, well, his kid, was his kid's name Adam? Uh, maybe. Adam Bomb. They I don't know. I, you're, it's news to me. I don't know. <laughs> you told me this story. I did not tell you that his son's name was Adam Bomb. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can guarantee you I did not tell you that. His nickname was Adam Bomb. <laughs> I don't think so. Yes, you told me that. Oh my God! You're so frustrating as a friend. Sometimes. I didn't know he had a son. You, so but I you, don't really don't think that was me. It was you. You told me. You said his name's Adam Bomb. I'm like, that's awesome. I don't think so. Uh, okay. All right. Next question. <laughs> All right. Will Salazar says, "Hey Kiefer, is it worth putting a 15 head on my 14 CRF 450? More bottom, more top end power. What you think? 15 to 14? Yep." I don't think it's worth it. Dude. I don't think so. I love that 15 head, dude. It's mm. so much better off the bottom. Do. That sounds so wrong, JT. <laughs> thank you. Is this after dark? <laughs> it's, oh, not, yeah, we're not there yet. No, it is now. We're officially Kiefer into will it. bring it in. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> no, but for real. 15 wait. will get you 20, Adam. Oh, shit. <laughs> I no, I mean, I, I read, Are you being serious or are you joking? No, I'm dead serious. Oh, okay. I love the 2015 Honda head. There, it's a little <laughs> bit more bottom end, but I, I mean, I can't it, even kill you. Seriously. I don't know if it's worth spending the money to get the head. Honestly, oh, the bottom well, end. Okay, so there's the bottom end. The money to there's, get the head. There's You're two to work differences it in, because if you get the 15 head, you also got to replace um, the, the left radiator, mm. yeah. the head pipe, and um, it's not worth it. Pipe? You said this pipe. Is I don't know. It's not worth it, dude. Dude, that 15 head is really good, though. Yeah, it reminds me of my 08, better. honestly. No. Yeah. Dude, you're high. Dude, when I first got on that thing, it was so much better, especially stock. A stock? Especially stock. There's nothing as good as that 08. That 08 was insane. JT will fight you but if you I'm say telling it's better than you, the 08. I'm telling <laughs> you, it reminded me more of my 08. That mm. 14 is dead off the bottom. Just dull. All right. Well, I don't think we have an answer. We have one guy. Sorry, Will. We just <laughs> fucked you totally. One guy says he trade a kidney for it. The other guy's like, nah, it's not good. <laughs> if you have a little bit of money to ho- burn a hole in your pocket, then do it. But if you're on the privateer budget, don't do it. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Todd Mart wants to know, uh, 2016 KX450 is said to be more front-end steering. Do you think this is due to less RV influence? Who likes more rear-end rear steering? No. Kiefer? 
No. Oh, okay. It's not anymore. Is this because of Chad Reed said something about 20 seconds not too long ago? and then Yeah, he, he's the one that said and he's more... Uh, more it's running. He liked it. But. I was talking to the Cali guys. They said um, a big difference, too, in the 2016. Obviously, it's narrower, it's lighter, and all mm-hmm. that. They moved the crank down and forward. Yep. And he says it's... It's big, more center, yeah, it's centralized. A, it helps a lot. It is more... Actually, it's a, a lot more front-end steering bias than last year's version. Well, that, so. cr- that crank movement will do that to you. Yeah. So. And it, mm. the initial lean in the corners is a lot better just because of the light feeling. So, so. JT, where would uh, where would you put that 2016 uh, Cowie if you had to rank it against the other I don't bikes? really think I'm allowed to disclose this type of information, Steve. Let me look. See where it was on the street. Um, is it still a big bike or is it noticeably... It still feels bigger. Does it? Okay. Yeah. It still feel... I think part of their problem is their front fender. I really do. The thing is funky. Yeah, you know whose front fender is weird is that husky front fender. I can't even take it seriously. There's so many grooves <laughs> in it and shit. I'm just like looking at this thing like, oh, I'm kind of mold. Is I didn't this? watch the the GP. Uh, what happened to Anderson second moto? I don't know. I didn't see it. They didn't oh, show they didn't it. Didn't show? Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Garrett wants to know compared uh, Josh Grant's MXGP oh. bike to his U.S. National 450. Was there a difference no. between that bike? No. Okay, then never mind, Garrett. Uh, Jason wants to know what are the riders honest opinion of Southwick's national track? Is it too much just point and shoot? And Steve, how about an interview with Jojo Keller is, uh, to hear his eighties privateer story with the original scrub. Jojo. JT, you got a Jojo story? Yeah. He wore Jojo Uh, pants. (laughs) You don't, he wasn't, I mean, I know he was way before your time, but he raced a long time. So maybe like Timmy's got Jojo stories. You know? No, I I never really got. I ever actually saw him race in person. So oh, I did. Uh, I didn't 90, know how big he was. Ninety six Southwick, he came back, or ninety seven Southwick, he came back, and uh, it was a big big talking to pits, Jojo. Yeah, ninety six, I think, because I was there. Ninety seven, he wasn't there. Okay, um, Southwick is coming back, by the way. Good. No way. Yeah, it is. It's coming back. Sweet. Watson stamped it or half stamped it. it sand track. Oh back. my gosh, fully... I cannot. Now, do wait. I need to dump my sand back in? Dakota's back in. Do I need to dump my dump my sand back? No, keep it. No, it's a memorabilia from when it went away, like prohibition. When are you going to collect all of them? No, I don't need that because it was going away. Oh, but one day it's well, going it to go away because you're not going to go anymore. So, yeah. um, what are our thoughts on it? I think it's good, right? Yeah. Oh, it yeah. gets rid of Utah. Right. So, yeah. And it does. It's yeah. the sandiest one yeah, we have. But so. Honestly, I kind of liked Utah. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I know the spectator was like not right. good, the spectating, but the track's really not bad. <laughs> All right. We'll just move on from that. <laughs> Love That's like saying right the Nimo is good. Uh, I don't know. I didn't mind it when I wrote it. Yeah. Next question, please. Let's just move on. All right. Final <laughs> four, question. Four people lose respect more. What about Adam? the JoJo Keller interview? Is that going to happen? Uh, sure. Not. Yeah. I don't know JoJo. I, Honestly, g- give I, me his number. I think I like that track because it was so what? gnarly. What? That's why. Oh, yeah. Still going It was just track, beat. Yeah. That's why I like that track. Yeah. Okay. All right. Shh. Stop talking. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Stop talking. <laughs> You're digging yourself oh, a, shit. a bigger hole. Uh, the right. track sucked, all right? Although, although the, the Utah going away, it, when I think of Utah from now on, I will think of JT in the sandstorm when coming back and looking like, looking like uh, soul, soul Man. Soul man. <laughs> so I, that will be my memory of, of, of Salt Lake. Okay. Uh, last and final question for, I mean, I guess we can give it to all three, but it's really designed towards Seven Deuce Deuce and Kiefer. What are your guys' best racing moments or memories? Go for it. Oh, wow, that's leading heat race, Anaheim, best memory for me. Wow, so, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. I think 
my best memory. I was in uh, third place in the heat race at Houston. Ended up getting seventh. Made my first main event. There you go. It's pretty sick, Steve. What about yourself? Here's where you chime in, JT. I would say I don't know. I had too many to. I don't know, man. I think my first Montreal win was up there, but. Uh, it would be one of my international ones. Like, even my best finish ever in America, I beat Red Dog. Like, he hounded me the whole race. I was just like, I don't know. I wasn't even that pumped. I was like, all right, sweet, let's get out of here. Like, I got <laughs> weird. But the other ones right. the other ones were uh, were cool. Like, I don't know. I think in the season you get so caught up, and every weekend is just another weekend. But those off-season races, like, I would work and work and work for one race or whatever, you know, and I don't know. What? Maybe it's different for me. JT's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, dude. Why? What do you mean? Every time I get a good finish during the season, I'm stoked. That's because you're seven well, days deep and you're stoked raced, on everything. Race for a hundred years. He's yeah, yeah, I got you. He's, he's like, um, he's like prehistoric. And right. JT's not getting super stoked over like brand new parts. <laughs> he's prehistoric like and shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's a stegosaurus. If you cut him yeah, over, you can see how many years uh, he's in there. Seven Days Deuce level of stoke is a different level than mine, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, seven Deuce Deuce, you should see Seven Deuce Deuce when he gets the, to- the toy at the bottom of the cereal box. <laughs> like, like, JT's? Like, JT's yes! Yeah. Yes! <laughs> JT's highest level of, like, enthusiasm doesn't meet the amplitude of, like, Seven Deuce Deuce enthusiasm when he wins. When I like, get cereal you, for breakfast. When you get, like, a brand new clutch lever, you're like, dude! No, no, I told you. I told way. you that guy at the race. He said you hugged him and said you he was your best friend. And you loved him. And he him. just met you. Yeah. <laughs> I like talking to people. You said you're my <laughs> like, new best friend. I, I like talking to people. What, man? Right. Yeah. No, what? I like it. I like it. Okay. Cool. How does Mo Filthy feel yeah. about this when you say um, you're my best friend? Uh, every other dude gives you a hug. How's that phone, Kiefer? Good. Uh, good? Looking. Some guy tweeted me like a pulp it. show question was like if you had let, you had one day to live what would you do the last day oh yeah yeah so if some if you got like i was gonna ask it but it was kind of stupid if you got like burberiosis Bur- from yeah, getting too much burberry in your bloodstream keeper would you just do pork heather all day oh yeah spend time, i would hours. spend time with my son i favorite? would have make love to heather unless she probably would be on shark week and i'd be screwed and i'm gonna be dead <laughs> no dude you gotta have go to be a anyway, freaking bloodhound and go in yeah you gotta do it she'd probably be on shark hey i got week. a cool i got a funny story if we want to go there he's getting red wings isn't he like on the weekly here check this out real quick let okay. me tell you a quick right. story but jt sure you gotta go or you, you, can you stay on the line uh, i'm all right that's uh, bbc is really compelling okay considering <laughs> i've been watching it for about tell, tell, 96 hours straight tell, tell christine <laughs> and poor and poor i said hi <laughs> What's her name? Hey, Christina. Uh, Christiane Ambonpour. Yeah, that's on CNN, which I'm not getting at the moment. Oh, I thought, I'm Paris sorry. Is, uh, that chick has yeah, been. Yeah, I'm on BBC. That BBC. chick has been the CNN BBC. chick for 20 years. Interesting name for a for a station. BBC? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you know what that stands for, Steve? Yeah, easy. Yeah. Mm. Easy. Uh, okay, next question. Stands for Adam and Knatt's first one. What question? What oh, whatever. For. Next story. What's your story? Oh, I was just talking about, like, last deal on earth and like the yeah. bloodhound thing and all that yeah. so little after dark bloodhound. just reminded me of something i did back in the younger days i thought i'd be cool and <laughs> and <laughs> I, had, I had a girlfriend and she was you know on the deal and i was like she's like oh we can't we're on the deal you know mm-hmm. i'm like all right that's cool but i thought it'd be funny like go down a little bit you know kiss her around and like try her, her the, the little poker this little string was poking out a little bit so i thought i'd tug on it with my teeth what just calm down for a second let me tell you a story stayed calm just so i, t- I thought not, i'd tug not, it on with not my going well i thought i'd tug it on with my teeth a little bit and just like and she's like oh my god get out of there it's disgusting 
and I have fangs. I still have my fangs, my teeth. I have little fangs and shit. Mm-hmm. So I went to go like, oh, it came out. I went to go pull it out and like flick it out with my mouth, and it stuck to my fang and slapped me in my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! It freaking slapped me in my face, dude. Oh, I was like, "Holy shit, that did not just happen!" She's screaming, "Oh my god, that's disgusting!" I'm like, "That was not how I <laughs> wanted a, it to go." You got a red mark going across your face, yeah, like Braveheart. That's not how I wanted. Uh, yeah, more things that we did not know about Kiefer <laughs> are here. Interesting. That was way after dark. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's some good shit, Kiefer. I can I like honestly it. say I've never experienced that. Yeah, don't do that. I've experienced something close to it, but it was uh, I won't pull on that string with right. my teeth. Moving on. JT, um, what do you know about this Chad Reed Yamaha deal? Spill it, bro. I don't know anything about it. I saw your tweet, and uh, that was all news to me. No, please give me a break. <laughs> I promise you. He doesn't tell me anything anymore. He thinks I'm going to, like, blab. You probably will. But <laughs> Not really. Like, I don't yeah. throw it out there like you do. Yeah. Well, I mean, I found out. I, I triple-checked my oh, sources. I, I'm yeah. not blaming you. I'm yeah. just telling you he doesn't tell me anything. Anymore. No, he texted me after that tweet. So He um, wasn't happy? I think so. I'm, ex- ah, I'm excited. I'm I doing think my job. Fun. I'm doing my job. I think he what knows he that. What do you say? What do you say? I think he knows that. Ah, it's private, say when, private texting conversation. It's <laughs> private text. <laughs> I guarantee you he wasn't happy. No, I think he was okay. No, he was good. He was fine. I don't think so. Um, I'll show it to you when I, when I see it. Um, All right. Hey, uh, Josh Grant, does this ride help him, the GP ride? Does anybody go, oh, my God, i got to get this guy? Or do they go, ah, it's it's Glenn Helen? It can't hurt. Right. Do you think somebody from the GP picks him up? Oh, I don't think so. I don't know if it'll be the deciding factor in him getting a deal, but it certainly helped. I mean, we'll see. I think RVs, uh, Adam asked about getting a GP ride. I think RVs think scares everybody now. Yeah. Like, dude, if this guy can't do yeah, it. Yeah, but, like, if you're Josh Grant and you're here, I you know, and nothing comes up, do you start going to the GPs? I think he's so rooted here. I don't think he's the type of guy to, to uproot his family and move to Europe. He just doesn't dude, seem like Dude, but if you're not making any money. I just see him say. Well, he kind of Instagrammed something about retiring earlier. Yeah, I think you know? yeah that's what I was going to say. I think he'd retire before he moved over there. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> Unless you got a lot of money, which I don't see happening. No, I uh, yeah, I don't see that with RV. Like I think that just scares everybody away. They're like, dude, if this guy can't do it, you know, like you know, so I don't know. Um, all right, uh, JT, thanks, man, appreciate it. Um, good times. Yeah, no worries. Have, fr- uh, have fun <clears throat> in France. We'll see you on uh, Thursday morning. I don't know what time I get in, but uh, you have my flight info, or do I need to text it to you? Yeah, you're yeah. there like eleven fifteen or something. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, looking forward. to across the nations. We're going to Normandy. Yeah, we got to sort that out, bro. Um, I've already got it dialed. I'm oh, on it. Oh, sweet. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Are you gonna go check it out? Yeah, we are. That's it's cool. A couple hours from the airport. We got some time to kill. Nice. And um, I talked to uh, Chris Johnham from Honda. He went and told me a little bit about it. So, yeah. Should be fun. Yeah, it's all dialed. I'm ready. And um, we're going to go to track on Friday and get our passes, I think. I think that's the plan. Adam, we yeah, that's the, where's, the, where's the stop for food? Right. Where are you going for food? Do you have that mapped out? Well, JT, last time we go to Europe, he stopped at this. You know those gas stations all have restaurants in them? Yeah, like, like right off the freeway type deals? Yeah, he likes yeah. to go to those. I'm just like, I'm, no, I don't. Well, he took us there last time. I don't at all. Sandwiches. I mean, I had to get something to eat. You don't eat. What do you mean? Ever. I, I don't eat. You don't eat very much. <laughs> Thank you. 
Um, <laughs> no. A lot of people that would beg to differ that. I, I, I can't stand those. I mean, I'm not eating those sandwiches out of those. Right, you're really not eating. Um, like, fuck I it. don't want to either, but. Yeah. I mean, you're hungry. I don't want to either. <laughs> um, yeah, you're hungry, right? I guess. <laughs> you gotta eat. Sketchy. Hey, by the way, well, where we're going is like West uh, West France. So it'll be all little cafes and stuff. Yeah. Super not West, you know, Western I, style. I guess it's Western France, but it's not Western yeah. culture. I asked uh, I asked Adam Wheeler where the Starbucks is from our hotel by the track, and he just laughed and laughed and laughed. So, <laughs> well, there's Starbucks here in Paris. They're yeah. Everywhere, no, I know. Not uh, over there. Oh, by sure. the way, too, you know who picked uh, Romain Fabra for the win at the GP? Hmm. Guy on the phone, right? That would be me. Did anybody win that ten grand thing they had going on? What? What was it? Did you hear that? If you picked all the right top oh, yeah, three in both know. classes, fan, you won yeah, ten thousand dollars. Fan did right? Yeah, I don't know. No idea. Huh. What did you have to pick? The, if you if it's fantasy moto, basically, you had to pick the top three in each class, and you won ten grand. Oh, okay. From yeah. the tr- oh, from the track cool. from Jody Jody. Who gave, gave it to Mwango? <laughs> yeah. Jody Jody gives it to you with an orange helmet. It's all in an orange helmet. So. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, like he was there. Jody was there chilling. You know. Yeah. And, like, there is no one who has talked more mad shit on the GPs than Jody Weisel. Right. Like, don't you think Luongo would say to, uh, um, or Mary Marini or somebody would say to uh, a Bud Feldkamp, like, hey, that guy can't be on the, right? can't be around. Maybe he doesn't read MXA. No, he they do. Oh, really? Oh, they do. Yeah. So, I find that funny. Hey, do you have a problem with, I thought, I think this is so janky of the media in our sport. Like, I don't know if Dirt Rider did this. Maybe they do. But, like, I saw media guys attaching Josh Grant to a photo or Cooper Webb uh-huh. and just being like, great job, buddy. You killed it out there. You showed them all. Yeah. Or whatever. I'm just like, really? Yeah. Well, that's Trans World and, and Verb and Vital and those guys. Like, those are those are the type of guys that bro down kind of thing. Dude, we, don't, we don't bro down. Dude, just... Put them, attach them, attaching them is lame enough, right? Because that means you should attach them when you when they cartwheel or crash, but you don't. You never do that. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Yeah. You just attach them when it's good. So that's bad enough. But then to be like so openly cheering for them and you showed them and uh, yeah, yeah. Are we fucking? Are we bros? Or are we covering the sport? What are we doing? Yeah, it's bros first, and then we cover it. Uh, is it okay? I'm mean, just telling you how it is. No, like, I, there's certain aspects of like. You know, like I said, Transworld, Vital, Verb, Broin Down. Then you got, got I'm going to say MXA, they're more about bike-oriented. Dirt Rider's more bike-oriented. You know, Racer X, here's what's going on during the day. Oriented. There's no, like, favoritism. God, or just, it's just like, here's a rider, here's a this rider. You're just sucking these dudes off. But where are you when they struggle? You know, like, when, you, when, when as a media, you call it both sides. You call everything. The good, the bad, the ugly. You call everything. Yeah. You're not there. You're only there to be like, yeah. Well, That's, I think I, another I think another thing is though is that the guys running the social media are the bros. You know what I mean? Maybe not yeah. so much the head honchos, right. but the guys who run in the phone game is the bro of, you know what I mean, whoever of the it is. homie, yeah. Yeah. Dude, just report on the sport. Good, bad, everything. I mean, it's awesome that they, that you're happy for the dude cuz you have a little bit of a relationship with him, but let's back it down. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I think you definitely have a valid point. It's I mean, just I think, and also, too, you get excited for someone that, that does good and needed to do good, like Josh. That's fine. No, that's but good. also, too, I think when they do bad, they're not going to say anything because they're pissed. So what what can you possibly say about it? I mean, maybe? if you're fly racing or FMF and you're doing that, that's what you're supposed yeah, to do. But I, I get that. That's I great. think Steve, ha- you know what I mean? The point of it is, is you just say congratulations to Cooper Webb 
on a great race this weekend. Right. Instead of like, Mo, my bro, Cooper Dude. Webb was so sick. Oh, oh, okay. You killed uh, it. All uh, that training. USA flags and, uh, yeah. and uh, thumbs up and you showed them. Hashtag. Uh, See, I can. Still got it or whatever. I can deal like, with the USA break. flags, but definitely be less, um, you Dude. know. Just on Cooper Webb's nuts or whoever it is. I just I, that drives me nuts. JT, you're probably the one doing it for Racer X, Trans World. Yeah, I totally did it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> just people up. Oh, I just I don't like that part of it. Like, it's cool to have be friends and be happy for somebody. I, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Don't don't attach them. Just write their name. Well, not only that, but you know? doing it on a personal Instagram. Why don't you go on your Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just. Look, that's yeah. why I kind of don't fit in Supercross when I go with Dirt Rider because I feel like, hey, can I get an interview? I don't want to feel like I'm sucking anyone's dick, but it's like I almost feel out of place because yeah. I don't feel like I'm that kind of guy. Like, hey, this is so-and-so. Da-da-da-da. I'm like, eh, I'm right. not that guy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like it. I'm venting now. But all right, buddy. We'll see you uh, See you this week and have fun in France. Thanks, JT. Later. Later. Right, see you guys. All right. Later. Flyracing.com. Jason Thomas. On Great guy. Live from France. Fly gear. Best out there, bro. <sighs> We are going to. this guy. Are we right done? Uh, we got voicemails. Okay. Uh, We're going to get Fuck in it. so much arguments probably like this whole next four days when we're in France. It's going to be hilarious. I should document them. Do you guys argue like married couple? Yeah. yeah we GoPro. Just, yeah. We just, you know, we. Sports, moto, whatever. That's music. bullshit. This guy's better. Yeah. We're, just, <laughs> we're that way. You know what I mean? So, all right. 702 586 You call anytime. Leave a voicemail. Here we go. Here's the best of the best. So I woke up again this morning. Right on my doorstep, actually, as I opened my phone, you gave me another fix, man. You gave me another fix. Just don't try to wean me off of it, man, because I'll fucking snap. I'll fucking snap if you stop putting out shows. On another note, met JT this week at Glen Allen. Last week at Glen Allen, uh, when he was doing the Dirt Rider thing. Didn't know if he was going to cool guy me or not. But uh, JT, really cool dude. Really nice, really personable. Anyhow... Don't fucking try to wean me off, and I'll kill you. <laughs> there we go, folks. For the Pulp Mex fans, <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. That makes my night. F you, dude. All right. Gibbs actually had it spot on. I cruised through four and a half hours of wonderfully glorious pulp show, and then the uh, the cookie incident happened, and so I could just hit my brakes. Uh, I'm, I'm normally a really chill person, but and it sounded like you were breaking a sweat eating that cookie. I could tolerate Kenny eating, the, eating on the show. That was fine, but yours is just getting in the way of it. I understand you guys got to eat and poop and pee and whatnot. But anyhow, yeah, the other four hours and 29 and a half minutes of the show I love. So anyhow, sorry about the cookie rant, but yeah, it was just gross. So All right, keep up the good work. Whatever, bro. You know what my favorite part about that was? Not turning your mic on? Yeah. No, my favorite part about that was was how at the very beginning he was like, Gibbs was right. And I was like, damn right. I don't care what this guy has Whatever to say. Whatever. You were yeah, sucking yeah. down the apple perfect. pie and I could hear right. it through the mic. Yep. Dude, that apple pie has fucked me up, like, royally. Like, it was good shit, but, like, it's not sitting well. It's good shit, though. I'll take <sighs> it. You're taking the L, dude. Pookie pie. Well, I got two things. First, I'd like to congratulate <laughs> Tyler Bowers and Brady. Because they're about the only two people so goddamn annoying to be able to stand each other. Holy shit, man. 
I just cannot <laughs> listen to them two for five more minutes. I, I also want to congratulate Devin Gibbs because there's now another podcast that I did not get into as far as his. So uh, congratulations, Devin. I actually got further into your podcast than I did with uh, the last Pulp Next show with uh, Tyler Bowers and Brady. Oh, my goodness. Dude, I, I really fun. hope I never have to hear those, those two voices again. God, Tyler is just one big douchebag. Oh, man. And Brady, oh, good God, give me a gun, someone. <laughs> Holy Dude, shit. It wasn't that bad. I love your work, but, uh, Did you listen? man, yeah, I, listened I don't to know if you just invited him back just to be nice. And I don't know how his uh, girlfriend got on there or wife or whatever she is. But uh, holy shit, man, don't ever, don't ever let that happen again, please. Dude, uh, thank you. I don't know how you could like. There's normal not, people talking. I don't yeah. get it. Like she wasn't like they were. She wasn't like. Eh, she no, wasn't like she that. She's fine. Yeah, she was fine. Like how you could say that? I was, think Diana was worse. Well, yeah, you weren't a fan of that, but yeah, but, but the show itself was good. There's some more haters coming up here shortly. Oh wow, really? Oh, damn. Hey, it's me. Oh, I love this guy. Holy fuck! I fucking love this guy. <laughs> That'd be the worst show ever. More or less, the dumber I got. <laughs> here's an idea to. Here's an idea. Come back down, Gibbs, creepy guy. Find the past the Bunny Ranch. You can hear him getting zipper burn on his dick. That's how one of those girls talk. Great show usually, but this one's pure torture. Love the show. I want that guy to do my voice. That guy's fucking up. That guy's great. So, uh, listening to this week's with uh, the monster girl on there talking about how hard her job is. She has no No clue what reality is like, Mm. and it's very, very hard to listen to. She has to hold an umbrella for some somebody, and gas tank has to be covered as well as the rider. (laughs) Who fucking who? Jesus Christ. Hey, what's going on? That guy kind of has like, a point, though. Did, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> he he kind of has a point. Like he, People don't know how hard it is, and I get it both sides. Like I understand that she's standing there listening to fucking perving dudes all fucking day. I get all that, you know, trying to grab her ass and shit. But this guy has a point. He's like, come on, you're fucking, you're out there just hanging out, looking yeah. pretty, you know? Yeah. Well, I just wanted to give you a pat on the back. I know you said you sounded pathetic, but uh, you would take ass shows you had, man, you know. Holly and Ray, uh, Eddie Ray, and all them dudes, man, it was just like three episodes that would just kick ass back to back. They were all they, they're always good, but I mean, you had some kick ass episodes. Just wanted to compliment you on that, give you a little love. Uh, but I also want to give you a little constructive criticism. Uh, the Monster Girl thing, <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, I mean, it's got its own form and all, but. I like when you talk about motocross. Just my personal thing. I'm sure other people like the Monster Girl stuff, but just no interest there, dude. Uh, the motocross, that's where it's at. I dude. mean, you know, when you have those this guys on, sick. man. I mean, I like Bowers. I'm not knocking anybody. Please, no disrespect. I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. But uh, Bowers, when he started talking about the mechanic and how they pay, I like that stuff. That's good. Keep it coming. But the Monster Girl thing, you know, <laughs> like I said, no offense, man. But there's the Monster no Girl there. thing. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep it with the moto. Blisters on the fingers, heat strokes. 
busting out burn. You know what I mean? Moto, moto. Give me some more old school guys, too. Love them. All right, man. Keep up the good work. God bless. Talk to you later. Bye. That was a good-ass voicemail. That guy's killer. Hey, Steve. Uh, I wanted to put in a request with you, man. I know this is going to challenge you. But Same guy. Yeah. Anyway, I want to challenge with you. You were getting uh, Carmichael on that damn show. That's what I want. I want to see you get that, dude. I know you don't like him or whatever happened. I don't know the details. I must have missed whatever archive it was. But you got to get that dude on the show, man. I'm challenging you to. I'm challenging you to put your pride down and uh, get those guavos out and tell that guy to come on the show. Apologize yeah, for whatever you got to do, man. Get Look that guy. I want to hear that guy's story. You know the shit that you don't read in the magazine and all that stuff. I want to hear him. I want to hear a heart-to-heart like you have with some of these other guys. Uh, I know you're probably going to bitch about it. It'll never uh, happen, but I'm challenging you to go to that dude and tell him to come on the show. If he knocks you down, he says no, then he says no. Fuck. You know what I'm saying? But a dude with a career like that, man, and all those times I watched that dude at Southwick just ripping up that 125 and just shitting all over everybody like it was <laughs> nobody's business. <laughs> You know, you got to have that guy on. Not everybody. You know? Anyway, good show. If you disagree and you don't, you can't do it or whatever, man, that's fine. I understand. But it, it's just a request. And as far as those months, girls I called the other day, I, I'm not knocking them, dude. I just don't want to hear the motocross stuff. That's all. I know we got a whole, uh, you got a whole uh, different uh, type of people, you know, that like all yeah. different things. But I just want to hear the motocross stuff. That's why well, I could always shut it off. But uh, see if you could get Carmichael on the goat. Come uh, on, man, work it. Uh, Carmichael will not come on. He hates my guts. He will but never come on. The why? Show. What's his reasoning? I, I don't really know. I really don't know. I, I so I think it started. I wrote a column about how I thought the goat nickname was stupid. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought McGrath. You know, because right. he was so much better. Super. And I think it started from there. God, I, could, I don't. I. I just don't see it being no, that. No, dude, it's something like he's, he's fragile. Fuck. These guys are fragile. So, and then there's been more over the years, like mad shit talk between us with mutual friends and this and that. So, you know, we've motherfucked each other for so long now that there, you know I would have him on if he reached out to me and said, "Hey, yeah, yeah, let's come on." I'd, I'd come on. We'd have Josh Hansen on. You right. know, I never thought Andy would come back on or whatever. So, right. not. A, but I'm not reaching out to him. I don't care. Right. But uh, I'd have him on. But I, my life goes on without him. And he, and besides, like. He hates me. He hates everything I stand for. Mm. He's not coming on. Uh, Zero ouch. chance. So ouch. I'll move on, and he'll move on, and we'll be great together. Nothing will ever... Or not together. Or not. So, Steve. No more Bowers, man. <laughs> Dude. Damn, is he hard to listen to. Oh, Bowers. I thought he was so stupid the last time that he was on, and then yet again this time prevails i mean i mean i'm all up for you know being open to new co-hosts and maybe even people i don't like personally i didn't like jake weimer before he came on the show now i really like jake weimer because i think he's a cool guy he brings some insight i didn't like bars before jesus definitely don't like him now man he's an <laughs> idiot <laughs> no more bowers Please, Steve. Damn. What, what is wrong with Here's, Bowers? I, Not okay. again. I, I, Not I listened again. to Bowers' show before he brought his chick. Yeah. The one he didn't bring. Okay. I liked it. Not to say I didn't like this one, yeah. but it was different. You think? Yes. Okay. He was different. It was just a different feel. 
the show, the show before when he was solo and doing the thing, it was good. And I thought it was great. But I feel like there was more interruptions. Like some caller said, there was some interruptions between them. We're talking over. Okay. And But I don't think it's <laughs> fuck Bowers. I thought yeah. it was, I thought yeah, it was yeah. still okay. Wait till we hear what they got to say about you two. Oh, fuck. oh, they hate us probably. I know they fucking hate me. <laughs> Shut up. I hate when the mic isn't up to your mouth, though. I hate that. No, you, Steve. No, but Steve. the mic, you don't got to grab the... This thing can stay, <laughs> and then you just bend the mic. I got it. All right. <laughs> Hi, Steve. Uh, this is Greg from Rancho Cucamonga. Hi, Greg. Um, been meaning to call for quite some time. Uh, last week, it came up on the show about uh, moving your show to Southern California, and it's a subject that I've been meaning to bug you about for quite a, quite a bit of time, and... So that's why I'm calling. Um, it's just uh, I know you've got issues with real estate there in Vegas, but hey, you're a smart guy. I'm sure you can figure some way out of that. But the uh, the parade of in studio guests that you could have in Southern California would be off the hook, and it'll definitely take the show to the next level. I'm sure you're aware of that. But uh, <clears throat> just love to see that sometime. See if you can make that happen some way or some somehow. Uh, secondly, uh, Kiefer. I think last time you were on the show, you brought up the, uh, I'll use air quotes, the testing of Viagra for uh, on-track purposes, Um, and uh, I I thought that was quite funny. And, you know, I'm not a doctor, and I don't really have any experience with Viagra or those type products, but uh, I think it's that stuff, but I have heard a lot of commercials over the years about that, that product, and... I think it just makes things. Um, I think it just makes things hard. I don't think it. Uh, I don't think it makes you horny. And so, mm. you know, you went on to talk about. Uh, well, I guess Heather mentioned that uh, you went for it seven times following that, which was uh, quite comical. And uh, thought, oh my God, I think I'm scarred for life now knowing that. But uh, anyway, honored. dude, you're out of control. And uh, <laughs> I think you're aware, though. I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> Bye-bye. Here's, I wasn't any more horny. I just, that's like you said, it got hard. But I'm just saying, I've heard people taking Viagra for performance and, you know, improving, you know, improvements. Are you being for real or are you fucking with me right No, now? I'm being serious. People, no, baseball players take dirt, like, fucking. Sometimes people so take. So what, are you just going to be ripping up your dirt bike and just pop a fucking not about, woody in the turn? No, no, no. It's not about your boner. It's about, it's blood vessel stuff to it constricts it or does something where it opens it up sorry opens it up so you don't get arm pump mm. so but you know what i mean it, how do you know your arm's not gonna be as hard as your dick <laughs> it doesn't work like that right? it doesn't work like that <laughs> yeah. no it's open up the blood vessels right so that's what's giving you more blood correct you're not gonna be like ah! yeah no. <laughs> you know what i'm saying you're looking at your hand like it's an alien isn't it? i know right <laughs> jesus <laughs> Seven deuce deuce is, what is this thing? he thinks if you take my eye your arm will just stand right. up dude how do you not you you don't know yeah, right. That's why you don't know. You don't know. That's why. That's why know. what I did <laughs> experimented and it didn't work out. Like so, not, there you go. No, oh, so you just you were just riding around with a Woody. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, it wasn't that's dope. dope. <laughs> Heather didn't think so. Your cornering is were a you, off. Was you, dude, I rode one time with right. no fucking underwear. Oh, that's was a bad dude. idea, right? <laughs> Chafed. Not Chafed. Not dude. dude. Oh, my God. I did God. that, too, because I forgot it. My Heather washed them, and yeah. she forgot to put them in my bag. My riding. I show oh up. I'm God. like, oh, my God, I freeballed, and oh. I'm at the track. Oh Not good. God. Yeah. And so I go, okay, running it. And, dude. dude. Bad. Bad. 
bad, he says. Especially if you don't, if you manscape and you don't have hair down there, dude. Yeah, dude. Oh, even worse when oh. you do have hair down there and you seat bounce and it rips it out. Yeah, I've had that happen good. before. No, see, I was just all worried about the front section. Oh, I wasn't worried about that. Chafe action to the front section. I was more worried about chafed butt. To the back. Chafed I wasn't butt. even worried about chafed that, dude. My dingling was just fucking slapping gear. Oh, it must be nice. I don't got that. Uh, dude, to begin a slapping. Slap this thing to a stop. Uh, Dean Cut. Wilson, Nick Way, Donnie Emler, all in, all online tonight, and the seven deuce deuce and Chris Kiefer in studio. Pulp Mexico presented by BTOSports.com and Fly uh, Racing. We thank those guys. We thank you guys for listening. Next week will be. I'm going to try to do a midweek show Tuesday, Wednesday after the Motorcross Nations. I'll let you guys know, obviously. And uh, we'll see what happens from there. But uh, thank you guys for coming in. Uh, Seven Deuce Deuce, thank you, man. Uh, Dude, good, thank good you to catch so up much, with you. Steve. It's been so long. Good luck with everything. Long. We'll get you in before the uh, before, and before January for sure. Perfect. At Let's some do point. it. And uh, see, good luck on everything, of course. Uh, you, you know, we yeah, support hopefully you. Yeah, hopefully I have we'll stand uh, behind you. Uh, some more good updates here coming up pretty soon yeah. in the next month, you know. Yeah. And Kiefer, as always. Thank you for having me. Great job. Yep. You got weird again. Sorry. Wouldn't be a Kiefer show without be getting some weirdness. <laughs> Sorry. So we've got some string weirdness going on. Sooner or later, the stories will run uh, out. You can't yeah. be, you can't be too mad when you're story. talking about naked chicks and no, stuff no. like that, though. It's, you know. it's Kiefer. It's a typical yeah. Kiefer show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. That's a great story, Kiefer. Uh, that was excellent. Thank you, people, for listening. We appreciate it. It's been, uh, it's been great. It's been fun. Uh, thanks, Swisscore. Thanks, Moser. Gabby Gibbs. Thank you, thank you, Gabby Gibbs. Gabby. Uh, appreciate that. Not and, a problem, brother. And, Don't call uh, me Gabby. 702-586-757. Leave us a voicemail if you want. You can anytime. And uh, and we'll play it on the air. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to our sponsor deals. And uh, thanks to you guys for supporting us. And we will see you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.